productions where I've been the only black person, the only female, and I needed things, and I didn't have anybody I could call. I just had to bite the bullet, and I had to show up every day with grace, and I had to do my job. It's happened more times than you would ever know. So to be in this position, that's why I tell y'all, this is special. This is special. This doesn't happen often. It's the thing about black women. They don't hear our tears. They don't hear our pain. That goes on in Hollywood. It goes on more often than you know. So when you see a black woman show up on the screen, notice she had to work quadruple hard, or whatever the word is, than her counterparts. Know that she's getting paid just a fraction of what her counterparts are getting paid. And we do it with grace each and every time. We show up and give it our all. Please take that into consideration. So thank you for everything you fought for for us and stood up for for us. What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into the new Del C show, and of course, I'm your host, Del C. One more day left for 2023. One more day left. So, um, we know a lot's been going on with, uh, with the Diddy situation and, um, T.D. Jakes speaking up on that. Um, uh, Usher being even thrown into this. And Justin Beaver thrown into this. And, you know, the Papoose thing came up and people asking questions. Are there faithful people out there? Can we trust people nowadays? Can we trust people nowadays? You know what I mean? That is the question. That is the question, y'all. Can we trust can can we trust people in relationships? With social media, as I told people, social media messes up a lot of relationships. Options to choose from this person or that person. It's not just the guys out here. And think about this. Somebody gets locked up a woman gets locked up a man stays for six years however long you're locked up stays faithful to you for those six years you come out of jail he marries you you have a you have a beautiful baby together years down the line you put together this 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 battle thing or whatever you end up with some bozo and you know can we really trust are women faithful are there faithful women out there because that would be the question we used to ask they, that women used to ask about guys can we trust women like this this, this is the thing can we um but I'm going to do today, tonight. I had a few interviews that I've done 2023. 
So I'm going to play, you know, I'm going to go back, you know, go back to um, some of the interviews I had with um, from the Arabian Queen, Princess Arabian Queen, uh, from, man, there's so many, so many people that to, to, to even mention, so what I'm going to do now, I might play some of their music, but I'm definitely um, going to go to some of the interviews, I'm not telling you which ones I'm going to do first, they're not going to be in order, so y'all just keep it locked, man, I'm going to play some music, and I'm going to come back and play the first uh, one of the first interviews, you know, it's not in order. Like I said, I'm going to play one of the first interviews with a, a guest. And um, that's how I'm going to do that, along with playing some of their music. So y'all keep it locked. I'll be right back after this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on yeah. my rock and roll, rock and roll My soul make him clap, I'm here to make him clap My soul make him clap, I'm here to make him clap Come on, make him clap, I'm here to make him clap Come on, make him clap, 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 clap My soul make him clap, I'm here to make him clap My soul make him clap, I'm here to make him clap Come on, make him clap, I'm here to make him clap Come on, make him clap, 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 clap this is sex, drugs, and rap and roll Music that attack your soul The Cab Calloway, the alleyway Nigga, I'm back for mold Tell Mac and roll, flow, ace and serve Never lack control I went in silent mode Then I was told y'all out here acting bold Watch me unleash the beast to peace Y'all be like sheets Swig out here rhyming for weeks Yeah, I'm here to make you roll I'm here to make you rock That's why I never stop, 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 stop Ugly turtle from the depths of my internal journal Y'all waiting on my dry season but my land is fertile Someone to sabotage the kids so watch me jump this hurdle Beats I murder, I'm determined every word I murmur uh, I'ma give these rappers seminars Mortals pray to the heavens on earth, I'm just a demigod I'm the avatar, this Benny Vaughn, this is the catalog This underdog is a threat, I bet you shouldn't have gambled on When music come out, the speakers to hire the beat takers I'm dropping nothing but jewels for all my keepsakers And rappers wanting it now, I'm here to teach patience Manipulating your streams, I call it deep faking I'm here to make you roll, I'm here to make you rock That's why I never stop, 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 stop Ugly with a bunch of dullies You might think you ask your rap man But no one's above me I might get up off the sauna Like a cutie cuddly You can come and quench your thirst But know these waters muddy Buddy, uh 
Then write them on a fever pitch Suave house showing up That's south there was a dealer here Try not to let the needle skip You feeling low but previous What I do was a classic That's cool but now I need a shift There's something futuristic But nothing too simplistic The underground, the trenches Most of my soul for riches Uh this shit is tough as Kevlar MF Doom from the tomb, you listen, fill in every bar I'm here to make you roll, I'm here to make you rock That's why I never stop, 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 stop What's up, what's up everybody, you're tuned in to the new Del C show, and of course I'm your host Del C, tonight I got a special guest with me, she's a model from um, New York, I do not want to mess your name up, so <laughs> you, um, I want you, survival level. oh, so uh, yeah, I wasn't that bad off, um, <laughs> what was you gonna say, I was close, I was trying to I was trying to spell it how I how I see it how it's um I was going to say more uh Zoreda but thank God you corrected that um how are you doing today how are you doing tonight I should I'm doing say good. I'm just good. a little bit nervous but I'm okay You don't need to be you don't definitely don't need to be nervous um So you know, we always, I always like to start from the beginning. So, when did you um, actually start modeling? It's been three years ago. Three years ago, wow. Um, now, when you, when you were younger, did you ever enter like um, any beauty pageants or anything like that? No, actually, I, ha- I had a very hard life and I didn't until I already had my kids, which was three years ago. Um, I actually ran into Miss Fashion Global and I didn't think they was gonna accept my application. Um, So I received a call back and they actually approved it and I was so excited. Um, I mean, my first year on 2020, I didn't get my crown and sash. I left without it all because I didn't smile. I was very nervous. Um, but I definitely went back. Um, I ran into Victoria Henley, which she's America's top model. And she just kept on telling me her story as well. And so she decided to go back into modeling and she continued her career. She's like, if I did it, why can't you? So I decided to go back and it'd been two years in a row. After after my fiance had passed away, oh, I'm um, sorry to hear that. Yes, I received my crown and title, and I just felt like he was out there watching, you know. So it's something that he didn't want me to quit on. So I just continue to do it, and it's just been good. That's great. Um. So what was your um, 
have you have you have you done any photo shoots or how's how's that been yes i did one in destin florida at competition um it, it came out very nice i actually ended up on magazine um as a one of one of the featured models um then i decided to do another photo shoot in philly and it came out very nice also so i'm actually on my third magazine now oh congratulations mm-hmm. that's nice now so what are the, what are the name of the i know you mentioned one what were the name of the the other magazines it's also through miss fashion global okay okay mm-hmm. now um would you be interested in doing like um music videos or anything like that Yes, most definitely. I always liked it to dance and sing and everything. So that's definitely something that I'm looking forward to. That's great. Um, I also heard you're working on a commercial. Did that? Did this? Yes. Uh, did okay? <laughs> did this already happen, or it's or it's in the works? It's in work. Um, I actually had a a zoom meeting but my phone for some reason turned off on me and i was in the middle of um talking to somebody very important but due to my phone turning off they kind of kicked me out of zoom wow hopefully i'll have other auditions and stuff but i'm definitely interested anything that is going to open doors in a positive way my life that's great um okay besides okay so you we mentioned the music videos uh besides doing that which you consider getting into acting or maybe directing maybe acting that looks like fun that looks like something that i would like and have fun with so yeah if not me most likely my kids because I also want them to succeed and that's something very big that I don't only put myself involved in any in everything I also involve them oh that's great that's that's wonderful mm-hmm. um so um how did they how did they feel about their mom modeling and you know how how do you balance I ask this a lot to um, so, um to parents yes, it is and, a lot so I take my kids whenever I do competition. Um, lately, after their dad's passing, I've just been able to take one at a time. But they do very good. Um, they're very supportive. They take my little videos on my phone. Of course, I get um, professional pictures as well. But they have a lot of fun with it. And it's just a little vacation, too, for them. They don't see their mom quit and that's something very important because after everything had happened i felt as though i was just gonna give up on everything but they see me hello plus. okay thought i might have lost i okay yes i can hear you i thought i might have lost you for a second um no but you're back you're back <laughs> but yeah um Yes, I definitely involve them in everything I do. 
that's cool. That's really yeah. Um. So, um, Firmus Fashion Global. There's also a program. It's called Operation Safe, and basically, it's people voting for me, and for every vote is a dollar. So, hmm. what happens with all this money? Whenever I collect it all, it goes back to the community. Um, I basically give it out to the community to help the less fortunate and I'm very into helping like the homeless and stuff like that so that's a big deal to me wow and that's great no, it's always good great when um, people give back so that's uh, I'm happy to hear that that that's you know that you're a part of that of doing that and um, wow Wow, because, you know, some people say, I'm going to take the money and do this. I'm going to do that. But you're like, I'm going to give back to the community. Yes. In Florida, when I lived there, I definitely was one that I would always go out and feed the homeless. And I would talk to them because it's not only about feeding them. It's about hearing them out because sometimes they feel like they're just invisible to everybody. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, and I sit there and I have conversation. If I give them a hug or whatever, everybody looks at me like, okay, why is she doing all that? But at the same time, like, they're human just like us. Yeah, they're in a little struggle. But if you don't show them that love, then where else are they going to get it from? Because most of them don't have family, you know, Mm -hmm. or they suffer from mental um, issues or just a lot of things you know and i'm actually there for them like i just don't sit there like here goes some food no i actually have conversations that's great and because they all have different stories if we just take the time to talk to them um then we would see we would definitely see that people should do that more so that's i mean you're definitely um that's definitely a great thing you're doing. It really is. And I know you're not doing it to, to get any kind of attention. You're doing that from your heart. Yes, um, not for nothing. Um, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat anything, but I had a very tough life myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually in their shoes at one time. Um, I was pregnant. I was 17 years old. And I know what it is to be hungry and to be thirsty. And I was actually knocking on people's door, like, can I please have a cup of water? Um, I would sleep on people's porch and it was very hard. And I know what that's like. So I could definitely relate to them. And that's the main reason why I feel as though I reach out to them more than anybody else because I was once in their shoes and a lot of people can't say that. Right. Uh, like, uh, like, no, no, I'm here. I'm less, I, I heard you. Um, and, and see, that's what it's also about too. Like, um, having, you know, having to have gone through, you know, what you've been through, you can, you can relate to them and you can you know understand like okay 
like I like I always say, I, I mean, everybody has everybody has a story. We've all had our ups and downs, no matter who who you are, you know. So, yeah, the um, like I said, when you cover late, it's on a, a whole different level because now you're doing it from your heart. You're not just doing it just because, you know. Absolutely. And it's just different. The vibe is different. The smiles are definitely different. <laughs> and this is everything. But not only do I help with food, like even there was times in Florida where the shelter is and I haven't had a shower for let's say a week or so. And I'll go on my phone and I'll search it and I'll be okay like an hour go to such place and here goes two dollars because for some reason over there they charge people and I think it's not right but that's how Florida rolls and um they will be able to take showers or getting a hot meal or just staying the night in a shelter and they didn't have that information but I sat there and took my time and do that location like for welfare whatever and I will sit there and take my time and you know, help them in different areas. There, I mean, let me tell you that they are very lucky, very blessed to have somebody like you that that's willing to do that because there's not too many people out there like that, especially you see what's going on in the world. There's some people that's very, that have no, you know, no souls, man. They're soulless. They're, they're just cruel and so when people so when you got people that care that are there for people um that's all that's always a great thing mm-hmm. i definitely have a heart i always been like that ever since i was a teenager i had a very hard life but um i switched everything around and i'm glad that i'm with miss miss fashion global i'm a queen now and I feel as though I could do more for the community. And that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, I mean, that, that's, wow. The feel that you can actually, I think we all can do more, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, because some of yeah. us, you know, are less fortunate than others. Um, and we should be thankful for the, even the little things we have because some people have nothing. Some people That's have right. nothing. Like you said, some people don't have uh, a home, a home to live uh, to live in. I'm I'm around a lot of this too, um, because I work at a, a shelter place too. But I, it's not about me. This is about you. But I understand, like. You know, sometimes we find ourselves in these situations too. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be surprised. Like you hear Tyler Perry, I've heard, um, and I'm I'm naming celebrities that also ended up in these situations. Every like like I said, everybody's like uh, Tyler Perry. You got Steve Harvey, uh, Kelly um, Price. There's a few people that ended up in the street and they just turned their whole life around um uh-huh. and it's never too late definitely it's never it's definitely never too late as long as you're living and breathing 
you always have a second chance. Sometimes we got more than second chances. Um, I mean, if you believe, you believe. But, I mean, yeah, it's... Now- so I remember my first time that I actually helped um, somebody that was homeless. I was only like 16 years old. Wow. Um, I had left the courthouse... Um, because I was in some problems with ju- juvenile problems or whatever. And um, I asked my caseworker, why didn't she stop and help them? And she just looked at me and she was like, well, that's not my problem. Wow. And I looked over at her like, yo, you don't have no. She took me to this placement. I went in there. I grabbed a garbage bag and I just filled it up with food. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. So I filled it up. I walked out the door. The alarm done went <laughs> off. I didn't care. I walked a couple blocks from there. And I gave them the bag. And they just smiled at me. But I walked back to the placement. And they basically was like, you know what? You're in a serious problem. all this and I was like well she didn't want to help so I did (laughs) and they was like well you know what now you got to go to detention center and I ended up in another placement from there I went to detention center and they asked me why are you back I was like because I helped somebody (laughs) but it's just yeah my life just been crazy crazy and like I said I am blessed I am so happy that I completely switched around um, like I said, it's been very hard for me. But I, I see that I believe that everything is is going to take a turn for the better. And um, I, 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 I really see that you're going to probably that you're going to know that you are going to do something to really give back to the community because of what you experience and you you already doing what you've done at such a young age to help other people out um mm-hmm. and to have yeah, and to and have I'm, other people I'm sorry it's okay go ahead yeah I mean I, you know and to have other people you know help you out you know in this situation to help you you know what you're trying to accomplish as far as helping more people and so yeah well right right now I am in I don't have family here I don't have friends I'm basically in a place where it's like ghost town so everything that I do is through social media to try to get out to even help the community out and everything. Other than me, of course, being at a church and being involved in giving out food in the food pantry and stuff. Um, But I don't have anybody here. I do everything basically by myself. The only support I get from and friends is basically the votes. Other than that, I'm on my own with my kids. Well, I, I, you know, I feel that this, yeah, this is definitely, I feel this is going to change. Um, the more people hear about you and your story, 
the more people are going to be, um, I feel the more things are going to get better. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. because you, I can already, from a youth household. Wow. And yeah, it's, it's been very hard. I was that project chick with the babies (laughs) in the projects, just trying to survive. Um, ended up going to Florida. I stood out there for a while, kept going back from there to York, Pennsylvania. And when everything went down, this that's how I ended up out here in New York without nobody. Cause all my family, I, Pennsylvania, that's where I was raised at. In Pennsylvania, so you was raised in Pennsylvania, okay. Yep. Now, um, do you see yourself maybe doing a clothing line, something like, um, to give this, this is another way I see you giving back, um, with starting, you know, a program or, or something, you know, like that with the help of other people, because I, I believe that, um, a lot of people will reach out to you. Yeah, um, I was interested in doing a clothing line. Um, I actually started in Florida with like face masks with my pictures on it to promote myself. Um, I had like cups with pictures on me. On my magazines out to people and stuff like that. So I was getting the word out. Um, But I definitely, I know one day I'm going to be my own boss and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna just have my own little store and just move how I'm supposed to be moving. Right now I've been a little stuck because everything, how it went down. But um, other than that, I know I'm gonna make it. If I already made it this far, it's nothing. Yeah, I I definitely see that. You have a lot to positive, like, um, you definitely have a lot to offer. And this is in, this is, and this is what we need more of. We need more of this. You know, know what's crazy that my health is not 100%. Um, I am epileptic seizures. My memory is not that good. Um, and regardless of my health issues, I stay trying and I never give up the flashing. Sometimes when I do photo shoots bother me, but I try my best. And when I look at the pictures, I'm like amused because I'm like, no matter what obstacles just get in my way, no matter how many things I've been through, I still put up a smile. you know deal with it even though at the end of the photo shoot I'm like oh my god I can't really see you know my heart's racing and stuff like that but oh lord at the end it's all worth it you know I'm not a preacher but I ask (laughs) I ask the lord to give you strength 
Thank and you. he knows he he knows your heart. And I know that he's going to make this situation right for you. And you are going to be, and you are going to share share your story with more people. And this is going to um, inspire people to to do you know well. And I I see great great things happening for you. I'm not a psychic mm-hmm. either. Because of yeah. what you're telling me now, and to think, mm-hmm, and to, and to think, you said you're nervous. You have so mm-hmm. much to share. You have so. My, I'm telling you. Yeah, I am definitely a walking testimony. I have a lot. A walking blessing I mean, too. A walking blessing. Yes. Yes, I am. And it's just everything I do with love, but I really care. Oh no, I I can, I can tell. I can tell. The minute the minute you start talking, and what mm-hmm. you're telling me, you know. See, I told you I had to make this interview happen. It had to happen, and I'm so <laughs> thankful that I'm so thankful that I did, that I'm, that you know we did get a chance to talk. Yes, and because this, you know, like, why now? You have kids. Why didn't you do this when you was a teenager? And I'm like, well, we didn't have it like that. I mean, right? Like I said, like I went through a lot of abuse. I went through me being locked up. After that, um, me being on house arrest, and you know, um, and it took me basically running away. Yes, I was homeless. But little by little, I was trying to, you know, do what. And when I was three months pregnant, I had met my fiance. Um, I ended up with him for 20 years. And after that, COVID happened. So now here he's not here. Um, and we did struggle a lot. We did. We went from having our house in Orlando to living lovely to basically getting to everything taken from me. Wow. And ended up in Ohio, um, basically on the curbside with suitcases and my kids. And my kids was just looking at me like, mom, what are we gonna do? I can't feel my hands, I can't feel my feet. And I looked at them, I was like, everything's gonna be okay. And I was crying, I, was, I kept saying, sorry, sorry. Um, then I seen this lady and I stopped her and she kept going in and out of her house. She left for an hour, she came back and I was still in the corner with my kids. Wow. Up with my kids, like I only got $80, I'll give it to you. She looked at me, she said, sure, come in. And I made it out here in New York um, because a friend had helped me with a, a train ticket because I didn't have nowhere to go. Went through it with him. And now, thank God, I am in an apartment. Just me and my kids. Amen. Yes, we're lonely, but we're making it. We're making it happen. All we got is each other. That's right. And soon, soon you're going to have, you're going to have a, a lot of other people that, that care that's going to be there. Yeah. 
yes i have a lot of supporters um yeah they don't know my story probably now that they're listening <laughs> of course <laughs> hopefully um but yeah um my life definitely been difficult but all i have is my supporters and whoever my family shows me I'm not going to sugarcoat it, didn't believe in me. And to this day, they still don't believe in me. But like I said, I'm going to bring myself up, not only me, but with my kids also. And I'm not going to stop. This is just the beginning. Uh, yes, I, I believe that that is uh, 100% true. No, it's, it's, you're not done. This is definitely the beginning and I believe there's more great things to come with you in your in your kids. And I know that they're proud of you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this year my son graduates and I'm very excited. I've been pushing him because it was very hard, especially with the grieving and then having to deal with their father being gone. Um, right. But I was in every football game. <laughs> every baseball game I was there um I made and I know they appreciate me for that because a lot of moms wouldn't do that and I made sure that was there and I was okay Tony can't be here so I'm here don't worry about it (laughs) right but yeah I'm always here for them I'm still a little nervous. <laughs> um, there's no, definitely no need for you for you to be nervous. Um, you are telling you are telling your story and more. Mm-hmm. I it's this is definitely it's definitely not what I expected. But then again, you never know. I've interviewed I've interviewed a lot of people. But you, you just never know. And I hope yeah. that I hope that a lot of people get a chance to hear your story. When you know, when people are ready to to give up, and no, you just keep going. Because, like I said, you have so much to offer. Because there's a lot of other women out here, a lot of just people that are just going through a lot. So, mm-hmm. and that was never an option for me to give up. I kept going, and I know if I could do it, anybody could do it. And I know I'm not the only one that dealt with this. You know, I'm pretty right. sure other people dealt with this, and probably even the mine. Um, all I could say is pray and keep doing what you got to do, and just do like just move. What just do what your heart tells you because if I would have just listened to my mind and I would have stood in Orlando it would have been very crazy out there because I don't have nobody out there everything's highways and stuff and I am very thankful that my friend at least even though things went wrong helped and got me here and I got roof over my head I got food so this definitely was a blessing well, always listen to your heart and do what you got to do. Right. 
I'm not going to keep you very long. And I, again, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for taking this time to, to do this interview with me. Um, where would you like to see yourself in five years from now? Uh, um, I have a friend out there. She's Egyptian. She's also a model. And she keeps telling me, girl, you got to come out here. <laughs> and I definitely want to, I want to be out there. I want to do more shoots. I want to help more. I want to be involved, even if I have to do acting. Like I said before, um, mm-hmm. I want to be able to sing and stuff and, um, my granddad always said I was going to be the next Selena. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. so you sing too? You sing too? Like I said, I haven't sung in little. Yes, I yes. haven't sung in so long. Um, I kind of put everything aside with everything going on. But I'm going to start again. And hopefully maybe next time you hear me sing. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait. I'm telling you, I can't wait for that. There's, I know there's way more to you than, <laughs> so yes, it will, you know, it'll be my pleasure to have you back on here, you know, us talk, you know, us doing an interview. Um, it was a blessing. Oh, thank you. You're a blessing. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Um, what does, what does, um your name stand for because that's a very unique name i don't have no idea (laughs) (laughs) that's okay i'm not even gonna lie um at first i really thought it was because my dad's ex her name was ida yes and her mom's mom's name was i um hold on a sol and it kind of goes together so ida so that's what I was thinking. But he says no. Um, my mom says that it actually came from my grandmom's daughter. Um, she had a daughter back in the day that was in a lot of food or whatever. They struggled a lot in Puerto Rico. And um, she lost like three kids. Um, wow. That, but um, one of them, her name was Zoraida. And she tells me stories how she used to collect um, coffee and how she was getting, um, what is that called? Like sugar, sugar canes or whatever. Um, so she got a lot, I mean, a lot of stories that she said they really struggled a lot. So it's like, I'm kind of breaking a curse in my family. And yeah, like, and that's why I said, I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna come. Hmm. Amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um yes, I will not I will not keep you much longer, even though um yeah, we'll save some of the questions for the next time because I'm pretty sure you're gonna have a lot more to talk about. Um yeah. You given great advice. Uh, you told your story. You talked about your, you know, the modeling. Um, so, where can people reach you at? There's your platforms, social media platforms. Um, 
So my Instagram is zmoneybag2000. Um, as for my magazines, you can always reach mfg.nj.pa. It's a link in his um bio, his bio for people that are wanting to buy um the magazine and stuff. Like I said, um, it's not only for this year. Last year I was on there too. So if you're if you want to check it out, that's where you go. Great. You have any shout outs you want to give? Or... Um, yeah. My daughter in Pennsylvania, her name's Alexandra. Um, doing her thing, you know. Um, so she's not living with me. Okay. And I'm very sad because of that because I like all of us together. But you know how it right. is. They grow up and just want to do their Oh, thing. yeah. I know. I got... I got kids. I definitely know how that is. Uh-oh. And a lot of people look at me like, you have four kids and you got a 19-year-old? Yes. <laughs> right. No, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> I, have da- I have daughters. I have daughters. I have one son and three daughters. Yeah. None of them are babies anymore. Well, they're always going to be our babies, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Always. I'm like, did you eat? Did you do this? Did you do that? Yes, mom. I'm not a baby no more. Yes, you're my baby. Exactly. Yeah. But I like to thank you very much for your time. And I hope that we get a Oh, definitely. I hope that we get a chance to talk again. Again, I want you to say your name for me, and the next time I I swear I'm, I'm I promise I'm, I'm gonna learn I'm gonna learn your name. Zoraida, 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 Zoraida. So yeah, yes, like Rida, you know, Zoraida, Zoraida. And see, that's how I was wanted to say it, but I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to mess up. Yeah, my friend, she don't like saying Zoraida. She be like, what's up, Rida? <laughs> Zoraida. Yeah. So I thank you and can uh, continue success. Keep telling your, you know, telling your story and don't be shy because you got so much that you can share with a lot of women, younger, younger women and younger ladies and just people in general. Because so I wish you continued success and yes we will talk again we definitely will talk again um thank you very much well thank you and I hope like I said that everybody hears me out if I could do it because there's nothing out here that's just gonna be impossible you could do anything that's right All right. well thank you and have a blessed night you too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Wow. Wow. Just wow. This um. This is a special interview for so many reasons. You just never know who you're gonna talk to. You just never know. I am going to end the show. You know what I say at the end of the show. Stay blessed. Stay positive. Remember to always let your loved ones know you love them. 
because tomorrow is not promised to no man, woman, or child. On that note, I want to say peace out. Stay tuned for the show tomorrow. I got another guest with me. Another, actually an artist. So stay tuned for that. Zoraida. Zoraida Montalzo. Mo. You know what? I'll learn it. And um, I want to wish her continued success. And this is not the last time that me and her are going to have an interview. And that's it. Stay tuned for the show tomorrow. That's it. I'm out, y'all. One. What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Tonight, I got a special guest with me. He goes by the name of, this is a very unique name. I'm telling you that right now. Um, it's called, uh, She Hates The Con. Am I saying this right? I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you're good. Oh, we're we're, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna go back to that. <laughs> we're definitely gonna go back to that. Um, this is this this is when it you know this is music. This is what we do. We you know we come up with creative ideas. But um, when did you first start doing music? Like who? Right, do that. So. Like who would? Sorry. What? Like, uh, when did you first start doing music? Like, who was your influence? Who were your influence off of that? Does it run in the family or, um, when did, when exactly did you start doing music? So I'd say like, yeah, like it definitely runs in the family. Like on my grandma's side, like her father was um, a musician and, uh, he played in a band with a quite some famous people so like I feel like it definitely uh, stems from family but I uh, I don't know I think it was probably about like six or seven years old like I grew up in Osborne wow and my grandmother yeah so there was like you, you know how it is on Osborne there's a lot of a uh, lot of live bands and whatnot and like every night on the weekends my uh, my mom and grandma would bring me down there and there'd be like live bands playing and everything and I was like I don't know I was super interested in it so, yeah, and then I didn't start, like, experimenting with my own music until, like, about grade nine, my uh, my buddy in high school. Wow. Time, like, he went to his house because he would, like, produce beats and whatnot. And uh, he was, like, making this beat, and he wrote some lyrics to it, and he wanted me to, like, record that. So I recorded it, and we posted on SoundCloud and whatnot. I wasn't expecting anything, but it um, actually went decent for my first song like a lot of people i'm like around like the school and whatnot they're like yo like this sounds it sounds pretty hype you should keep doing it so i was like all right and then like grade yeah like nine throughout like grade 12 like i was like kind of not like super serious about it and whatnot so i was kind of like doing a song like every couple months and whatnot i wasn't and so when i turned 18 i met um, the guy I work with the most right now, Hikiwad, uh, he was uh, he was a producer as well. And um, the time I met him, like I was really stuck in a rut with music, and I didn't really feel myself going anywhere. And I was like telling him, like I don't know, we're super close friends at the time, so 
I was like, yeah, like, I don't really want to continue with this. And he kept, like, pushing me and whatnot. Like, this, this guy's, like, super good. And he'd, like, send me, like, 15 beats a day trying to get me to do music. And then eventually I was like, okay. Wow. With that, with him and whatnot. And it was going well, yeah. It was going really well. And oh, that's then, cool. Yeah. Uh. And then, yeah. Do you... Then, yeah, um... Uh-huh. Do we start? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Yeah, um, yeah, no. We, uh, yeah, so I feel like um, he's definitely the reason why I still continue to do this. And then, like, down the road, I'd say, like, I didn't. And I'd say, like, those three years that I was doing music, like, I didn't take it serious until um, I'd say about, like, this year, I started, I'm like, I was getting a lot of reactions from like not just family or friends like friends of friends and stuff like a lot of people were like playing my music and whatnot and I was like okay hey, I'm gonna start taking this serious and whatnot and it's just uh yeah like I've been experimenting with like a lot of genres and like I before I'd make music like every once couple months like I said but like now like even on work night I'm making like two or three songs a night like I'm pretty dedicated to this now so yeah what how have you done any shows? What have the shows been like? Have they real um Yeah, how how the how are those going? Are those going great or have you have you done any shows? No, I've actually uh, I've never done a show yet. I'm I'm hoping to get into Oh, you definitely need like to. A, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm hyped for that. Like I'm I'm trying to get into something like uh you call it a pyramid cur- Carabat, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know the second word, but it's like pyramids. So a lot of uh, a lot of local artists go there to uh, perform and whatnot. I actually just shot him a message today because like wow. released this recent album, and I'm trying to get some stuff going with that at a at a venue. Wow. Now, where where are you originally? Where are you originally from? Like, where was I born? Yes, yes. Yeah, go let the people because uh, the li- listeners need to know that definitely. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I might have cut you yeah. off a little. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no, you're good, man. No worries. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was born here in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, my mom was born here as well, and uh, cool. but my dad, he was born in Dominica actually, and then he uh, he moved here, met my mom, and then here I am making music. So, which is cool. Yeah, y'all. Yeah. Definitely a vers- versatile artist. You have all you have different type of um, styles. I mean, well, how would you describe? How would you describe your yeah, music? Yeah, mm, like genre wise, or yes, yes. I mean, genre wise, all you know. However, you however however you, you know you see it because I I I listen to your um, your your album fair to yeah. say right eight reasons why right that's the name that's the name of it right yeah yeah um so yeah i hear um i hear everything i hear i hear um little rap little pop little which is this is all great it just shows that like you're an you're an artist obviously I think on one of the songs yeah. you said you're not a rapper, and I said, "Hmm, am I right?" <laughs> but, 
or did I? Yeah, no, I, I just said it was, it was, um, it was, I was incorporating some, some wordplay because I said these, uh, these, you know, don't stand a chance, but no, I'm not a rapper, you know, like Chance the Rapper? Oh, yeah, you're right, 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 right. Oh, word, right, no, got you, got you, got you. And I, I'm, you know, but I'm like, I know, yeah, I know that part, but I'm like, is he, you know, obviously the wordplay, but I'm like, is he really yeah. saying it? Because, yes, I do, because I do look at you as more than just a rapper, because yeah. you have, because you, you, like you said, you have, like, you're going, like, you have different styles, like genres, genre, genre-wise, different you know you can like you can play you can play your music like anywhere you know or yeah you know i appreciate that yeah you know or you know different genres can can uh relate to it can listen to it you know maybe it's people that may not be too much into rap but they hear you like because you gotta you gotta do like a singing voice and then you're doing the rap thing so I mean, which is nowadays, you know, whatever talent you have, it's like you have to, you, you should use it. You know what I mean? Because that's what's, that's, you know, once people see that, you know, I, I know there's pro- a lot more to come, but I'm just listening to this like, wow. Um, I heard this, he's, you know, this different style right here. I heard this style here. Um, but then there's the different genre styles, you know. Yeah. What is what is your uh Oh, I, I didn't even give you a chance to, <laughs> to answer that question. What is, you know, how would you describe, you know? And, and I mean if it's I don't know if that's hard a question for you to ask, but um that's that's I mean, that's fine. I mean because it's Wait. Which question is it? Sorry, it was uh, uh, cutting out a bit. Oh yeah, it was um, how would you describe your, you know, your style? Mm, so uh, my music. style is like, I don't know, like when I'm doing music, I like to like switch it up and whatnot. Like first, like when I first started music, like I was doing like hard and I liked it. Like I've made some, made some pretty hard trap songs and like it, it fit me because like I kind of, I don't know, I kind of grew up around that a lot so i was like yeah like this fits me but i feel like i had to really find my vocal tone and like just recently in these past months like i started like doing some like melodic rap singing right like i really like this so like i'd say that like my main main genre that like from the heart that i come from the heart is probably like um came out this year it's like some uh some newer jazz house music wow like i've been like getting those yeah i've been like getting those type of beats because they have like a really good bounce to them a good feel i feel like it's like something you could play when you're in a bad mood or something you could play when you're at the club getting with the homies or something so i've been like i don't know i just yeah i experienced or, sorry experiments a lot but that's uh that's definitely probably what i'm gonna stick with i'm still gonna experiment with like m- like other songs like i've done like man i've made like punk rock music was a couple times about making country songs but yeah no i think uh i think my main genre is probably like melodic singing and rap i guess i mean it definitely it definitely um it's definitely cool to listen to is it's definitely you know 
good music what you're what you're doing so i mean yeah i mean how what is your write, writing process like how do you come up with the how do you okay, come so up with the songs i'll put on instrumental i'll like you've heard of scatting before right like i've kind of learned it from uh the way that Biggie did it with whatnot, how he'd like... Oh, yeah, definitely. Like these tones over... Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he, he'd use tones over beat and then, like, films with, like, lyrics and whatnot. Uh, I'll put on a beat, like, uh, and whatnot, and then if I like that beat, I'll put it into uh, into the DAW, into FL Studio, give my mic... Use the punch in it, for I don't some, have them written down. Oh, you don't. So you don't write them. You don't. You don't. You don't. Um, Not. Wow. No, I don't. Uh, I, yeah, I don't like. I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I write. Like if I really want. Uh, like for example, like if I'm writing like a, a love. With like the same like topic, then like I'll write most of it. Like I'll write a chorus or something, or usually like I'll still like freestyle the chorus and then like I'll write the verse and whatnot. But like for the most part, like I'm just I'm punching in and like I'll freestyle two to four bars, and if I don't like it, I'll cut it out, do something else, and if I like it, then yeah, as yeah, that's usually my process for it. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, that's, uh, man, I only, like I, like I said, only a few, you know, only a few people can really do that like that where, um, they, they don't have to write, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's um, definitely a, an acquired skill, but. So it's def that's definitely cool that you can do that. Um, one of my favorite songs by you so so far you know i like all of them but um all dogs yeah. go to heaven i like that i like that one and it's another one love freestyle love freestyle am i saying it right um yeah it's it's definitely you definitely you definitely gotta um i i would say do sh when you get a chance to definitely yeah. do okay. shows do some shows because um keep putting out the good music of course and i've yeah, seen that you also have a music video to 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 that song too as well right yeah. to um so you already have you have your own style you have your you know we made uh, my content I love that. oh yeah it's it's great um now I'm gonna get to the name because I'm curious to how you how you came up with your name, and a lot of people are gonna want to yeah. know that. Um, how did how did you come about, you know, coming up with this name? Yeah. So, oh man. So it started back in like, like I've had a couple names since I started me. So like my first name was uh, just Beacon, and. That's when I made that first song I was talking about with uh, with my uh, my homie in grade nine. Right. Um, I don't I don't ex like I was gonna C O N. Like, um, I don't know how like we we're messing around with like a letter in front of con and then B kind of just so I went by 
long. Like a lot of people still call me just be calm by short. And then um yeah, like my music heavily inspired by like Juice World Up Hmm. This star I saw like you know, V Con the kid that, you know, it's it's uh, for some reason it's coming up uh just a little broken up. Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Uh oh, we might have lost. I might have lost them. These things happen, though. You, you already know that you listen to my show. You know sometimes that we have those tip technical difficulties. But um, I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna see if I can get them back, back on. So y'all bear with me. See if I can get them back. Yeah, this um hope everybody's doing great as always. I like to thank the listeners for tuning in to the show. But I'm gonna try to get a hold back to him because you know we gotta keep this going show going, you know what I mean? So yeah, just bear with me. Bear with me, bear with me. Matter of fact, I'll be right back. Y'all uh keep it locked. You're tuned into the new Del C show. Hello. Can you can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. I got her on. I got AQ on, y'all. Um, listen. Yeah. This is the Del C Show, and I'm your host, Del C. I have a special guest with me on the phone. He's been on the show um, a few times, but it's been a long time. She's She has a lot of great things going on. Uh, she has shows. She has her EP that's been out, uh, Beautiful Scars. She has a single out right now called um, Let Me. Man, there's so many. First of all, there's so many things that she has going on, right? Um, but please welcome to the show, Arabian Queen. How hey. are you doing? <laughs> it's your girl AQ. You already know the vibes. I'm doing so good. Um, definitely, you know, a year, about a year, it's been a big difference. There's a lot that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? So it's a vibe for real on my on my on my um, side here. So. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Um, you you've been doing a lot of shows. I'm trying to like, um, ooh, wait a, uh, because I mean, um, <laughs> but you've also had the pleasure of um, eating little Z, Millsies, Jada Kiss, um, few people, right? You know I mean this um, terminology recently? Um, Yes, but you you yes. have been yeah you have been uh yeah you you've been keeping busy you've been on your grind you've been you know from the last time we spoke i'm i'm like i said i'm very happy i'm very happy for you i'm thank very you, happy for you, you. Yes, um, absolutely but how i mean how do you ma- how do you manage to to um 
balance your singing career, your music, you know, your music career, right. your job, and your kids and your, fa- you know, your family. How do you manage to to balance that? Because it could be tough. I, kn- I know it could be tough. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. There's challenges behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, first and foremost, you know, it's like you got to sit down and you got to strategize literally everything. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a single mom or a single father doing this and you're in the music scenery, modeling scenery or whatever it is. So it's a lot. You got to really strategize you know, um, a good support system. You know what I mean? Somebody you trust around the kids. So that way you're capable of going to these radio interviews, you know, photo shoots, music videos, studio time, um, you know, all these other things, shows and stuff like that. So, you know, it's a lot of time to put into this. There's a lot of money to put into this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I always look at it as, you know, um, I look at it as like, you're mapping this whole thing out on, you know, on a paper. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, right. it, 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 it's mentally, it gets to you. But it, it also, it's challenging, but it, it tests you at the same time if you're capable of handling this. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, I always say, like, persistence over resistance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my thing. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, I, definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, you have... You have a show coming on with it just uh, October 21st. Wow. Um, a show with Davey. <laughs> it's not oh, a show. I... I'm, not, I'm not performing. It's actually a, oh, okay. an event. Okay. Yeah, it's an event. It's a, it's a cosmopolitan dispensary. So I'm going to be over mm-hmm. there. Dave Vies is going to be over there. Um, shout out to Exit Fame, who's going to be over there. So I'm going to be around, you know, some celebs and shit like that. So it's, it's going to be a vibe tomorrow. So I'm, I'm very excited, networking, you know what I mean? Just getting down to business type shit. So. Well, that, you know, that's very important, too. And you, you, you've been, I mean, you've been doing that a lot, too, the networking. Because, you know, and then also you featured on a, on a few people's um, music videos as well, right? Yes, I did. I had a little cameo. Um, I was actually on Millie's music video um, for Violet Skies. So y'all definitely want to tap in. I'm on there about maybe like three times and stuff. And I, it, it, it shocked me because I didn't expect none of that. You know what I mean? So for that to just happen. And then I had about that same night that music video dropped. Um, I had about a solid 21 people that hit me up were like, AQ, you're on Millie's music video. And I wasn't even aware. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody was like, oh, right. go look at his music video. He just dropped called Violet Skies. I was like, okay. And then when I went to go watch the whole thing from beginning to end, I was on there three different times. I'm like, wow. I'm like, that's, that's lit. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, you know what it is? I just think, by you being out there yeah these things are happening for you in order for you i mean in order for you to get there you know to get that attention and to be you know be a uh, part of something or be participate in stuff as you do you do have to be out there and mm-hmm. you've definitely you've definitely you know so this didn't just happen by chance you're putting in the work and right, people right. are recognizing you you know mm-hmm. a lot of people are recognizing you you know it's just I'm like, wow, I from from the day 
uh, interviewing you. I mean, you could, I can already see it. You know, I can already see it because your, 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 your drive is, is insane in mm. a good way. Like mm. you, yep. you go hard, you go hard, you know, yes, I'm like, wow, she's over. Uh, one minute I was like, she's over here doing the show over here. She's over there. She's yeah. doing modeling over here. Um, <laughs> photo shoot over here. Uh, video over here. Um, event over here I'm yes. like yeah but it's just it's not in one city it's like you're all over like the, um, yes. were you part of the coast to coast um, I, I don't want to did you perform you did a performance right over there right um, what city was that that city was um, um Done. There was a lot of shows, so it's like I know. <laughs> trying right, to think, right. it's like, oh man, I gotta reflect real quick. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with it too. I'm like, okay, because I I want to bring this up, but I'm like, there's so many things that's going on, so many things yes. that you've been a part of, you know, that you performed that. Um, yes, absolutely. I'm I must have, to be honest with you, I just been being booked shows left and right. I might have. You know what I'm saying? Between Manchester. Um, I actually got a show out there next month in Manchester. And then I got to fly out to Ohio in December wow. for a showcase out there. So I'm really getting, you know, my name out there. This is the second time Ohio's requested me to perform out there. So shout out to them and all the love that they got for me. I'm going to be back over there. And I can't wait. It's exciting, you know. That's cool. Um, yes. So... Tell me about your most recent single. Well, you know what? Let's start off with Beautiful Scars. Let's start out with that because that's your first, that's your baby, right? That's like your first, um, your EP or that, you know, as far as I know. Yes. So that was my recent EP that was just recently dropped. I want to say about three months ago. It's called Beautiful Scars. It's literally on all platforms. I felt like dropping a little like something that kind of you know identifies myself as a person behind being Arabian Queen so I I put I put some you know some flavor into that little EP um so I got like three music videos out of that EP that's also on YouTube so definitely want to check it out um especially the song Faithful that's on there um um what is it? Too late. That's one of the songs too. That's um, yeah, <laughs> yep. That's on there too. And then I'm currently working on my album that's going to be about wow. 14 tracks. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. 14 tracks. Yeah. 14 tracks. Seven different features with a bunch of you know some really dope artists and stuff. A couple celebrity artists that I can't speak on right now, but. Is a lot, of, and that album is going to be dropping next year. And the reason why it's going to be dropping next year is because I'm putting a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of work into this behind the scenes for this amazing album. I do have mm-hmm. a title that's already picked out, but I'm not going to announce it until after New Year's. So it 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 means a lot to me for this, you know, album to come out. Beautiful Scars, the EP was like a pre-album of being prepared for my album that's dropping for next year. So it's got some energy on there. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. You definitely, listen, listeners, you definitely need to check check her um, EP out. And I can't wait till the album comes out. 
Yeah, yes. I knew I know you got some stuff in store for us. So when I, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'll let you. I mean, thank you for that. Just giving me that little bit of exclusive, you know, just that information, and Absolutely. we'll go from there. You know, when the time comes, I can't wait to hear it. Um, Absolutely. Yes, and I also just recently dropped a music video um, towards the end of the summer. So I definitely, definitely want to tap in with that. It's called Let Me. Um, the song has already dropped um, a few months ago, but I I wanted to make that music video come out this year because I felt that it, it just gave that summer energy, so I had to do it. You know what I'm saying? But that's definitely out on YouTube. It just recently dropped a couple months ago as well. Um, last I heard, it was at 1.5K views in the matter of three weeks and that was that's wow. big you know what i'm saying for somebody oh, yeah, that definitely. is just starting you feel what i'm saying and that's just natural views that's nothing else so um so you know i i clearly got some genuine supporters out there you know and i appreciate all of them like 100 <laughs> percent um i also i'm gonna be having a new music video that's gonna be coming as well I, I'm okay. booked about five. Yeah, I'm booked with um, five different photo shoots that's also going to be released and stuff. So I'm really busy behind the scenes and everything like that. So, yeah. So catching my time is is, is, is kind of hard because it's like, dang, trying to get through to me. It's like I got to, you know, schedule my time. You know what I'm saying? And split my time for these interviews or absolutely everything else. You know what I'm saying? Never mind I, being a mom and having my mm -hmm. regular day job and everything like that. So it's a lot of work behind the scenes, splitting my time here, there, and everywhere for real. Right. Um, how mm -hmm. do your kid? How do your kids feel about their, you know, their mother, their mother <laughs> out here doing the music? How did? How did? How do they feel? I've seen them in the music on one of your music videos. They look like they were having a lot of fun with their mother because you yes. spend a lot of you spend real time with your, you know, kids. You spend that time with them. Um, yes no absolutely um they feel they feel good like they proud of me honestly they're like mom you're really out there doing it i'm like yeah like and then you know they discuss about me sometimes in school with their friends and everything so it's like a little more exposure just from kids knowing oh my i got a friend at school their mama a music artist and a model you know <laughs> wow so, that's cool it's cool cute. it's cute yeah my kids they worry for me though when I get when I'm out there. Every time I got a, like an event or a show or a photo shoot or anything, anything little, you know, to something big, you know, they tell me all the time before I leave to an event or out of town. They tell me they're like, you know, mom, we worry about you sometimes. Like we get nervous for you. I'm uh, like, mom, be good. You know what I'm saying? So just knowing that they support me a lot, but they also care about me too because they 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 don't want anything bad to happen to me when I'm out there. You know what I mean? So. But they feel good, though. They love it. They love the whole aspect of it. You know, I bring them behind the scenes with me with, you know, with these photo shoots, studio Oh, that's time, so cute. That's so cool. Music videos. You know what I'm saying? So they get a feel for what it is. Because I want my kids to be able to be like, you know, um, I want to be like my mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? She go above right. and beyond with herself. Like, she See, becomes anything... a higher version of herself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. See, anything is possible. Absolutely. If you just even believe and work hard. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even, yeah, absolutely. Even being a mom, you could still do it. It don't change nothing. And that's, that's oh, no. one thing I want to bring in the whole New England 
you know, setting mm. and everything and the music scenery and the modeling scenery. Like, even if you're a mother, you could do this. But I'm going to show y'all a single mother of me with four kids that I could do this. Y'all could do this, too. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I want y'all to follow my footsteps and really, you know, really follow me, like, for real. You know? Speaking of, um, now, if I can, you know, bring this up, um, you, you have a great bond with two two um you know very talented um you know women too you know y'all y'all have this uh great bond with each other how did that you know come about with um with lay and um your main regret how did how did that come about i mean this this is with you know with things being so you know Sometimes, it, it, you know, I'm seeing a lot of beautiful things happen anyways, you know, with the, yeah. with the sisterhood. It wasn't always like that. So how did, how did that come about? How did that come about where the three of you, you know, I'm like, man, this is this is good. Like, I'm watching. Yeah. I'm watching, y'all. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching everything. You know, that's, yes. that's part of what I do. Yes, it's a vibe. Um, we actually met out in Cambridge at an event. Um, it was kid friendly so my kids came out to the event and we did a little show too so they performed as well and that's how we kind of connected you know what I mean from that show out in Cambridge um, and then ever since then we was like stuck like glue like we kept contact with each other we just had that vibe with each other you know what I'm saying the other day we was not the other day but you know about a couple weeks ago we was at Terminology's birthday bash so we was networking over there and the whole nine taking all these pictures it's just it's it's always a vibe i mean we support one another hard you know what i'm saying for each other and um you know we got something coming too behind the scenes as well as far as music okay. so i can't right. wait to put that out there yeah <laughs> i'll be looking out for that i'll be looking Absolutely. out for that man Some shout out to lay oh yeah yes shout out to lay shout out to your main regret <laughs> yeah, definitely three three talented women man Y'all yes. putting it down. Y'all definitely putting it down. And I'm um, like I said, I'm very, I'm very proud of you, very happy for you. Um appreciate I wish you continue. Oh, I definitely appreciate you too for taking this time to do this interview with me. Um, I'm not gonna keep you too long, you know, because you you probably busy, but I'm mm -hmm. I thank you. Um mm -hmm. do you have do you have um I'll say this first. Uh do you where do you see yourself? in the next five years um i see a lot of things in five years um within myself you know i see me having this um clothing line of mine i see you know me really being out there like that you know being on top and i want to see everybody win is including myself you know what i'm saying and you know my name out there and really being something big and really pursuing this thing and everything um you know i see a lot i see a lot in five years you know as long as <clears throat> i stay consistent with it and everything like that um and the way that i am i'm very um i like to stay on top of things as is like it's like once i start something i just can't stop you know what i mean it's like once i oh, start yeah, i'm gonna keep going with it so i see a lot in five years anything could change you know <clears throat> Oh yeah, great a great thing. Uh, oh yeah. Yes. One one more yeah, one more question. I'm gonna let you go. I hear the think I hear the kids in the background. <laughs> you know, uh they probably want their mother to, you know, yeah. um um 
Yes, one more. Actually, where could people go to hear your music? Now, um, all your give all your your social media information so people can, you know, get in contact with you or whatever, you know, so they can mm-hmm. know more about you. Absolutely. So I'm on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and um, so for TikTok and Instagram, it's going to be Arabian with four N's and then Queen. And then for YouTube, it's Arabian Queen in one word. So you can watch my music videos and everything like that. Facebook is going to be AQ Arabian Queen. So definitely like, share, follow, whatever y'all do, subscribe and the whole bit. Yes, definitely want to tap in with your girl. I also, again, I also model. So if anybody wants to have me model for their merch, definitely tap in with me, DM me, and everything like that. And also, I just want to put it out there. If y'all do DM me on a, on anything like a feature or a photo shoot for your merch, um, just give me about a day, not even to return messages back. Because my, I'll be honest, my DMs do get packed up like hard. <laughs> hard it's like i gotta literally take an hour of my time just so i could go through my dms so that way i could get back at everybody and everything like that okay um do you have any shout outs you want to give to any oh yeah okay yes so you know first and foremost shout out to my kids for being there for me since i started day one and for their main support Shout out to everybody out there that is really feeling AQ right now. The vibe that I'm bringing right now. And there's so much more heat coming out of AQ. All right. Um, yes. Yeah, so shout out to all my fans and everything like that. Shout out to all the artists that's doing this feature with me. That's going to be a part of my album for next year. Shout out to Lay. Shout out to Yamane Regret. We are we a tight crew and I love it. And I hope it maintains, which I feel that it will maintain because we understand each other. <laughs> Um, yes shout out to everybody in general that's been around me since day one and still with me till this day much love to everybody all right y'all heard it from there you heard it from and and shout out to you thank you (laughs) thank you you. Uh, so you already know the vibes yes shout out to you thank you very much (laughs) see now you making you making me blush a little bit um but <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate it. Listen, I appreciate you because it's gonna be it's gonna get harder and harder to 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 get any kind of interview with you once you what you know once you get where you really need to be with you. But Absolutely. you 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 know, but yes. I hope you always remember Dale. You know, I hope you always remember Del C. But absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'll speak AQ, 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 AQ. All right. AQ. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will let you go, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much, and um, continue, continue success absolutely. for you, and and a shout out to you and your kids, and all. Absolutely. You know, you're going, you're on to. Bigger and better things are coming. I already know. So y'all just get ready. Y'all get ready. Just get Absolutely. ready. Get ready. There's some heat coming for real. All right, y'all. We out. All right, we out. <laughs> Peace. Peace.
What's up, what's up everybody, you're tuned in to the new Del C show And of course, I'm your host, Del C um, every, every interview I had was special Every interview was different You know, every interview was different um, And the thing is for me to, to talk about certain things So that people can know about um, them But sometimes... The come the, the the interview takes a different turn sometimes, you know, for the better. You know what I mean? When when they start opening up and they start getting comfortable talking to you, it's it's always a great it's always a great thing. You know what I mean? It's always a great thing. So I like to always thank the guests for coming on, taking the time, because there are some people that think they're just too cool to, you know, to 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 do an interview. You know what I mean? Or too big or whatever the case is where they don't do it. And, you know, sometimes you schedule interviews and sometimes it just doesn't work out. Sometimes it takes a while. But finally, you're able to put together the greatest interview ever. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're able to do that. Um, so, but I want to get into some more interviews and then some more music but um right now i'm gonna get into some more interviews so you keep it you you keep it locked and again thanks to all the people that took the time to do the interviews with me thank you thank you thank you what's up everybody you're tuned in to the new del c show and of course i'm your host del c Tonight, I got a special guest with me on the phone. He's representing Alabama. He goes by the name of, he's a hip-hop artist. He goes by the name of Swig. What's up, brother? What's going on, bro? What's going on? Oh, man. Um, uh, you know, I would say a whole lot. Yeah, I got, I got a few things going on, but um, I'm just glad. I'm just happy I'm able to finally get this interview with you, you know. I know you got a hectic, you got a busy schedule. Mine's is kind of all over the place, too. Um, the first thing, you know, I want to ask is, um, when did you first, for, when did you first start doing music? And, um, and then I'm going to get into some, some other questions. When did you, um, do you have family? Does it run in the family or, um, when did you, yeah, when did you actually start um, listening to music? And, and. I've been listening to music since I was, you know, a little bit of kid, because, you know, just growing up, my mother, she sung in the choir, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but she wasn't really like, like musically inclined as far as making music and stuff like that, but she sung in the choir, but, you know, I can remember just falling in love with music in general. As a kid, cause she would have like these tapes and stuff. She had, I remember she had a Whitney Houston first tape. I remember she had uh, Freddie Jackson. Like she had all these tapes, bro, because we used to have to clean up. And she would play <laughs> these tapes while we was cleaning up, you know what I'm saying? So that was my first, you know, hip hop. I didn't know about hip hop until I got a little, little bit older, you know what I'm saying? I remember, I remember my uncle playing Planet Rock. In his, in his Monte Carlo. Wow. You know 
I was a kid. You right. Know, I didn't fall in love with hip hop, like hip hop, until probably I was uh, maybe I'm gonna say probably about twelve, you know, ten, eight, you know, around in there, ten, twelve. And uh, you know, I just fell in love with it then. Mm. So is that okay? So once you once you started to fall in love with hip hop, when did you start? You know, doing music on your own. When did you? Uh, when did you start I, writing? Probably, man. I started writing probably. My, I would say I was a junior, in junior high. I was in my maybe sixth grade when I started reading, kind of writing. You know, it kind of started like because you know back in the day when people had singles, they had the instrumental on the other side. Oh yeah, de- definitely. Yeah. So, one of my instrumentals, my go-to instrumentals, was uh, uh, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, uh, not even on half step. It was the one Taste of Chocolate. Yeah. Taste of Chocolate. Okay. Yeah, he had. Uh, but it was a single off there, man. I used to play that tape to death, bro. Just, uh, just rap off of that. You know, back then I was ABC cat hat Right, right. But, um, but yeah, it was probably about the seventh grade when I started kind of started writing, but I didn't really start letting people know that I started rapping until probably about like my freshman year of high school. Is that, <clears throat> okay, is that, is that like when you started performing? As well, yeah, talked about Big Daddy Kane. Um, it's really not where you're from, where you're at. You heard Rock Kent say that. You being from Alabama. Now, there's there, there's there's a few artists that came out there, but it wasn't it wasn't easy as far as, right. you know, getting that exposure out of coming from out of there. Like, who influenced you to, to really, like, do this? Man, I had, like, Yeah, so then that's when we started popping. But before then, we didn't have no representation of 
like lyricists like this. You know, not from not from our region, maybe from Texas. You had like Scarface. Oh yeah, Metal. definitely. I I was gonna say the same thing. You had yeah, him. As far as lyrical representation, it wasn't it wasn't like that down here too. Like you know, like the after after the nineties when Eight Ball and JT. That was just definitely, definitely. So Nas was like my, like that's my, that's my dude, bro. Like uh, I listened to Nas and I studied him as a youngster. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, so you don't have to end everything in like one syllable, one. You know what I'm saying? So I, I studied the way he put words together, put sentences together, and it all was cohesive. You know what I'm saying? So. Definitely, I can because I can hear now because I can hear that that you're very versatile. I can I can hear that where you where you um take it from that from the East Coast. Now, some people would say back in the days or old school, whatever they they would say. But I would say the boom bap sound, which you know East Coast sound, and but you could also do like. Some of the, you know, this yeah, stuff anything, over everything. Anything. Yeah, anything I can, if I wanted to, I can rhyme over anything. But I just become, and that comes from the southern, my southernness, right? You right? Because I didn't have a like, okay, I don't have, I don't have a allegiance to every, you know, to the east or to the west, but you know, I can rhyme like them. You know, I can rhyme over beats like them. And I can also run over trap beats if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So I don't limit myself none whatsoever. I just try to make good music no matter what, you know. Right. Yeah, when I cause when I hear songs like uh Flower or Good Foot, I hear, you know, and some of the other songs you sent me, but I was just listening, you know, just listening to like a lot of your lot of like a lot of your stuff you have. Like you can, like you said, you you go, you can do any type of, any type of um, of um style, and it's when it comes to um, but it's also, but you also have like um, where it could cross over to pop, it could cross over. I said, wow, he got. I mean, he's really. I mean, you'll go to that era, but then you'll go here and like, look, I can do this too. Um. Who now? Do you do your do you do your own beats? Do you do your own um, production? Nah, nah, I wish I, I wish I did. I wish I could make beats, bro. But now nah, I got a lot of uh, different producers that I like. Go to producers. I I get some beats off of beat stars. I just sit around and listen to beats all the time, anyway. So it's like I listen to like a hundred beats before I pick one, you know, because I don't like the same kind of beat all the time so like like I was telling my partner the other day man I was like well, I, I said I don't like sounding the same 
know what I'm saying? Right, right. If I did something, if I did something last, I don't want it to sound like what I'm doing next. Cause it, it, it'll bore me to death. Like, it'll, like, cause rap can get monotonous. Yes, really yes. Monotonous. Oh, oh, yeah. do that and and the thing and are oh, you welcome and the thing is um and also too you don't i notice you really don't you really don't swear you don't really use you don't use no type of you i mean you have you say what you say but you don't so everybody can listen to it yeah you don't overdo it and um it I, like you said is um and then it's how you how you say things and um you said being said Nas being a big influence on you, and you said um, Outcasts. Um, Outcasts, they they spark my creativity because when you look at Outcasts, they're so creative. They they don't you can't really put them in the box. You know what I'm saying? No, and that's what that that's what I loved about them, man. And you know, I remember being introduced to them from my you know, to their music from my cousin. So when, when, so when, so when um, Andre 3000 said the South got something to say, I already knew what he was talking about. Right. You know, right. the, the whole Dungeon family, and even the Goody Mob. You know, they, they, the music that they put, the music they put out, like it was, it was on a whole nother level. Absolutely. Even even here in Boston, because I'm in Boston, I said, man, this is like because we didn't have no we. I mean, it really <laughs> it really was New York at the time because right, right. because us, we were we were not we were not hating on on on. the You know, you had a few people, all these people from the south. And I'm just like, man, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, at that time it was. And I and I rap with cats in New York. I was in a group with the guys from New York. Had a record deal with the guys. Wow, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? So you know, at that time New York didn't think they do mistake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd say. I said, I exactly. It could have been Philly. It could have been West Coast, down south. They didn't care because they was the best. And they still the mega. You know, they, they still the mega. Like, they still the, the golden, you know, for the golden era. They still the best for the part. But hip hop is everywhere. You know what yes, I'm it is. And it, you can't stop it, bro. No, you can't. You can't. It's it's growing. I mean, what what do you you know think of the state of hip hop right now? Um, mm. as far as the mainstream goes, and you know, it's oh, it's a little That's different. I don't listen to the radio period. I don't listen to no mainstream hip hop to be honest. Like, uh, 
I like. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I like wrong streets. I like, you know, I like cats that don't get all the shots. You know what I mean? But just dope. But so, just get, yeah, yeah. But just yeah. get that recognition. Everybody yeah. know about them, but they're not like, they're yeah. not like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think the current state hip hop mainstream, it is what it is. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be filtered toward the zombies. You know what I'm saying? So what I mean by that is like the, the masses, they just want popular stuff. Yeah. They don't care about. They don't really care about what sounds good outside of the popular stuff. So, but, you know, there are, like, people that's looking for good music, whether they be young or old, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are out there looking for good this. music from artists, bro. They, they're not really caring about popularity. And it's lots of people. It ain't just, you know, it ain't, it ain't a small percentage. It's lots of people. Right. Because I think, yeah, everybody, I think they want to, they, they want to hear they want to go back to hearing the good feel good music they want to yeah. go back to hearing that with with people say and it's still there obviously you you and a, and a lot others uh, there's so many out there male female groups every everything it's just not getting a, getting a chance they're not really getting a chance to really be heard like that and yeah. have a platform um now what when okay going back to that like um krs1 i don't know if you um when he uh talked about the grammy situation um about them not why he just why he chose not to go on there because he said they never really respected hip-hop you know um why why he didn't want to you know why did you wait until now to, to how do you I mean how do you feel about where he's uh, where he's coming from about that I mean you know I feel like he got the right to do what he feels you know what I'm saying like who am I to, you know like that's KRS1 you know he wanted exactly. to kill him, you know exactly. what I'm saying so I don't I don't fault him for feeling that way because they did you know I mentioned in one of my songs that Jazz Jeff the Fresh Prince was the first first rappers to win the grant you know what I'm saying? Exactly, yes. And, and I remember so, that. Yeah, so they skipped over everybody else and went to them because they were more, you know, they were more, like, for the eye. They, they was they was more digestible to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, I can't fault him for that. And he feel like he feel, and I respect it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, the Grammys, I never really, I never really, like, uh, I don't, the Grammys is, is a show that I really don't pay attention to at all. You know, you know no, I don't. I don't think they, they speak. Hold, yeah, they don't hold any weight in the pocket. No. Yeah. So not at I, all. Yeah, but I respect him, and I respect what he what he said. Oh yeah, dude. Do, do I mean? Do you feel like the other artists? should have went out they should have went out there and did. i mean every because everybody have their difference uh, they felt that they was representing hip-hop and those were those were some good artists that performed there i mean i don't really i'm not really a big fan of the grammys either you know but i wanted to see what was going on you know what was going on and um yeah nah nah um i think they should have went out there i think you know gonna have people that feel a certain way about it and certain ways they don't feel about it you know 
I'm saying? But I still think it needs to be represented. And the people who did go out there, they did a good job because I saw Will Smith man that brand new funk. That brand new funk. That's that's yeah, that song. That mine's too. Mine's yeah, too. Like, By Jazzy like, Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh yeah, they. That was always. I'm like. Uh, y'all bring up summertime a lot, and, but I said, did y'all forget the brand new funk? Did y'all forget? Yeah. Get down. Get, get, get. Oh, come on, man. Man. But, uh, yeah, I think it needs to be, you know, some people that's, that's staying for it and some people that don't, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, we need representation anyway. No, we do. I contradicting myself, but you need a, you need the yin and the yang. You know? No, you 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 have to have that. You have to yeah. have that. You know, and as far as like today's music, like a lot of a lot of this stuff, man, uh, like the sexy reds and a lot of this drill music and stuff, it's just promoting uh, ratchetness to the black community, bro. Like, right? And it and like I don't know what it is with, with black people and us, our culture. Like, we think it's cool to be. Ratchety, and, uh, and it's a time and place for that. You know Absolutely. What I mean? like, but you ain't got to be this full 24-7. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a time and place for that. You know, I get it. But everything that, that, that you put out, like, say, for instance, a sexy red or, or somebody like that, and they put... It's, it's, you, you shoot propaganda to the young women, bro. They doing, uh, they doing the young black women just like they did us in the 90s. Absolutely, you know, and what I, what I mean by that, they doing, they doing just like they gave us, like, uh, like, uh, you know, crack era rap, you know, all that was was to help us up to feed us and to get into the prison system. Yeah, <clears throat> there was, um, they definitely talked about that and and that secret meeting. I know you know about that. This is what they was talking about. They want them to put out that type of music, you yeah, know. Exactly. Um, and that's what the dudes put out any type of music talking down, talking down about women or talking about deaths and guns and murder and crack and whatever, you know what I'm saying? If I do touch on stuff like that, it's more political. Absolutely. And that's, that's, I mean, the, the, the where, um, the Chuck D's and the, uh, X-Clans and you had yeah. groups like that, that did that. And the mission was for to, for them to stop all the polit- of political people like that, the, um, the yep. one that's giving awareness is to shut them down and bring yep. the ratchetness exactly. is coming back. Yep, exactly. But, and I can't say this about the nineties, even though we had our stuff too, but we but we had more of a balance too. Yeah, we did. We did. There was a balance. Yeah, we had our, you know, we had our two lives, but we also had a poor righteous teacher. Yes, you yes, know? we did. Exactly, that you could appreciate, you know, because yeah. they still brought the lyrics, but they just have fun doing it. And, yeah. you know, when I look at even going back a little further with Udini and those type yeah. of those type of artists, and yeah, it was about fun. That's why I, I think I spoke to somebody today and said, this music right now is not hip hop. They need to give it another category um, because... Then, then the elements, you know, the the, the graffiti artists, the break dances, the the um, 
DJ in the, the MC, but with that came love. With that came love. It wasn't talking about yep. glorify, glorifying violence. If they talked about it, it was like, okay, I might have done this, but I'm not doing this no more. I'm telling you, right, this right. is wrong. Or, or it was in a story to help learn. Exactly. You know what I'm it wasn't just like, I'm going to spend the block on my house. I'm going to spend the block. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you tell it on yourself in these songs, get yourself caught up in recall charges. Oh, see, exactly. That's going to set set this up on this right here. When uh, Fat Joe said 95% of his raps <laughs> is not real. and we, But we already know this. We knew this. Yeah, yeah but, I, but I don't believe that. But I think he said that because of the RICO law. But I don't know how you feel, but he said that publicly. He's like, I want y'all to know, like, I don't hope y'all don't stop looking at my my music. <laughs> Joe was wild. Joe was wild. He said it himself, even in even in his book. Oh yeah, Pun was walking around with guns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Matt up stuff. Because I felt like back in the day, man, we had more storytelling. Yeah, we did. Because we, you know we absolutely do. We it did. Hard to distinguish between what was real and what was fake. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because it sounded good because they came from that cloth. But now these guys are really saying what they're doing. And they yes. Yeah. That with that trail music. No, it's drill music. Not trail music. Yeah, drill. Drill music. Right. Yeah, he was good. He was good. He was really good. He had he was He was. He could do it all. He could do it all. And there was there was more to come from him. Uh, you know. More good, you know, fifty coast. Yes, they've been doing this for forever, man. Um, yeah, but and there is a there's a like uh, a lot of younger artists that's that's super dope. Uh, like uh, I've been listening to a lot of JID. Um, JID, I heard I heard some good things about him. I have not heard his I haven't heard his music yet. I gotta I gotta listen. Yeah, you gotta listen to that. Yeah, that kid is great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Definitely could happen. The right people yeah. get together. Like I'm, I, I can't, can't wait to hear this. That you know what you're working on. Um, but I know you got something out now, and I want to talk about that. But how does it feel to have? I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your pokes. You know, from the beginning, and I see Luke Fiasco giving you props, Rod Digger, and. Havoc from Mob Deep. Now these are some big names for for, for, for me and you and a lot of us that yes, yes. look up to all all three of those artists. How does that feel to have them co-signing you saying, yo, check this 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 um this guy's music out? Yeah, it's 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 it
Swig's music out. Feel good, bro, because I was a real big Mozzie fan growing up. Lupe uh, is one of my one of my favorite artists because I feel like he is so diverse. Absolutely. Uh, Rod Niggas is just one of the top female MCs when I sit around and think about it. I feel she don't get enough credit. I feel from like from us, we give her the credit, but I but you know what I mean. They've mentioned I, I love the, I love MC Light, love Queen Latifah, um, 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 Lady of Rage, um, who else? Yo Yo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she doesn't she doesn't get Rod Digger doesn't, doesn't get mentioned enough. Oh, oh, you of course you'll hear Lauren Hill or or you know Missy Elliott, but but she should be on that list. She definitely should be on that list. But no, I man, it, it feels good to get recognized, you know what I'm saying, by, by some people, you know, in the industry and stuff like that. Uh, when I was younger, bro, I had a uh, record deal. We had a record deal when I was like 19. Wow. So we was going back and forth to New York again. And uh, we made a, we was on an uh, uh, independent label called, uh, called uh, how am I, Official Joints. Official joint. Official joint. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we was, uh, man, I met a lot of people, man. I actually met Nas. Met Nas. Wow. Met Fife Dog. Met Fife Dog. Fife Dog. R.I.P. to Fife Dog. Yes. Yeah, Trial called yeah, Quest. We in the studio. In the studio on Fife Dog. We met. Wow. Uh, we met. Is it, which, one, which one of the dudes from Smith & Wesson is the light-skinned? Is it <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, still, you got still. You got General Still and you got um uh, Tech. So Tech, so General Still is the light skinned one with the dreads, right? And Tech is the dark skin dark skin one. So you so meant Wow. Okay, here we go. You can hear me? Yes, hi. How are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Good, good. Uh, okay, we can we can start right now. Okay. Okay. What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show, and I'm your host, Del C. Tonight I got with me a special guest on the phone. She's a poet, 
and she goes by the name of Sweet Rain. How are you today? How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm so excited. I'm I'm good. I'm doing good. Um, So when did you when did you uh first start um doing poetry oh my goodness i have been writing poetry since i was maybe in high school maybe eighth grade i've been writing poetry for a very long time it's my escape that's cool um what inspires you to to come up with with um a poem or the poetry it's just the things mind the thoughts that and some of it is um imaginary a lot of people will read my poems and actually think you know like oh okay she has a man she's writing about love um <laughs> you know and relationships and i'm like no in my head i'm just like no it's just you know something that i imagine how my significant other would be me and my significant other but a lot of my concepts just come from my imagination nature music and just the way that i feel so i i touch on love a lot because who doesn't love love i absolutely love exactly. love <laughs> exactly a yes. lot of, well we all should love love shouldn't we i mean yes. i mean it's a beautiful thing it's definitely a beautiful thing. Um, how often do you do you um, go to do shows to do your poetry? Um, it's it's so funny, and I'm sorry I interrupted you, but I have I have never. First of all, this is my first interview, and thank you so much. I'm wow, I'm so grateful. Uh, but You're I have never. I've never gone anywhere and recited my poems or anything like that I've never been to any shows like I haven't done that yet but I am you know looking forward to doing something like that yes I mean that would be great I mean I'm because I'm curious because um, you are my and you are my first um, poet that I had that I had on here now I had some I had up like they became artists you know, because I feel like poetry and music go hand to hand. Because um, you have people like um, a few people, actually, Tupac and people like that. They started off doing poetry and then they turned it to to music. I'm not saying that that's the approach you want to take. If you just want to do poetry, that's beautiful, too. Whichever, whichever. Um, wow, I'm just. I'm shocked because I I heard some I heard some of your um some of your stuff, um, and it's you know we you just don't you don't see as much as it um as much as you would want to see. But I I have gone to a few, but it's been a while since I've gone to um somewhere and seen um people do poetry. That's why I was asking you, but I I hope I really hope that you get a chance to to um go out there and do that. Yes. So, that'll be something new for me. 
Yes. Why? Well, I mean, I, I think you 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 definitely could do it. You know, you you definitely meant to. I feel like you're meant to do this. It's yes. uh, it, it seems it comes very natural for you. You 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 have the voice for it. You just I mean, and you just you just feel like like I heard um, exchange chemistry. I was Enhanced listening chemistry. to that. Mm-hmm. Enhanced chemistry, yes. Enhanced, That's one of my favorite. <laughs> Enhanced chemistry. I'm sorry. In uh-huh. I like that one. Good. I'm glad um, you do. I, yes, I really do. And um, and then also I heard Shining Soul. Yes, Shining Soul. Usually um, what I do, Shining Soul was named by a guy. Wow. Yes, shout out to Guy. Yes, that, shout out to Guy. <laughs> to introduce <laughs> me to you and... Um, I was yes. like, yes, I can't wait. Um, he's a great guy. We, you already, you know that already. Um, wow. Yes, yes. So he, so he, so he wrote that, or wow. No, he actually. So he, um, he came into my inbox and he asked me. He was like, "Could you please write a poem called Shining Soul'?" Wow. And it was right up my alley because I'm like, I love when, you know, my followers on social media or just my friends in general, you know, want me to, they name a poem for me and then I write it. And it was so ironic because usually when I write a poem and I, and I, and I write it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have difficulty trying to name the poem. So it was so, it was so cool that he asked me to write a poem called Shining Soul and I literally did it in 10 minutes. It was it was it was just such a honor for him to ask me to do that. Yes, that de- definitely. Um which is I mean poetry is a big also still a big part of hip hop. How do you feel about the um because there's a lot of events they always ask um we definitely have to talk about that and I'm no guy would help you with that they're mm-hmm. always interested in um you know doing art poetry dance um how do you feel about it being the 50th anniversary of hip hop wow i i that's astonishing i feel great about that because i love hip-hop like i love hip-hop r&b so for it to be the 50th anniversary that is absolutely amazing especially the the music that the generation is listening to now and it speaks about drugs and it speaks about money and it speaks about all types of things that really don't make any sense and just remembering what our hip-hop era spoke exactly. about. Exactly. none of that. It was none of that. So I'm I'm happy with hip-hop. Like, <laughs> sometimes I listen to, and guys sends me some old songs and, and, you know, hip-hop songs and R&B songs, and that's what I go to. That's my go-to music. I love all music, but just the generation, the music that we're listening to now, it doesn't really... It, it's not it's not conducive to the mindset of children or just the generation growing up to be honest exactly um I feel like 
the passion is missing. It's all about it's all about the money and fitting in with you know trends and you know it's I don't know like it's it's hip hop is I, I wouldn't even call what we listen to um I wouldn't even call this hip hop. I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to call that. <laughs> Me I don't really you know I really don't I really don't know what to call it because yeah it's just the love the love is gone you know um I mean we still have the exception of people like Nas and you know they're yeah. still out there and we still have KRS-One we still yeah. have we still have those um, P, um then LL is about to drop our album soon so I mean and let's not forget about the females of of course I mean that with also with the MC Rock the Bells. <laughs> oh yeah, MC Light, um, Queen Latifah. Yeah. Um, oh. Yo, yo, definitely, definitely. They are still <laughs> doing it. They are still doing it. They have not, they have not stopped. Yes. And I'm glad people are realizing that it's just, age is just a number. Like no other genre worries about age. You know, and I'm glad that hip hop is finally maturing. So they are not trying to fit in what what's going on today. They are they are being who they are. Yes. Originality um, reigns over. I feel like it takes over all all of that, and it goes back to the essence of what it's supposed to be. Absolutely, absolutely. I would like, I mean, you know, I would like to, I would, I would like to hear, I, you know, what, have you ever thought about putting out like an album, a whole like album where you're doing like poetry on it or maybe have some, you know, some, you doing your thing and then in some songs, it might be someone singing in the background or maybe, maybe rapping, but you doing your thing is the main focus. Have you ever uh, thought about doing I that? Have- I haven't, but that sounds like a wonderful idea. I'm always open to new ideas, always. I, wow, I, I'm shocked because I, I, you know, I definitely think that you should do that. I definitely think that you should do like a, a poetry um, where you're doing your poems on an album. Um, I know that sounds crazy to say album. Um, but you know what I mean. Put on Spotify or whatever. <laughs> um, stream it, you know. But those of us that back in the days, yes. Um, but yes, I see you. I see you doing. I see you doing that. Um, I really, yeah, I really think that you should. I really think that you should do that. Okay, I, I definitely and, have to look into that, and we should work together to make it happen because I love that idea. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We'll 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 talk. We'll talk about that definitely. Um, I'm like I'm just listening because I'm listening to Burning Flames. I'm I'm listening to Rain Go Away. I I the Rain Go Oh, like <laughs> it's just. I mean, this is like a breath of fresh air. Like those of us that appreciate. Like, I remember my Angelo 
Um, I remember reading, you know, I remember reading her stuff, but Autumn Fives by Emily Dickinson, if I'm right about that. I remember reading poetry in, in, I think in elementary school. I think <laughs> I remember reading poetry and I, you know, so it is, it, it, it does sometimes transitions to music, but yes. it could stay, you know. But it yeah. could stay as it is, and it was like I said, it would still be it would still be great to hear that because a lot of people still do appreciate that. Yeah. Now, but besides doing poetry, is there anything else you um, do? Is uh, do you fashion or you have your own business no, I, or? No, I actually I, I um, write poetry. I actually write music. I sing. Um, oh wow! <laughs> yes. Okay. I, I've written, um, I'm like a, I'm a hook girl. So, you know, I hmm. artists send me beats and I could, I could write a hook to, well, I can write a song, but usually I'm like the hook girl. I like writing hooks and, um, I just, I, the poetry is coming out. Uh, the first one is going to be about love and it's called, um, love symphony. And I don't know if you've seen me and my sister, Destiny Taylor. Have you seen us do our wine and poetry on Sundays? Oh, I have to. You know what? I have to check that out. Okay. So, so every Sunday we do wine and poetry. And, uh, and I, you know, we switch up. She reads my poems and I might read her poem collaborating together but she's helping me come out with my very first book that i'm very excited oh congratulations thank you congratulations she's a self uh she's a self-publisher so she has several books amazon she's going to help me publish my first book and i'm very very excited and um but yeah pretty much it's like i i wear many hats i wear many hats it's anything that is good some love and peace and joy into the world that's what I'm for so if I can do I, I want to utilize my voice and my gifts that God has given me so that I can spread love and change the world in any way possible well this well this is definitely the way to do it shout out to you and your in you and your sister Thank um you. I I I did hear I did see that you two were exchanging like um poetry but i didn't see that part so you so you do it on you do it on facebook or is there actual place that y'all go to do on sundays to do the poetry at uh it depends still we have done it you know we've met up before and you know we might do it in the park or we might do it at a restaurant but lately what we've been doing is just sharing each other's poems and uh having a visual to go with it uh, that's our. That's just something new we've been doing, but um, you know we are liable to just what, whichever way the wind blows, we go with it. Hmm. That's cool. Um, well, I heard you say that you sing. So, uh, are you releasing any music? I, I know yours. You like you said you you're the hook, but um, <laughs> the hook. You know you know the hook girl. The hook girl. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> but. Are you interested in like doing a 
you know, putting out a single or putting eventually putting out a full project. Absolutely. Absolutely. That will that, anything that that that's up my alley. It really is. Up to write, sing, all that. I, I wanna do everything that you're you're speaking about. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um yeah, I can I mean I can I can definitely see you doing all these things and I'm glad that you're gonna that you know that we're gonna get a, a chance to see that. Um you do you know you do the music and you do the poetry. Um would you consider doing acting? Absolutely. Absolutely. If you look on my TikTok page, it's under actually I'm on all social media platforms, but I've been you know, playing with it a little bit. My friend, he's a comedian. And if you look on my TikTok page, we have done. So it's opening the doors for me to actually become an actress as well. So I would like to do all of that. But I'm on all social media platforms. But um, if you um, go on as, TikTok, yeah. Okay. As sweet as uh, Sweet Ray. Sweet. And yes, and it's it's the rain, R E I G N, the powerful rain, not the rain mm-hmm. that falls. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I, and you know what? I noticed that instantly. By the way, I noticed that how you how you spelt that. I thought that was unique. I thought that was dope. Um, so how did you how did you come about with um, using that name? It's just very powerful. It's a powerful word. Uh, just rain when you rain on something it's just like it's power it just to me it means like power very powerful absolutely absolutely person you know and i think it just fit well (laughs) i think it just fit well sweet rain it's like yeah it's like um yeah it's like you you automatically think of um you you do automatically think of power. You think of strength when you you then it's sweet. Like this is like you can't get better, no better than this. You know, <laughs> sweet rain. You know what I'm saying? Like this is sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like this, what I bring. You know, it's not, that's. I mean, you know, that's how I'm taking it. That what I bring is that is is that, yes. and it's yes. sweet. Yes, yes. You got it. You got the concept. Yes, absolutely. So I'm, um, you know, I'm glad that you you um took the time to do this interview. Um you know, My with pleasure. me. And um I won't keep you too long. Um where where do you see yourself? five years from now oh five years from now I am going to be many many works of writing my books from poetry to fictional books and I'm just going to be laying on the beach just producing just doing what I I love to do doing what I love to do spreading love and just being the best author in the world That's, Hmm. that's my goal the best-selling author. 
Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. That's I mean that's that's great. I mean I hope I hope to see that. I hope to see it. Hope to hear, you know, more from you. So um people if people want to find you, I heard you mention TikTok. Um do you have any other, you know, social media like YouTube or Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, no, no. um, Go ahead. Yeah, you can just find me on all social media platforms, um, YouTube, Spotify, just TikTok, Instagram, and you can look under Sweet Rain, R-E-I-G-N. And also, I don't want us to forget the guy who introduced us, Guy. Shout out to Guy. Thanks again, brother. (laughs) Thanks again, brother, for for introducing me to a wonderful woman here. Yes, um, she's going she's gonna to go many places I can already tell I'm so excited um, I'm so excited I'm, I'm excited for you um, yes. do you um, you know because all of this like you said you do it all do you see yourself maybe doing fashion or doing a clothing line or getting into you know modeling or I, you see I yourself doing that I've been thinking about modeling. I mean, I'm open to anything that I haven't done before. Great. Love to learn new things, but the acting is something that will be challenging for me. Just remembering the lines and just, you know, becoming right. something That's... that I'm not, you know? Right. I'd love to challenge myself and do that. Since, wow, okay. Um, Since you said getting into uh, your sister, shout out to your sister too. Yeah, um, Destiny Taylor. Uh, Destiny Taylor. Um, do you see yourself like one day writing a book about your story or bio? Absolutely. That will be a, a page turner. That that's the one that's gonna become my bestseller. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I would love to turn it into a movie. Absolutely. Oh, that would be great. That would be yeah, that would be cool if you would it was if you actually did you did that. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It would it would definitely be a page turner. That yeah. Um what advice would you have? To, you know, anybody trying to pursue what you're pursuing, um, what you're open to pursuing a lot of things. What what advice would you give to? Because a lot of people, there's some people that um, to believe, you know, believe in themselves is is great when other people believe in believe in you, of course. But you know. What advice would you would you give to anyone? My advice to anyone is to first keep God first above anything that Amen. anything that you want to do, you put him first and take away your fear. Be yourself. People are afraid to be themselves because they are worried about what other people are gonna think about mm. them. And that doesn't really matter. The only thing that matters is what God thinks about you. And I just say, be yourself. I think you should look in the mirror every day. And even if you don't feel like, you know, you're beautiful or you're handsome or you're smart, instill that in yourself. 
and believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, that energy will rub off on somebody else and they're not gonna believe in you. So my advice is to be yourself, trust God always. Keep him above anything else and everything will work out. Amen to that. Um, Absolutely. Um, Do you have any shout outs you would like, like to give before we end this show? Um, just just basically all of my people that support me on, on my social media, like they, I just love the fact that they enjoy my poetry. I want to give a shout out to the people who have, you know, just pushed me to use my voice. And I also want to give a shout out to my children. I love them dearly and they keep me oh. grounded as well. Definitely shout out to your children. Um, Yes, it was abs- it was an absolute pleasure talking to you, and um, hopefully, you, you know, we'll do this again. And I'm yes. I'm ha- I'm excited that this is actually your first your first interview. So you gotta, um, you definitely have to. Um, we definitely have to do another interview. So yes. I, I want to see what where everything you know what you're up to with your you know, and then we have to, we definitely got to talk out, you know, after, afterwards about everything. And, um, also, yes, there's, um, the evolution of hip hop is going to be in Somerville. And I don't know if they got everyone this, that they need to perform. I think you personally, you and I and Guy, we should talk about that. I think you should be i think you sh- should um try to be a part of that okay i think you should be a part of it yes i really uh-huh. do and um anything else coming up that you know they allow allow different type of art and and then also you're singing you know i definitely want to hear that definitely want to hear some of your your music um yeah, I wish you continued success and keep in touch, please. And thank you, thank you, thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, and it's an honor. It's an honor. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful night. You, thank you, for you too. Me. Oh, you're welcome. Take sweet care. rain, y'all. Sweet rain. Oh, plug them, <laughs> plug them in. Oh yeah, sweet rain. Plug them, <laughs> plug them in. Let them know where they can. Social media platform. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. Of course, I'm your host, Del C. Tonight on the phone, I got a special guest. Goes by the name of Madarius Maximus. He's a rapper. Writes his own music. And uh, today we're going to talk. We're going to talk on his music and everything else. What's going on, brother? What up? What up, Dell? I um, appreciate you having me. And I'm glad that you put out right my own music because a lot of cats nowadays don't even be writing their own I shit. Had, I, had, I had to say that. I definitely yeah. had to say that for the, for the listeners and everybody that's going to tune in. Um, when, did you, when did this all begin for you? When did you start doing music? <laughs> 
Well, it all began back in the day, motherfucking, and um, when I was in, mm, I was in uh, elementary school, and they had this competition where, like, everybody had to write a poem. Cool. And four, and there was only like not four. There was only three people in the grade that um that they would pick from the poems, like the best poems. There was only three, and you'd be in a book, right? Right. So, so I was like that. As soon as they put that paper in front of me, and I held that pencil, and my mind started going, and all these ideas started coming. I, that was like the first time I ever felt like, yo, ain't nobody can beat me. Wow. <laughs> now, with that being said, did you ever have, did you have any battles with any, any artists or any rap artists or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been, I was battling not at the not elementary school, but probably starting middle school, all through high school, we was battling each other in the, um, at the class. We meet up at the class in the hallways down at the pond. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm. I would say who won, but that's you know, that's undisputed. That's undisputed. You know what I'm saying? Because that that yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. This helps you build your skills. A lot of people, a lot of people, some most people know that this battle rappers it helps them to develop this. You know, shopping their skills up and everything, and plus. Yeah, but- it brings out the tiger. It brings out that tiger in you. It brings Exa- out the- exactly, exactly. Um, what rappers inspired you to wanna to even wanna rap or whatever? Um, what rappers inspired me? Yeah. Well, I was I was probably before even like I was when I was even writing songs and stuff. Like I would listen to like you know like the regular rappers that we listen to. You know, Dr. Dre, Eminem. Like Biggie, all them, right? And I like I'll write songs and stuff, but like, like the 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 most pivotal artists that really inspired me, like to step up my game, is those my favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like cannabis. Wow, yeah, cannabis. Wow, that's that's a name that you don't hear too many rappers talk about. Yeah, I got. I had, to, I had to bring him up. His his level of skill of writing is astronomical. Like that that what what that what that man said. He said um he said um he said something about they. He said I'm known I'm known metaphysically intergalactically something like that. That even aliens want to capture me. It would have worked if they didn't get trapped in the Earth's gravity. I was like, what? Ooh. And you had to see that's that's. That's that lyrical. That's like hip hop. That's that super. That's that super lyrical. Um, but see, it makes you think too. Yeah. It makes you think when you want to rewind that back. Like he was coming up with songs like Channel Zero and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I think he's one of those artists that has slept on. Uh, slept on by by a lot of people but i i hear but lately i've been hearing a lot of people give him props like you you for instance right now and i also heard j cole mention cannabis name as well oh for real cole cole mentioned him yeah he he mentioned him i I think in one of his interviews and i was shocked you know what i mean because some people may feel that way but because they're not you know in that popularity 
contest with the MCs, some people may not mention them. You know what I mean? Even though they list grew up listening to them, but they may not mention them. Like it and also big reason because Eminem got Eminem done done blackballed them. He did. He definitely did. He definitely so did. Cool, so cool did. They both they both did my man dirty. They did. And and you kind of you know I seen him on another show. We know what that show is. Uh, we could say it. Math uh, Math Hopper. <laughs> When yeah, he talked that about that, you know, and, and I feel that they did. I feel that they did blackball him. <laughs> LL, LL has an ego problem. And if he listened to this show, he know what I'm talking about because this is this when he feel that somebody is trying to disrespect or competition or anything like that. Like even the handshake he was talking about. I don't know. I don't know LL, and, and you don't. But none of us. But we know him. When it comes to certain people, he gets offended by that. But he got this cop. He has that. I mean, he came in the game the same way. You know, nice. dissing Kumo D, and you know, saying he's the best, greatest, this and that. So that's how he's supposed to come. But that's how you're supposed to come. But he, he took a little too far. He took it a little too far. And because that's what I mean, listening even to Red Man and Me they they're saying, you know how LL is. That's all yeah. they needed to say. I I get it, you know. But exactly. he told he cannabis told him the same thing. He said, "Come on, LL, you know you was the same way. You was the same way. You had that spark. You had that energy, man. That's that like nobody could touch me type of thing." But he was on. He was trying to honor LL, but LL just took it. He, his ego just took took over it. Like he was like, I like that, I like that. What what the the uh, tattoo he got on, and and just everybody was you know talking about it, but giving like giving him credit for that. But he's like, no, nah, you can't borrow, borrow this mic on my arm. But yeah, yeah. that that. But I, honestly, I, I I it was probably because cannabis's verse was so nasty. It was. It, I, 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 I believe so. What you're saying? That's probably the real reason he would outshine them. Yeah, that I mean, when it came down to the, I don't want to get too much off the topic. I want to talk about you. Your, oh yeah, you know, but but no, 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 no. This is fine. This is fine, man. This is off. This is off the script. I like. I like this. Yeah, I like this. We're talking about. We're talking about music. This, I mean, what influ who influenced you? You know, so cannabis came up is that was there anybody else like you listen to other different type of music yeah. i got um, a couple i got a couple i got a couple so so i'll stick on hip-hop real quick then i'll tell you like the genres and shit you know what i'm saying yeah yeah because so, i want to talk about some of your songs too we'll get to that in a few like go ahead I got so and with hip-hop it was definitely definitely um jade the, the whole locks jada wow. oh yeah Everybody in the locks and um everybody bad boys probably my favorite. Like bad boys in the nineties, that was that was that that was them. I wasn't even around back then, but <laughs> just being just being here now listening back to them, I was like, yo, no one was touching Mace, Biggie, the Locks, uh, Craig Mack. Bust Buster Rhymes definitely is is on my list of influences. Uh who who else can I get who else can I give it to? Buster Rhymes, I said the logs. 
Biggie Pac. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't Tupac. can't go can't go without mentioning Tupac. Exactly, exactly. So um, Tupac definitely definitely on there. Rock him. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's him. what's up. Big Daddy Kane. Oh, cool. Kumo D definitely, Kumo D definitely got me too. I ain't gonna lie. Girls yeah. all party and touch of my body and want to play with me like I'm a kindergarten. Yeah, that, that that was crazy when he said that. I was like, what? Right, right. Um, yeah, we 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 gonna talk about some some more of that because I want to talk about this list or how you feel about that. But um, let's we gonna talk a little more about you. So, okay, when you no. once you realize. Once you realize, okay, I could do this. Like, um, yeah. when did you when did you start? I mean, I know you started in kindergarten, but I mean, um, elementary school. But yeah, like, when was your first big show? Like, when you after you know after you know you did that? Was you did you perform more in high school or? Um, or? My first big big show. My first, I had a, I had a lot of good shows. I mean. The battling, the battling part, like when I when I was dusting niggas, like I, I really was like, yeah, yeah, ain't nobody took, yeah, this is my shit. <laughs> but like, but like um, performing um, out in New York, I think one of my biggest shows was like on my 18th birthday. Wow, it was out in New York. I think there was like New over York. 500 people in there in New York, NYC, like the mecca yeah. of all. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, out in Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, on top of that. Brooklyn yeah, in the house. Yeah, I has I got some love for Brooklyn. Wow. So that's why I know it. Yeah. Wow. Um, that was a big one. I didn't ask. Did, yeah, I wanna. Where are you originally from? I didn't ask you that yet. That where are you? Um. Where am I from? Yeah, originally from. Where did you Where did you grow up at? Have you I'm always... from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I grew up. I grew up in Mastery, and um, I. I grew up um, a little bit in up there in Mattapan. Wow, Mattapan! You was in Mattapan. I'm yeah, from Mattapan. That's where that's where I was born and raised. at. wow. Right hell. Murder pit. We call it murder pit. Yeah, <laughs> so, right you, oh yeah. I used to live there with my aunts and stuff. Wow. So right there, but uh, I always just tell everybody I'm Marcy's son. Wow. That's my mother's name. I'm Marcy's Marcy, son. son. Yeah, wow. she's she's from Brooklyn. She's from Marcy, and she's from Brooklyn, and she's from because you know that's what Jay Z's from. Yeah, uh, Marcy. Son, yeah, that, that's, I always just tell people I'm Marcy, so that's literally where I'm from. That's dope. That's dope. Um, yeah, wow. That's what's up. Um, yeah. Wow. So you did the shows. How was the, how was that like? You know, when you um, performed, you got you felt excited about this like yo this is this the performance is that, that day oh the day that you oh no 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 uh, but we can talk about that the day that i seen you yeah the day the day that you performed in new york or the day that i seen you before well the day that i was supposed to see you before because we had to we had to leave but um well, i'll tell i'll tell you about both on the day the day in new york it was for a competition that was a competition yeah. Wow, these goddamn competitions! Yeah, that's what oh, it was. Shoot. It was for a competition. Out, what was it called? It was called like um, coast to coast or something. Okay, I know about that. Yep. So I went, I went up there for that, right? And like, they're supposed to pick like five artists, right? So I performed. I killed that shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Wow. I went crowd, right? The crowd's all loving it. Everybody in the crowd's giving me dabs. People are telling me, yo, there's no way you can't win. Like this, like it, it could be someone's birthday and they, 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 they couldn't get it over you. You know what I'm saying? Type shit. Like I'm getting mad love in New York. Wow. So I'm like, ah, right, yeah, I got this. I got this. And then I, and then I hear, then I go look on stage. These niggas taking off their shirts, jumping off the stage, doing all this extra shit. And you know I'm in, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair, so motherfucking right. niggas doing mad extra shit. And I'm like, damn, they, they got him, cause just off that motherfucking just moving around shit. But like, man, I ain't, I ain't even use the, I ain't even use the words to my shit. I just rapped over the instrumental. These niggas is rapping with the words. Wow. So like when I didn't get picked, I was I was hateful. Yeah, I was. I, I should have won that one. Mm. So, but the time I um out in the club where I saw you at yeah. the Lasant Lounge, um that that performance went well. I wish you I wish y'all stayed. A little I long. was yeah yeah me too man. I want I was like I kept like guys shout out to guy legacy. Yeah, um, shout out to guy. Shout he, out to get. Oh yeah, he was telling me like I want to wait for this performance, and I'm like, oh, we we gotta go, man, because you know people got responsibilities, whatever. Yeah, I was willing to, I wanted to stay to see you um, perform. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. um, but see, the thing is, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't lose anything. You won because you won the crowd. Um, yeah, I was the people's champ. You was the people's champ. You know what I mean? So, so people, you know put you put some people get put in other situations like that person that person may won but you won too because yeah. now you know what i mean i you gonna you gonna be on to to that was to me that was just that was practice for you you know most definitely most you know because you go on to bigger you on to bigger and better things and that was that experience i'm sure was dope you know but you are i feel like you're on to bigger and better things. So, what is what was what is your writing process like? Do you hear the beat first? I always ask this question to the artists because I know everybody takes a different approach. The ones that write their own stuff. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, my writing process. Yeah. Uh, it it really it really matters. Like sometimes the best the best formulation for me is when the beat comes on and immediately I hear words in my head. Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that that's when like, oh yeah, the flow's there. Like no one's stopping this. It's about to be crazy. Sometimes you have to you have to build that though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to work for that. So like, if if the words ain't in my head immediately, I'll I'll I'll, I'll sit down in a room all all alone, and I'll just I'll just listen to the beat. Just listen to the beat. Boom boom boom. Boom, 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 listen to the beat. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe count the bars and just keep on counting the bars to the beat and be like, all right, I can say this in this pocket or I can do this. All right, yep, yep. And then when I get something, but it has to be right. And I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna just work off that. But sometimes it don't, it don't work like that. So it's like, all right, I can't work like that. Then I'm gonna just make a hook first, like Big Pun does. I'm gonna just make a hook and then I'm gonna write to the track. Cause then it's easier because you already know what you're writing about. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, so, that's true. And sometimes, like, I I write right, like with with my hand and like on a piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how I always write. But like, my uncle one time, my uncle Rich shout shout out to my uncle Rich. 
I'm gonna make sure you listen to this. My uncle Rich one time, he was like, yo, I was rapping. It was my cousin's birthday party and they had me perform and I killed it. And my, my uncle was like, yo, you was good and all, but you ain't the best until you can write without, until you can make a rap, whole rap in your head. Wow. Without writing it down. And like, I, I took that as a ch- that was a challenge to me because my uncle Rich, he was wow. like, good. Can't wow. be the best until you learn how to make rhymes in your own head and keep them. So like for that whole like five months after that, I was sitting in my room, came up with like sixteen different shits. Was just was just coming up with, with bars in my head. So like the, my creative process can vary in different ways. Wow. So this is the, so it's like organized in your head, which some yeah, people oh, would yeah. call a freestyle, but it's like organized. It's yep. organized because it's in your head, but you didn't write it down. Yeah, I got I got bars. I got bars like that. And usually, I ain't going to lie, they come out way more creative. Wow. And see, I was just talking with somebody at a bar the other day. I was at a, a another event, yep. and this guy wasn't an artist or nothing like that, but he said he used to freestyle back in the days or whatever, and, and he was just... And we were talking about the artists that have that gift that ability to do that and that's dope that your uncle shout out to your uncle that he challenged you to do that but we know that jay-z did that biggie did it some people say biggie wrote some people say he didn't write but then you got little wing what was you saying you probably did a little bit of both honestly yeah i i believe so i believe so but even for you you know for for anybody to have that kind of ability to do that that takes that's that's very creative and that's that's like close to that's close to genius when you got a concept that you you were able to write a whole full song like that in your head yeah. in your head and you don't you just go in the studio boom the music come on or whatever the case is or you hear the music and you're like yeah i already know what i want to say and keep it all in your head you didn't write nothing so that's dope what what is the first song you remember writing writing like in my head or like writing all like with my hands both either either one either one the the first time i remember writing with my hands i can't even remember i can't i can't remember i've I've done wrote so many songs with my hands wow the first the first one i remember like formulating in my head it wasn't even a song it was just i was just freestyling i was in my room freestyling by myself and like i said like that's coming right and i was like i like i like how that sounds so I was like, all right, let me work on that. So I just sat there and I was like, that's coming. I hear a knock at the door. They're like, who is it? Usually I try to ignore it. It's Mr. Business. And act like I ain't been here before. Uh, I can't steal whatever the hell you niggas got up the store. Oh, my pirate intuition. I yell surrender at the count of four. Everybody get on the floor. Plop, 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 plop. Mm. That was four. <laughs> that, was, that was the shit I made in my head. That was like the first thing. Yeah, that's uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, let, now I'm ready to talk about the the music, your music that you got now. What, what but what was your? All right, once you did all that, what was your? Do you remember your first full project, or did you ever did you ever do a full project back then? Or uh, I, yeah, I had these little things called the Mac tapes. Yeah, and they were on CDs. Cool. So like I recorded them with my with my older brother and that that was a hell of an experience. He my older brother, shout out my older brother Buddha. Um he's a 
he's a producer and he's 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 also an entrepreneur. He Ooh. um he lives out in Atlanta. Shout out to your brother. He lives yeah. in the ATL. Cool, cool. Yeah, and um he uh you know that you know you know Bryson Teller? That name sounds so familiar. He he made he made um the beat for Don't. Okay, okay. Which was like one on the billboards, like top top ten on the billboards. So like he's really in the music industry. Like he wow. he casually brings up big names like they nothing. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> he uh, wow he's what so he worked with some of the best. Um, yeah, I was working with him. Wow. So I dropped that. Um, we recorded like three songs. I had to write like three songs in one night that night. I'd write three songs one night and record them all in one day. And wow. uh, came back, came back to Massachusetts, and I, I just started selling the the Mac tapes to everybody. And to the, that was like 2017. And to this day, like I still got like my 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 man's mom's coming up to me like, "Yo, we still have your tape in the car." Like, <laughs> Like when's the next one coming? Like and that 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 keep me going. So that was that was probably my first project on the Mac tape. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, not too many people, and that around that time too, the 2017. It seems like it seems like a like a long like almost a long time ago, but that wasn't that long. And yeah, and the fact that people still. Like if, if you give certain people CDs now, they look at you like you're crazy. Like it's like it's, <laughs> you know. So the fact that people even listen, even listen to, listen to that. I mean, some people will take it because they know what time they know they they know what time it is. But for some people, they don't. You know, my kids, they don't even they don't they don't know what no CD is. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was hard. It was definitely hard selling it. But I remember there's this. One time we were selling in the mall, right? Yeah. And I would, I was selling them for like five dollars, five dollars a pop. So I, I was just selling left to right. And then these groups of like little, little younger teenagers than me, I was trying to sell to them. And it was like, yo, um, like we don't even got CDs. Like we only got no place to listen to them, and we only got like three dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, dog? Yo, just take, yo, just take this. Like you don't even gotta give me money. Just take this, and you're gonna re you you're gonna regret not even giving me the money. And like they 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 took it and they went in the Best Buy. We was at the mall, yeah. so they went to the Best Buy and played it on the CD thing. Oh, they true. Came back, they <laughs> yeah. came back hollering. It's like, oh my god, that was crazy. Started singing the lyrics to the song. Wow. <clears throat> All people that, start so. doing that, you know what time it is. Yeah, I knew what time it was. I was like, yeah, that 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 definitely felt it was a feel good moment. No, it had it had to be for you. So, is um the name of okay? Uh, it's called Madamus. Am I saying it right? Um, Amos. Yeah, is that is this the name of your project, your new project, or? Nah, that, that that's a song I just dropped, Madamus. Madamus. Okay. It means we command mm. in Latin. Wow, that's that's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. So now on there you got um I want to talk about this song. Well, we, I'm going to talk about it, the few of them on here. Um Give to God. Oh, it's, that's from yes, yeah, my little brother. Yeah. Yeah, talk tell me a little bit about 
yeah tell me a little bit about this i know it's about your brother i was listening to that i was like wow yeah. um man that's that's one of those those that's one of them touching songs right there but it was you know yeah tell yeah. me a little bit about that um get the god that was actually one of one of the songs i uh all that was in my head that was in your head yeah i i, I made all that in my head with just to be playing trying to trying to just just coming up with the bars in my head i didn't write none of that down wow and uh yeah it was for my for my little brother and uh yeah he passed away too soon passed away way too soon and it was just something that I, I feel like he he deserved. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> and um, the the hook. I'm looking at my sister Sunny. My 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 um my family called my little sister Sunny. So it's like I'm looking at my sister Sunny. Forget about rain. I think about my brother Bison. Swallow the pain. Mom, pa, don't look for nothing because we'll see him again. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see the special place for me and my friend. So that's how the hook goes. <clears throat> so yeah. that whole that whole first verse was just dedicated to him. And you know, what I mean, like, dear Bubba, I wish you ain't had to go when you did. I'm arguing God like you ain't have to when I know that you did. That when I made that bar. Like I, I was really talking to God. Like I was, I, I was really talking to God. Like, like, dear Bubba, I wish you didn't have to go when you did. I'm mm. arguing with God. Like you ain't have to. When I know that you did. When, That's what I'm talking about, man. You, you this this special song to your, to your brother, and yeah. then it's also going back to what we're talking about as far as hip hop. Definitely. This is about this is your this is a true story, it's a real life, and yeah. everybody can and everybody can appreciate that. Everybody can relate to that because they've lost somebody. You know, they've lost somebody in, important in their life. So this this song right here, you know, is definitely what we talk about missing. You know, there's good artists out there. You know, the, yeah, there's the party songs and all that, and mm -hmm. doing this and doing that. That's cool, but when when it when you have songs like this, and see, one of the artists you mentioned was Tupac. Oh yeah, and these type of songs live on forever. Yeah, that's that's one of yeah. You know, honest, we all that. can sit there and you know it's like. Man, I can relate to this. I lost somebody that I wish was here, you know. Yeah. Um, but some of this other stuff, you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what is yeah. this? What is this? You know, everybody, you know, respects the real. Well, the majority, real, real. you know, yeah, um, the that's real, you know. Um, but as they say, real recognize real, but you know, it's. And everybody can listen to that song. Everybody can, as like of all ages, you know what I mean, to listen to that song. No swears in it. No swears in it. So that's even better. Yeah, that was one of those I couldn't. Yeah, there was no. It, I, it wasn't even. I couldn't. It was just. It didn't formulate like that. Like there was no reason to swear anywhere in there. And see, just, the, yeah. Low. 
a lot of people can a lot of people can learn from that and then it because sometimes it may take away from the message every song don't need to swear even if even if you are artists that might swear but when you sending out when you writing a song like that you know mm -hmm. you don't need to swear you on don't that. need to swear on it there's no reason to it's it's clear like you said everybody can listen to it you know I know your mother appreciated when she heard it. Oh, we're going to, yeah. you know what? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk more about Madeira's music. The Mac, uh, don't go nowhere. Keep it locked. <laughs> I know a couple niggas mad at me. No, a couple niggas proud of me. Yeah. Couple of these bitches wanna fuck on me. Yeah. Uh. Let off. Uh. 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 What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned back into the new Del C show. 
as I told you this, the video, <laughs> this, it's always good when, when the interview goes further though, you know, um, that means we have a lot to talk about, which, you know, I do, you know, and I interviewed her years ago, but I, we did it in person. We didn't do it live. This live thing is new for me. So bear with me on that. People who's like trying to find my face, where's his face at? Who's interviewing you? Um, you know, I'll get better with it at time, but it's still, you still hear my voice and I'm still asking the questions and, you know, I, I like personally the in-person thing. I do the phone interviews as well. As you know, I've done it with a lot of artists. So this new live thing is new and it's kind of exciting. Once I learned how to, you know, angle everything right, I learned how, I learned how to record. But anyways, I want to get back to the interview with Jordan Akia. Now, I'm asking her about, you know, today's music and what she listens to it. You know, I have my input of what I feel about, you know, certain artists or whatever. Um, you know, from there we talk about a few other things and then, of course, we wrap the show up. But let me get back to that interview with Jordan Kidd. As far as what's going on. You know what it is now. This is yeah, why I know what it is. You can't trust everybody. You can't go- I say I don't like it. I try to listen to it, but... But then, like you said, you get you get you. Hey. So, moving forward, I have a chance to now do things a little bit differently. Sign agreements as far as what, no, what you, you, know, you know what it is now. This is yeah, I know it. You can't trust everybody. You this can't go to everyone's ghetto ass right. studio. Right. This is why. Right. studio. Right. I think because a lot of people are not reading as much, or, or I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know. Like, there's got to be more. Than just that. Two songs. If you're writing it and those are your beats, nobody can take your beats. So people, I mean, people really need to know that. People, there are artists out here that really need to know that. It's new coming. Even with the technology where you can find things out, yes, I would say, I would say if you can afford a lawyer, come in with a lawyer. Come, come in with some how when it gets uh how you make it shake and <laughs> right. I let him know everything about what happened. He told me that he was gonna give me lessons on engineering because I already told him that I create beats in my mind and I know how to, you know, do my own me- makeup That's my good. own melody. He said he's gonna teach me engineering, actually starting next next week, next Sunday. And so that way, he, he said he wants to do this for me free of charge because he doesn't want nobody else to take advantage of me. He said that way I can just go on. I don't have to keep going to nobody's studio. And um, I was like, no, I got to pay you because everyone's time is valuable. So I just think it was really nice of him, you know, after hearing my story of what happened to me at, at that happened to me at, at that. In my opinion, but I hear what you think. You like to go back. You like to go back to and more. Managing me, he said. That way, I can just go around managing me. He said that managing me. But there's too many things to talk about. But there's too many, like you know. Yeah, it's so, true. Uh, it's true. That's why I, you know, I've, you know, that's why. Oh, also, 
this is what you just said just mm-hmm. reminded me because mm-hmm. of that there was another studio owner that I contact I, right. I let him know everything about what happened he told me that he was going to give me lessons on engineering because I already told him that I create beats in my mind and I know how to you know do my own me- makeup, that's my good. own melodies, really and all that. that. He said he's going to teach me engineering, actually starting next next week, next Sunday. And so that way, he, he said he wants to do this for me free of charge because he doesn't want nobody else to take advantage of me. He said that way I can just go on, I don't have to keep going to nobody's studio. That's and so um, I was like, no, I got to pay you because everyone's time is valuable. So that's I just good. think it was really nice of him. You know, after hearing my story of what happened to me at, at that last studio, you know, with the guy keeping my my files, right. that he actually give me engineering classes. You know, people have to, people go to school to learn that. Like, they learn that in college. And here is somebody offering, you know, to show me how to, to do it. And sure. I just can't do it. If he's willing huh? to show you, that's, that's a good thing. You know, he does, I'm going to shout him out. I'm gonna probably go on live while we're while he's giving me lessons. Let everybody know. Look, I'm learning. I'm learning. I ain't gonna have to. Before you know it, I'm gonna have to go with nobody's studio. He's helping you out. I mean, not a lot of people like to do that either. They like to kind of keep everything to themselves. So when you got somebody that's willing to do that, you take advantage of that. You know, yeah. and you reward them, like you said. You get, you get, you. Hey, I'm not letting you. I'm not letting you do this for free. I'm giving you something. So hey, that's good. Um, yeah, because I believe that everyone's to, time is valuable. Right. What do you? Who are? Back to. Um, let's get back to the music. Who are you listening to these days? And what do you think of today's new female hip hop artists or rap artists, whatever you want to? What do you think? Um. Well, I, I really, I'm really old school. So you know, I listen to like a lot of '80s, '90s, early 2000s type of music um but because i want to you know i want the younger generation to like my music right i've been listening to uh music you know from you know current pop artists and rap artists just to to see what's out there because honestly didn't really even know what's out there and Mm. i discovered that there's not really many i do like but actually pop music actually i discovered that i like the uh, modern day pop music i wow. enjoy listening to um you know ariana grande you know just wow. modern pop music yeah. like the the rap music it's not the same how it used to be back in the day i used i loved hip-hop back in the day mm-hmm. now I don't, i'm not really enjoying it that You're much I'm not really out. out there. Um, I got one for you to check out. You got to check out Rhapsody. There's a few others that just, they don't rap about their body parts and all that. They don't rap about that. I mean, <laughs> some that's dope, but, but after a while, nobody wants to keep hearing about that. No. You know, and I think that's what you, I don't want to hear how wet your coochie gets and all this <laughs> other stuff, man. I, I guess you don't want to hear it unless unless you're with your significant other. And that's when you want to hear it. Sometimes it's good to hear it, but sometimes you don't want to hear it all the time. You don't want to hear it all the time. You gotta switch. You gotta switch it up, man. You gotta. You gotta. You know what I mean? Be versatile with it, man. How many songs you gonna make about the same thing? 
how wet it gets, or how you make it shake, and the thing about MC Light and, and, and Queen Latifah, and, and uh, yeah, you know, they 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 you know talked about sexual, but they didn't do it that way. But I mean, now it's on now now see me, I listen to everything. I try to you know. Before I say I don't like it, I try to listen to it. But we're being honest. We so a lot of us don't like don't listen to it. Not because it's young, not because they're just young. It's because of what they're talking about. You gotta have some. You gotta talk about other stuff. You know, there's too many things to talk about. You know, I mean, I probably I think because a lot of people are not reading as much, or or I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know. Like, there's got to be more than just that. In my opinion, in my opinion, but I hear what you think. You like to go back. You like to go back. To, and most of us do because those were the golden era. The 80s and the, in the, in the 90s was when, you know, there's a lot of female artists out there, but I would like to see them kind of change it up a little bit. Um, how would you describe your music, your style of music? What you're putting up? Uh, my current style uh, that the single that I played um, part of last on last on my live last week I would describe that as pop music slash freestyle uh, music from the 80s and 90s like that's how I would describe it because um, for those of you who don't know what freestyle music is I'm not talking about hip hop I'm talking about um Freestyle music is uh, a genre of music that was out back in the 80s and 90s that no longer exists. I mean, they have it, the old school, you know, music. They still have it, but it's not current. Like, they don't have no right. current people making it. And so I would describe that song that I have that I'm about to uh, release. It's called You Like What You See. I would describe that as, like, pop music slash freestyle music. So you kind of break bringing a little bit of that flavor back but it's yeah. still like I want that music to come back mm -hmm. like there's a whole group on Facebook that I see there's a bunch of group on groups on Facebook that are dedicated to freestyle music from wow. the 80s and 90s yep yep I'm in some of the groups and they wow. they definitely like I know some of the people in those groups will definitely like um mm -hmm. my music especially this um one that I have uh you like what you see um, and I'm sure you guys, if you go on my timeline and you uh, you go down and you see that I was playing it last week and you listen to it, you're going to agree that it does sound a little bit like, you know, that that right. music, freestyle music, right. slash pop music. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually a, a huge uh, freestyle fan. Like, I like all kinds of music. Like, I like R&B. I like hip hop. Right. I like... Um, Pop music, you know. I even like a little bit of country music. Some country music. I like country music. Some of that country music is good. You know what I mean? I, I, I can listen to certain artists, country artists. So, um, so once Joy the Kid gets established, she puts the music out. Are you interested in? I know you just don't want to do shows locally. Are you interested in, I know you mentioned New York, but other cities, other countries even. Like you mentioned 
Japan and certain places like that where they would, you know, be more open to the music you're putting out, you know? Yes, yes. This is only the beginning. I haven't even begun. I haven't even started to promote. I haven't even started to uh, get out there. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm going to go into the studio this week. I'm going to record this song one last time. <laughs> and I'm going to keep going back and forth with this song. But I just know that there's, I have an idea of another version um, mm-hmm. that is going to be, it's, I, it's, I have a feeling it's going to work out. And it's going to, the beat is going to be just a little bit more modernized. And I'm going to be, I'm going to produce this, you know, and, and I just, I just, I just know, like with me, if I know that the song could be better than what it is, I'm gonna go for it. You know, why not? Right. But I'm no, I'm not gonna take ever. We just got slowed up because of the, you know, what happened with the files and everything. And so now this is my opportunity to um, kind of put the best ver- the very best version out that I think that I could put. Right. Because people, when they heard it last week on Facebook. They seemed to really like it. They didn't yeah. even hear the whole song. Just that was just actually what you guys heard last week. That was on um, the pre-chorus. That wasn't even the hook. Wasn't the chorus. That was just the pre-chorus. They liked the pre-chorus. They're really gonna like the chorus. They're and- ready for you to put that out. They ready, but they gotta wait because she's real. She's a perfectionist when it comes to that. She, if suddenly I, I see that, like I'm like, yo, it's ready to go now. Oh my- but. You're not the only one who's like, there were several other people who said that. that I get like a perspective when it comes to my music. Nothing wrong with that. You want to give people the best. We need to see some visuals too after after this. We need to see some visuals. Oh, Um, oh, yeah. Music video. Actually, when I go in tomorrow, when I go um, back into the studio to re record this song and do the redo the beat and do everything over, um, I'm going to actually record myself and make a. um, the making, the making of you like what you see, wow. of the final version. It's gonna be called "You Like What You See," the final version, the a remake of it, so that everyone can see me making the beat with my mouth, wow. using the sound effects, so they can know how I really do it. You know, you know who does who does that? R.I.P. Well, one of the people know exactly. Um, he builds everything into that to that song. That's amazing. Like certain yeah. people have the gift to do that. I know there's other people too. I've seen. I think Justin Timberlake do it, and somebody else. There was somebody else that was that has the ability to do that. Like, and it just creates that sound. They created themselves, and it. That's how. Wow. That's something that. Yeah. It, it's it's it, it's not for everybody. Everybody doesn't have that gift to do that. That talent to do that. So. Um, I was given to me from above, from the from absolutely, absolutely, the spirit world. Absolutely, I um, truly believe that. Now, there's, there's um, there's other things you do too besides the music. You have hobbies, different things you do. I'm yeah. not going to get to what you think I'm getting to, but there were some other things that you make. I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I make Mm-hmm. Actually, I can show something now that I made. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Let them see. Let them um, see the many talents of joining. That's what we should. There was someone else that interviewed me a little, a little a while ago, like um, in the summertime. 
And he put in the video the instant holders that I made, the different ones and stuff. Mm. So, you know, I just moved, right? So I'm not done. I'm still not done unpacking everything. So actually, I do have one one of the instant holders out sitting over there. I can grab it. All the other ones, they're packed away. I'm still not done unpacking everything. Give them a little um, example, little sample or something. Okay, hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Grab one, one second. Oh, one second. Yeah, you all right. You all right? Right now. Okay. She's back. I'm back, you guys. All right. My tripod broke, so I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> no, you're doing great. You're doing, doing great. You're doing great. I came with a with this, a broken this, tripod this. and um, mm-hmm. to, you know. So here's some incense, and and I'm about to show you my incense holder. One of them that I made. I also make I make furniture as well. I make furniture. I'm about to build myself an island. Actually, I was gonna record myself uh, a before and after because I'm making an island for my kitchen. You know, a countertop, a long countertop, because there's no long counters. I need, like, some cooking space. And I, like, I like to make things with wood, I, handmade items. So this is, okay, uh, okay so this is, this is, uh, this is the Pan-African, if you mm. guys don't know the Pan-African flag is, this is Pan-African colored, um, instant holder that I made. And, um... This is it. Go high like this, or you, there's another hole here that I have, and place it lower. Um, yeah, this is just one of many styles. I'm working on another color one, a pink one, since pink is my first, my favorite color. Um, okay. Yeah, and so yeah, this is you know just one of the many things I design clothing as well. Um. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to put that out there. I want people to know that. I had on last you know what I mean? Week, actually, the outfit that I had on on my live video last week, I made mm-hmm. that. Not the pink, not the pants, but the the, right. the purple thing that okay. the purple thing on the bottom right. that match top. I made that. Yeah. Okay. So, it's just the thing is with doing things like making handmade items and different things. The problem is, is time. There's not right. enough time. In in the day, right? Right. I have a full time job. Like there's, there's not enough time, you know. Um, I'm also a massage therapist. Put it out there. A certified massage therapist. I I graduated from the Salter School. Yep. Congratulations. I didn't even see some of these things. I didn't know, but I I get around to it for the state of Massachusetts. I haven't because I haven't um done massage therapy like I haven't worked as a massage therapist in like a few years I used to work in the Cape um yeah for real that's that's man how you have time <laughs> you do the lot um that's the lot I don't, music. I don't do massage therapy that much no right. more only you know if mm-hmm. somebody especially requested or something I have to renew my license you know, I still have my certificate, but I have to renew it. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. I'm coming. I have to renew my license. I'm certified. I just have to renew my license. Mm-hmm. If I ever mm-hmm. want to like work as a massage therapist again, I'd have to um, renew my my license. And it, the, all that is is paying money. Right. Well, everything costs money. Unfortunately, that's it. That's how it goes. Um, yeah. Something else you're working on, you want to work on too, is called the Kinky Hair Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see. Yep. <laughs> I, try to, I try to put everything on here, but we talked about. I try to add everything on here because people need to know. Yeah, the Kinky Hair Club. Okay, so it's a club that is coming that is going to be my club. And basically, it's just motivating women of real mm-hmm. things, black, black women, but really women of all colors. Because there's women, there's women that aren't black that have kinky hair. Of course, of course, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some. I've seen white people that are Jewish that have literally have yeah. afros. No, I've seen that. You know, so yeah. I'm basically trying to encourage women um, to embrace their kinky hair. You know, because some of us uh, we have we were born with you know kinky curls. Yeah. And you know, and that's what the kinky hair club is about, just uh, bonding. You know, yeah, and um, it's just gonna be nothing but positivity in that club. Um, you know, because my hair is kinky as well. My hair goes into an afro as well. This is this is my natural hair. You know, it goes into an afro. Mm-hmm. You know, once I start combing out with these curls and stuff, I've posted afro pictures of me on my Facebook. You know, my last profile picture I had was of me with my afro, and um, it's just. To, to to just basically promote uh uh self-esteem when it comes to right. your hair you know to promote your self-esteem when it comes to your hair and that's basically what the kinky hair club is going to be it's going to be for not only women but for men too because you know we know that in society you know we're forced to do beauty standards that you know aren't really natural to us you know people can 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 do what they want they can they can wear their hair straight they can wear their hair however they want but um i just want to also promote kinky hair as well because you know um kinky hair is also a beautiful beauty standard as well you know not only straight hair hair as well too you know Everyone's everyone's hair is beautiful, but at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when we go home, <laughs> you have to take off your wig. That you have to be, you know. I just want to promote. I just want to. I just want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, just want to make sure that I I motivate people who don't want to who don't want to wear all the wigs and weaves because there are people out there that don't really like that, but they do it because they feel as though they have to to keep their job. Because right. some people have jobs to where, you know, they might work like in an office somewhere and maybe they work in a, a restaurant or maybe they work somewhere where, you know, kinky hair isn't accepted. I want to just, I just want to motivate them to let them know that, yeah, you are beautiful the way you are. You know, with your kinky hair, you know, or without it, you're still beautiful. But that's what the kinky hair club is mostly about. It's going to be about. And so there's a a lot of young girls who want to join. I have a lot of names of a lot of young girls. Because um, that's where it starts. It starts, you know, with the young young ones, you know. But, yeah. So, where do you see yourself 
five years from now. Because you're a very busy woman. What do you see yourself five years from now? What do you see yourself? Join the key here doing in five years. Join the key here. Join Kiki, as my mom say. <laughs> my Kiki. mama calls me. Yeah, my mom calls me Nakia or Kiki or Joy. What is you the meaning behind that? That's a family name, right? So. Oh, okay. Before I get to tell you what I, where I see myself in five years, I'll tell you where the name Joy, Joy Nakia mm -hmm. came from. Okay, so Joy is my birth given middle name. It's on my, it's on my, uh, all my documents, you know, on my birth certificate, on my identification. Joy is my legal name, my legal birth given middle name. And Nakia is the name that my family gave me since I was a baby. It's an African name. Um, um, <laughs> and that's where the Joy and Nakia come from. Everyone in my family calls me Nakia. Nobody in my family calls me by my first name. My first name is just extremely common. It's just like a common American name. And nobody calls... It's so weird because my mom named me that, but she doesn't even call me that. She doesn't call me that. I think it's because she had me when she was very young, like at the age of 17. Right. I, I have a twin brother, too, as well. She doesn't call... Yes, I have a twin brother. She doesn't call him by his... By his uh, his uh, first name as well. She calls him by. Oh, also, we're, we're you know referred to by our middle names or by our African names. And mm -hmm. my brother's African name is Hakeem. Okay, Hakeem. Yeah. My name is Nakia, and since my family calls my whole entire family calls us Hakeem and Nakia, nobody calls us by our first name. No one, no one in our family. There's people in my family that don't even know that. They think that that's my like my first name. There's like family members that have that don't even have an idea, no idea that my first name begins with a T. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, Joy is my birth given um, legal middle name, and Nakia yeah. is my birth giving my birth given name that was given to me by my aunt when I was a baby, and um. So that's where the Joy Nakia comes in at. And but unfortunately, because of trademark purposes, mm. I have to. It's I'm not gonna give it away what I'm changing it to. Right. Um, because I told you that some guy, some singer, yeah. he got yeah. the yeah. word. Yeah, yeah. He, got, never, he got the word Nakia trademark. That. Right. Never seen that. Never seen what? this guy. It's on the trade trade uh trademarks. Yeah. And so I so there's no confusion or you know you know this is just the beginning so my song is not released yet i still have time to switch it up and what i'm going to switch it up to it's it's it's, it's going to be basically the same but it's going to just be switched a little bit and i'm not giving it away yet until my single comes out and then you guys are going to know all right but um yeah <laughs> i have to take care of you have to take care of the business part first you know, before, before I put my name out there, because trust me, when I put my when I release my song, I'm gonna promote like crazy. Not only that song, all my songs, all I'm gonna just promote me. I'm gonna promote myself. I'm gonna be like everywhere. They're gonna be like she was a lion because I haven't begun to start. Like I haven't began to promote on all my platforms. My following is gonna grow because my music, you know, is good. I my goal is to make people jam. I want people to to be like, oh, I like that song, like that girl did when I told you she walked, yeah. young girl, how she yeah. walked up to me and she's like, oh, I really like that song. 
It makes you, it does make you want to dance. The break, listen, the break dancers will love that song. And yes, the break dancers out there, people, still break dancing. Yes. Or just any dancing, man. Like, it yeah. makes you want to, when you hear that, when you hear that song. Um, so, so yeah. So, if you're bringing that type of music, which is very well needed, people need to dance too. It's okay to dance. Yeah. We, we That's going to be in the club. They're going to be playing my music in the club. That is my best one of the I can hear that being played in the club. I actually can't. So yeah, we we need to make that happen. And I even help you with that too. So they got you got me recorded. So I'll see, you know, talk to a few people, try to get that out there. When it's when everything is done, because I know you you gotta make sure everything's right. You know, um and and, and that's great because you have to. The the other oh yeah, the question was um was uh what was so what was the question? Where, where do you see yourself in five years? Okay, so in five years, I have a lot of plans. I hope it goes well. Um, in five years, I see myself uh, doing everything that I, I dream of. Still ma- making my making my handmade items, but making money from my skill. You know, making money from my skill. Will, when you come out with the products, is will it be under your name? Will you do like a clothing line or something like that? Okay, well, if I do decide to do my clothing thing, um, if that will be under my name, mm-hmm. you know. Um, if it's like the handmade items or something, things that I'm selling online, I have to ship off. I'm not going to put that. I'm going to, that's, that's probably going to have like a business name to it or something. Right. You know? Right. Um, but, but um, I plan on doing that. I do want to work on a house because right, right now I'm in a, an apartment, you know, in Boston. And it's okay to have an apartment, but I really want to work on my dreams. You know, I really always wanted to. I, I've lived in a house before. Like, I've rented houses before, like, mm-hmm. when I lived out of state. Because, like, I used to live, I don't know if you know, but I used to live down south. Like, I lived out of the state. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I lived down south. New. I'm not gonna say what I'm not gonna get all my business. I don't want to say what state that was. First, I lived out of the state with my. As a matter of fact, I lived in New Jersey for ten years. Yeah, <laughs> lived in Jersey for ten years and came back to Massachusetts. Yeah, throughout my whole twenties, actually, I was in in New Jersey. And um, how do you like it there? How do you like it in Jersey? Well, I lived in South Jersey and North Jersey. I liked it. Mm-hmm. There's some things I like about. It and some things I don't like about it, right. but um, yeah, it was a, quite an experience. One day I'm gonna write a book, but I can't write my book. I can't write my book yet until I until until I do my music thing and have that take off and get like like famous for my music first. Then I can write my book. Right. And then right. my, meet my uh, my prince charming, you know, because I just got out of a relationship, but I'm on the prowl, looking for a new man, looking for a new love. Girl, you're gonna have listen. You're gonna have everybody blowing you up. Listen, y'all. Don't be hitting up like that. You know? She said what she said, but just chill a little bit. You know? You know. Yeah, because you yeah. Um what was that? Oh yeah. You have before we get off. You have to let people know where to to find you. You give all your 
social media, give them give them the plug of where you know TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. Okay, like I said, I'm gonna let them know where to find me. But my name, my stage name, I'm gonna change. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm not right. gonna say it's gonna be Here's similar. Like I said, it's gonna be exactly right. similar. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just have to do my research. I have to check first at the U.S. trademark. USPTO, it's called. I have to call them up again and just the, and ask like maybe a couple more questions regarding before I make up my mind as to the stage name that I'm going to use, whether it's going to still be Joy Nakia, spelled the, the new way that I have with the Y, or uh, whether it's going to be something else. Uh, I may just shock people. You know, I might be coming with something else. You never know. But um, since I love saying my name and my music so much, because I have my new song, uh, you like when you see my, I'm saying my name in it. And so I told him I'm re-recording tomorrow, right? Right. So I guess after, you know, I release it, then everyone will know my new name. But for right now, it's still Joy Nakia. And they can find me on Facebook under Joy Nakia, Joy and then the second word is Nakia, spelled N-A-K-I-Y-A. So that's Joy. And then Nakia, spelled N-A-K-I-Y-A. And so they can look me up on, on TikTok and on um, YouTube and on Facebook. Um, under that, I have Instagram, but um, right now my in, you can they can go to Instagram if they want and follow me. But my Instagram following is going to go up soon after I... I start posting. I never post on. I'm never on Instagram. I hate Instagram, but I gotta start to love Instagram because if I wanna, if I want my music to get out there and I want people to, right. to, to know who I am and jam to my music, I have to start, you know, doing stuff on on Instagram, yeah. which um, yeah. I'm gonna start doing soon. Definitely. Look at, look at look at what I'm doing right now, Joy. I don't do the live thing. That's that's not me. Like I do behind the, but see, I gotta do this. Like when the, when the artist asks for me to do this, and then it's is is giving me more people to tune in, like more uh-huh. audience to tune in. So I was like, I gotta do it. I'm not gonna probably do it all the time, but yeah, you know, this is this is another part of the of doing the platform. I mean, uh-huh. in order for us to get ourselves out there more, sometimes we gotta do we gotta do more. Even the things that we're not really particular care for, like some people don't mess with Twitter. People leave the Twitter alone now. They do the Instagram. I know you're not a big fan of Instagram, but like you I'm said, I'm about to be on every platform. I'm about to be. You got to, you got to, because people are like we don't see you. So now when they say that, you could be like, well, you ain't wait, we ain't looking. You're not looking. You're obviously not looking. I haven't even begun. But no, to listen, everything is a process. Everything is a process. You got to trust the process. When you start, you know, from. It's you got to start somewhere, right? So you got to. Mm-hmm. It takes time. It takes time. But listen, um, thank, thank you for this. Thank you for taking the time for this interview for me. I'm doing this. I'm doing this because of you. I did it for another artist. I'll do it for a few artists that want me to do the live. Other than that, you know, you're gonna hear the same interview on on um, Spotify too. So I mean, in other digital platforms and. Uh, so, I'm gonna be on all the platforms. I'm gonna um, be on all the platforms. I'm, gonna, I'm selling that song on all platforms. Right. So y'all just gotta, y'all gotta just stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you got um, Lizzie P. I see, I see people that's tuning in slowly, tuning in right now. Uh, Liz Pre. Okay. Uh, um, before I let you go, you got any shout outs you want to give? Uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to the female artist out there who, who write their own songs and create their own melodies and they're trying to make it, you know, out there. They're trying to, you know, make something of their music and they want, you know, to be noticed because every, you know, we know we want to be noticed we want to be seen i see you and i just want to let them know that shout out to the artists out there definitely yeah, keep, the producers, keep it up in the producers. keep it up keep up the, the good work yeah oh the musicians too the producers and the reason why i made a special shout out to the females is because it's it's, it's hard for no, us it's, it's, right. no i got you you know we get taken advantage of people do things to us and yeah, I, I just want to say shout out to you guys and to you ladies and um, um, also to give a little bit of advice also. Because, you know, I told you, you know, I write my own songs. I do yeah. my, my beats in my head and I know how to do all this stuff. When you're first writing your song and you come up with an idea. And if you're at home or wherever you are, record yourself right then and there. That way you have a date and a time because I do that with all my songs. Like this song, you like what you see. I've been wrote that. Like this is this is. Oh, I've been far before I, I met the dude that ripped me off at that studio in Quincy. I've been wrote it. far before I met Gundy. Yeah. I've been wrote it. Like this song, well, not before I met Gundy. I I know Gundy Gundy for like a few years now. I mean, before I went to him for him to actually for us to actually collab on a beat, I had been wrote the song yeah, and the melody. I had been made yeah. it up. Mm -hmm. So, like, my advice to you, got you ladies is. When you first come up with something, document it on devices. So that way, that that's a, that's not copywritten through the U.S. Copyright Office right then. It's copywritten on a device, on something that's showing a date and a time. Not only on your devices, make sure you transfer it to, if it's not on your, your laptop, all your computers, make sure you put it on as many devices as possible and then some like your, your mom or whoever it is in your life that you trust that know that you know that you can trust truly trust also go to their device and say hey i'm going to copy this onto your device because you never know just in case something happens to your stuff you have it on your loved one's devices that way you have mad backup so if anybody tries to, to do anything to try to steal from you or do anything you never know you'll not only have it done that, that way then you'll have it done at the U.S. Copyright Office because that's the proper way to do it. But I'm saying before you get to the U.S. Copyright Office, because not all of us um, go online right away and, and, and pay the money to do that right away. You know, some of us like saving our stuff and doing it all as a um, collection. Like my last thing that I copyrighted, everything was like as a collection. So until you can do that, make sure you have all your stuff, you know, all your music, whatever, even if it's a melody, anything, saved somewhere into as many devices as possible. And not only on your own devices, your closest relative, your mom, somebody who you who you trust and know that will not steal from you, somebody that you, you know that you can trust. 
because just in case there's a house fire, just in case something happens, you lose it, your stuff or it gets stolen, you'll have it somewhere else. That way, if somebody tries to steal or tries to uh, do a copyright infringement or tries to get your shit copywritten before you did, when it gets to court, they're going to be exposed. They're going to be like, uh, excuse me. And also put it on video as well. Video record your on a device that has the time and the date. Because on my devices, I can go back right now and look. Oh, this was done on June something such. 2020. I have songs I've written back in 2015. I have songs I've written in 2018 that I haven't put, put out yet. You know? My stuff is, you know, yeah. So make sure you do that. I just want to make sure because, ladies, you don't want... No we don't want these these men out here taking advantage of, of us because you know they'll they'll do it they'll do it to the ones who they think that they can get away with it but they they think they get away with it now but when it gets to court they may think they can get away with it now but when it gets to court they won't get away with it because they'll be asked to retract everything that they did and then they'll get exposed so document yeah yeah i just wanted to say that because there's some devils there's some fucking demons out there unfortunately this is the world we live in there's, there's not there's, everybody is not a good person just because you go on their website their google thing and they have some good reviews that don't mean nothing there's some people don't even leave google reviews some people don't leave google reviews you know there's different reasons why people don't leave their review or maybe they're not going to leave one yet or that maybe they're waiting to leave the review okay so right. just because somebody has a bunch of good reviews does not mean that you can trust them. Make sure you have your stuff copywritten. And before you get it copywritten through the U.S. Copyright Office, make sure that it's on other devices with dates and times. Not only on your device, right. your, your closest relative's device as well. The one that you can trust. Okay. Absolutely. It's a music business. Music business, people. Remember, music business is a business. So everything... Everything like everything that you do, you have to make sure it's protected, documented, whatever. Ain't like like she just said, she ain't playing. So no, I'm not listen, my, my music is like my thing. My music is like my two kids because I have you know I have two kids right. Yeah. So but they're they're grown. Okay, you how you name your kids? You know you create your kids and then you name them. You create your music and then you give them the music your titles. You know you know. I have like wrong one that was born in 2019. I have you like with me that was born last year that I haven't put out yet. You're like you like I'm protective over my music. You know, it's your music. You know, you wrote it. You took that's your hard. You know, your hard on money that you put on it, your blood, sweat, and tears you put on it. Of course, you don't want somebody to be like, yeah, listen to this, and you're like. Wait a minute, that sound like my shit. That sound like my shit. That sound like my shit. You know, so yeah. You don't you don't yeah, you don't want that to happen. So yeah, protect your music, protect your whatever it is. Protect it belongs to you, protect it. You know? Protect it. So pray to the spiritual world. I know you guys are like some like when my my some of my followers see this video when I share it to Facebook, they're gonna be like, wait a minute, I thought you was an atheist. They're gonna be like I'm like, I know that's what I used to. I used to think I was an atheist. That, that's, that's another. That's another video. <laughs> but yeah, but no, no, I'm, I'm, a I'm very much spiritual. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not a Christian or anything like that or any, anybody's religion anymore. Like I used to. I'm just a spiritual person. You know, 
I'm a very a spiritual person, and yeah, right. also pray to whoever it is you pray to, because the spirit world is real. You know, let me tell you, I have my experience with a near death experience that I had in 2019, and pray about your music, pray about whatever it is that you want, you know, in your life, and it'll manifest. Like I, I, and it's crazy because I've been dreaming of dreaming of being a singer since I was 10 years old. Right. 10 years old. Right. And it's, it's funny how it manifested. When I was 10 years old, I used to sing around, sing around the house, but I wasn't, the songs I was singing wasn't anything that was good. And it, well, listen, and it, and, 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 and it became you gotta good. You got to start from somewhere. You got to start from somewhere. Exactly. It became, it, it became good. I didn't even know how to make beats. I didn't used to know how to do that. When I first met Gunzi, I didn't know how to make beats. I met him, what year was it that I met Gunzi? I met him in, I believe it was in 20, it was, it, it, it was either in 2016 or 2017 when I met, first met Guns. And I didn't, when I first met him, I did not know how to make beats. I knew that the, I knew that I wanted for my song Wrong One, I knew that I wanted like a, a basic drum beat that I mean a boom bap beat, but I didn't know how to create beats in my mind like I do now, you know? And, um, it came true. Everything that I wanted, it it literally came true. So that's what I'm saying. Pray the spirit world is real. You know, dreams do come true because this is a dream for me that I that I my song my music is coming out like I wanted to sound like my voice is developing and but then again that's another story with my voice because it it wasn't like it was a few years ago. I mean, it wasn't as good as it. It's better now. Right. And only because me, of me in the past listening to haters. And, you know, when I used to go to church. Did I, told you, did I tell you what happened with the lady? Yeah, you, did. To me? You, did. you did. And um, that was messed up. I mean, that, yeah. that, that, when you say stuff like that, I mean, you could tell, you could tell them. Because I, I remember the story. But okay. you, you could tell them and let them know. People, so... When I used to go to church a very, 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 very long time ago, I was in the choir at a church that I went to. And anyways, this lady shut me down. She told me to never, ever, ever sing again. I was singing. There was one person who seemed to have liked it, liked my singing because it was three of us in there. And the one lady liked me and the other person was saying, never, ever sing. She said, Never ever sing like that. She said like that again. Because the way I was singing, um, it wasn't how, how I used to sing on my first song. Like it was, I was kind of like holding back. Only because the lady told me to never sing, sing like that again. Like in the way that I was singing. And I don't know, I don't, maybe, maybe because she didn't feel I was soulful enough. I'm not sure what it was. Because of her, that's, that's why it took me so long to even come out with, songs all those years you know I didn't know you hear from me not one song because one lady told me never ever sing again you, you're not a singer never ever sing you should never wow. sing wow. that's what she and I believe that I believed her one person oh, one person that had that, imp that impact on you in a negative in a good way or a negative way she managed to have that, and I'm glad you overcame yeah. that, though. And, you know, 
You know somebody said this about Tina Turner, right? They didn't like her saying it when she was in church. Oh, and really? Enough said. Enough said. She's a legend, right? Living legend. Mm-hmm. She's not here with us no more. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't like the way she sung. She did it. Her, she sung it in her way. And now her way is gave her millions before she left us. So don't pay attention to the haters. That's, that's a good example. You do what, what you, but first of all, believe in you first. Have faith. And like you said, whatever you believe, you know, I have power, whatever. I wanted to add something. So this is another reason why it took me so long for my song. This is a single that I'm about to release because when I first um, started it last last September, I wasn't really singing, giving it my all because of what that lady said years prior. And right. it wasn't until the, almost, I think it was the last session I had with this song, um, like what you, you see, that I, I began to really... I don't think I gave it my all, all, but I gave it more than what I gave it before. I, I because I'm tr- beginning to break loose because I I heard other people telling me that they really like my voice and complimenting me, and so that's what started motivating me, and that's what started you know because you know my daughter she's not gonna lie to me, you know people I love they're gonna tell me the truth. If they oh, that's what you, want. you don't need no yes man. You even your family, your friends, you need them to tell you like yo that ain't it. Start all over. Start all over. Yeah. That. You can do better than that. That's what you need. You don't need nobody to go, oh, yeah, and then you get out there and embarrass yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I thought they said I was I need Exactly. But what I'm saying is that I went back to singing the way that the lady told me at the church never, never to sing. And that actually was the right way. Right. But because right. she made me believe that I was singing the wrong way, that no, don't never sing ever again, never sing. Don't sing at all. Basically, that's what she told me. I believed her that I, I didn't have a voice. That I didn't have a chance to be a singer. And, but people seem to like my singing. Well, and I'm even practicing more, to, you know, my singing more to sing live now. Like for a live audience. I'm, I'm working on it. It's going to come. It's going to happen. Yeah, we need you know? to go out there and do those shows. We got to see that. We got to see you out there. It's going to happen and I'm and I'm gonna shock people. I'm gonna shock the people who not people who don't know me. I'm not gonna shock them because they don't know me before. I'm saying the people who, who knew me from before, like at the church and stuff. And I'm gonna shock them people. You know, because I'm gonna make sure I hit them up. <laughs> when I release this song, you think I'm, you think I'm not gonna text them? I still have some and be like, oh remember me? Hey, this is my new song. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do that. The 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 biggest um, payback is success. That's the biggest payback. Yep. That's the you know that's what revenge or whatever. That, that's the biggest. That's that's how you handle that. Like look at me have, now. Oh, I have a song coming for them haters. I have a song for you. I have a. Oh, boy. Oh, no, I'm right. saying I did wrote this song. Mm-hmm. This song, this one, I have so many songs. I can't wait you to know get them. Look out for that when it's, you know, in time, in time, in time. Take your time. People may feel like, oh, why she did? She ain't coming out with it no. now. Listen, but they can hear part. They can hear a snippet of it if they go on my timeline last week. They can hear like a snippet of the, the pre the pre chorus because I'm, I'm about to release it. 
just like I said, I'm going to re-record it um, one more time so I can have one more version, a better version of it. And that's going to be that. But, um, yeah, you guys, follow me. Join the Kia. Um, TikTok. Facebook. You know, YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come on, guys. You guys support me. You know, I got some positive music coming and and yeah something you can jam to something that's very very catchy it's called you like what you see that's one of my singles i have a lot of singles coming actually so if you want to hear a snippet of you like what you see go on my timeline on facebook and the pre-course will come on and that's a snippet i'm not giving away the whole thing yet because i'm about to release it and yeah all right so well, Thank you, Dan. This is your host, Del C. Oh, you're welcome. You, you're very welcome. It's your host, Del C. My guest, Joy Nakia. And we out, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Woo. That was, that was uh, definitely, definitely one of my longest interviews in a while that I had in a while. And, um, we did. We've been trying to do this interview for for a while now, so I am glad that we finally did it. And um, as her as her um, project um, progress and it's complete, then I definitely will do another interview with her. And it might be in person, depend depending how the situation is. Um, I do wish her a lot of success, you know, there's a story behind, behind us, you know what I mean, because I did interview her before, and uh, people like that first interview that we did, which we did in person, and um, growth is something man like when people communicate and they talk and they actually see where the other person's coming from and it's it's important so like I said I hope that she's able to put the project out people are able to understand um, where she's coming from musically and just as a person because she's very creative very creative person um yeah, I wish her the best. I wish her the best, like all the artists that come on this show. So I just hope that she continues and don't stop and don't let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do. You have to keep going, no matter how old you get to. I'm turning 50. But anyways, that's it, y'all. I'm out one What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Today, on the phone with me, I have a special guest. She is an RB singer, songwriter, and her she goes by the name Lay. Amongst a lot of other names. We'll get into that. Haitian butterfly. We'll get into all that <laughs> in a few minutes. Um, how are you today? Sounds like you got um 
Like, yeah, yeah, my daughter. <laughs> yeah. well, another superstar in the background, her daughter, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Good to have you. Good to have you. Good to have you on this phone right now. Um, we Thank will meet you. in person very soon, I'm sure. Um, yes. I didn't know you've been tearing it up and everything. Um, <laughs> And you know, doing your doing your thing. I I seen a couple of uh, your performances, but when did this all begin, Belay? When did she? When did you first start getting into music? Um, basically, I started singing uh, at two, at two years old. Wow. Um, and then there we I go. started. <laughs> yes, and um, my parents would put me into like the theaters and arts like after school programs and whatnot um but it all really started like at 10 years old like i started really getting an interest like i want to do this as a career but being but being raised in a haitian household you know how it is like no education comes first oh yeah so my, so my parents necessarily didn't believe in like the whole um superstardom thing um but i still continued doing music on the side for fun um writing music um learning how to make my own beats and whatnot wow and then uh, going to the studios and recording some of my songs that i have written and then probably during covid I was like, you know what? I should take this seriously because everybody was, everybody's been like nagging me. Like, you should take it seriously. You shouldn't be playing games. This is not a hobby. Like, you're really good at this. So, probably two months ago, I just decided, you know what? I'm gonna make an album. I'm gonna, I'm literally gonna take this music thing seriously and. It's been going good from the, from from here. Oh yeah, I see. It's been taking <laughs> off. I see you got big things, international things going on. I I see. Um, I I listened to the tracks you sent me. I'm telling you, uh, wow. But we'll we'll get into that. So when you're so <clears throat> this is your because I know you have some some other songs out but yes. that you had before the album before you have yes. this album that we're going to get into we're going to talk about that um because i heard um yeah i heard of, i heard a few <laughs> and then the ones you gave me um mm -hmm. which they all oh my god all all of them are amazing but we'll, we'll get into that when, when was your first when was your first actual like studio album um, my first this this is my first studio this is your album. first wow yes <laughs> okay so we're gonna jump right into these to these singles then because i want i want to talk about the single cry um mm -hmm. you know and of course the other ones too but i, I want to talk about that one um explain explain this one to me um i have an idea what it's about and who it's about but mm -hmm. explain how this came about how the how the you you know decided to write this song um so this song i fully produced and wow. wrote um because i do play the piano um wow <laughs> the guitar and violin so 
I pretty much, you know, I was just like dibbling, dabbling on my on my keyboard in the basement, and um, and um, I was just thinking about like, you know, life and how and everything that I've gone through in life and the deaths that has occurred within the family, especially like my dad. Um, even though he's been gone for five years now, going on five years mm. now. Um, you really never get over it because no, you don't. <laughs> um, so he was he was mainly one of the motivations to write this song, and also like my nephew. My nephew also passed away. Um, probably late last year. Wow. And it was also. It was also hard as well, and and then brother. So it was. It was just. It was just a lot. Uh. Yeah. Uh-oh. What's wrong with the baby? What's wrong with the princess? Mm. <laughs> She's. <laughs> She's just very. That's mean. all right. You can get mommy spotlight back. You can get her attention back. We just we we gonna wrap this up. We gonna wrap this up soon. Uh. No, but yeah. So th- that's how the song came about. It was um, and there there was one part it says, someone once asked me why do the good ones die. So it's like why do the good people always die? You know, and right. it's. So that's why I, I added that quote in there. And I'm like, well, we never know the reason why, like, the good ones die. But I always have, like, a notion that when it's your time, it's your time. Because at some point, we're all going to die. Unfortunately, um, yes. We're all going to die, unfortunately. But when God needs you more, then, like, that is your time to go. Um, so I always... I always think about it that way. Very positive way to look at it. And, you know, those that those that believe, we, we, we know that this is true. You know, when God comes calling. I mean, you got you don't got a choice. You got to go. Because like yes. you said, we're, we're all going to go one day. Exactly. So um, that, that's how this song came about. And when I, when I was recording it, I kind of got a little emotional. So we had to take like multiple takes. Oh, I'm sure. Um, but at the end, uh, it, it just it came. The finishing product came out like better than I expected. Oh, it it absolutely did. I'm telling you, <laughs> um, I almost. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I cried listening oh. to that. You know, oh. <laughs> I really I really did. I'm gonna be very honest with you. It's very you know because. As I say to a lot of artists, when you do songs that people can relate to, I mean, we all lost someone. You know, I happen to have lost uh, my my father in 2018. So, oh, yes. Sorry. It, Same year as my dad. Right. Wow. Yeah. And to lose uh, a cousin, a brother, or, you know, it's, it's, it's all the same. You don't, you don't get over it. You just find ways to deal with it and um yeah as you're you know as we're living still just try to think about the good good things about them um 
but I love that. I love that song. I, well, I love it. just about all your songs, anyways, that I've heard. Um, thank you. <laughs> so they, 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 thank you. I, you're welcome. I will say thank you to the people that pushed you to take this serious because you have a gift and a talent. And you're going to reach a lot of people with your gift and talent. Um, but we'll get into that. So, wow. That means a lot. That means a lot. Coming from you, that means a lot. Oh, you, you're welcome. Very welcome. Just being honest, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> um, into you. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, now we, that took, that took me back to, um, Fab and, um, but I know it was your 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 version, and um, you put your touch on it, and you did you put your own words in into this. Um, you oh, are yeah. a true soulful singer. Um, yeah. How was that? Was that that you? Um, first, first of all, I didn't even know that you played your own instrument. See what you learn when you <laughs> when you talk to when you talk to people. <laughs> you find these things out. So, but how how was this process of putting this song together oh i've been i've been i've been wanting to like like make this song but i didn't know how so what i did is i actually like if um a lot of people what a lot of people don't know is towards the end of the song i did adding like a classic to it too like i remade a classic Absolutely. from barge um so exactly like going exactly going back to that i'm sorry go ahead no no no, no. it's okay <laughs> and um i really like fabulous and tamia's into you like that's one of my favorite songs my all-time favorite song and i can listen to it 24 7 if that was the only song available in the world wow, <laughs> wow. Um, and I and, to my, and I've heard other versions of people, you know, doing the song, but they always they always did like a remake with the same words. And I'm like, you know what? How would Lay sing the song? How would I put it? And then I'm going through it. I'm going through it. I'm going through it in my head. I'm going through it in my head. And then um, one of my friends, he was like, "Hey, let's collab on a on a on a beat." So we collab on the beat, and then the guitar, that the the, the bass part that he did, like kind of kind of sounded similar to to me as in fabulous is into you, and I was just like, I really like, what you, and then I started hey, going no. off, <laughs> okay. and I was like, ooh, what if I put this verse in here, and this verse, and this verse, and this verse, and. And then I was like, ooh, but I need something special. I need, like, the extra sauce in it. And then the whole part of the I Like It, from the song I Like It from DeBarge. And I'm like, ooh, I need to find a way to put that verse. And mm. like, I like it. I like it. And I was like, ooh, how, how can I put it? And then, and then it hit me, like, towards the end. I was like, okay, when I'm doing the ad-libs, let me add it in there and see how it goes. And it went... It matched perfectly, so yeah. <laughs> Amazing what goes on in the studio and to have um, him collaborate with you. The production, yes. the production is—I'm telling you—I'm. I was like I said, I'm. I was listening to it before I got because I was out 
work, whatever I work at nine to five, you know, you know, you still gotta, but I'm, I'm listening to it while I'm, you know, in the car or whatever. I'm just listening <laughs> like, wow, it takes yeah. you back. You, you know, who <laughs> did you, like, who did you grow up listening to? I know you, I was around music and like, who, who influenced you? I mean, the is, I mean, they're great. They're great, but were there other, like, were there other? Oh, <laughs> many influences. So, I was born in Haiti. I came to the United States at four years old. Let's talk so about I, it. <laughs> Let's so, talk about it. Yes. So basically, I'm from. So my family, we are predominantly Catholic. Um, okay. And I went to church proudly every day with my aunt because my godmother who is also my aunt who was a choir director um for our church our local church in haiti so i would always go with her and always watch her singing and and um that kind of was like oh i want to do this too because i always copied everything she did with singing yeah i would always copy that um but in the, in the household, like we would listen to Celine Dion, we would listen to Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? We listen to um, who? Uh, we almost um, Michael Bolton. Oh, here we um, go. All the like, great singers, all the great yes. singers. Your name in different genres. Uh, well, it's all soul yes. music, really. Yes, Whitney Houston. Oh Lord. Oh yes. Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. Yes. Um, um, there's other, there's other like female art, female artists too that I look up to, like Queen Latifah. Mm. I look up to her, I look up to, um, this what's her name? Like, her name is her last name was Whiteley Karen mm. White, Karen White, yes. yeah, Karen White, Superwoman, the Superwoman, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, I listened to her and, um. And other many artists, um, like the boy bands, uh, Boys to Men, um, New Edition, mm-hmm. Bobby yes, Brown, yes, yes, yes. John Gill, Shanice, all, mm-hmm. all of them, pretty much. <laughs> I hear these, all these influence you're saying, and I, I know I heard uh, someone, uh, another person that uh, interviewed you said the Janet. I, I hear the. I hear a little bit of Janet, but I, you know who I hear though the most? Lay. Mm-hmm. Lay. That's who I hear. You know <laughs> what I mean? I know that you're influenced by a lot of other artists, but you have your own unique style. Yes. And it's dope. It's dope. I'm telling you, like, it's Thank a breath you. of fresh air. It's it's a lot of great music out there, but you're, I really enjoy listening to your music, and I, I think a lot of people will of all ages, of all ages, will appreciate your music. Oh, that means so much. <laughs> As, uh, hey, I'm telling the truth. I, I, I'm telling you, I really like what I heard. Um, tender Love. Now, the minute I seen Tender Love, <laughs> you know what I started thinking about? Force MDs. I was like, is she, gonna do, is she gonna do Tender Love? And then when I heard it, I was like, this is dope. The Tender Love was dope by the Force MDs, but this, this song is oh, I was like, wow. Thank you. Every like everything is like crystal clear. Like y'all got this the singing, the music, everything. Y'all, you got this. Wow. I'm like, 
it's taking you back but we're still in 2023 it's like giving you yes. that feel of of r and real r&b music and and nothing against anybody else really <laughs> nothing against anybody you know what i mean when i say that yeah definitely um this i'm telling you i I, I knew that this was shout out to God Legacy. I knew that this was going to be into you, into you, because I knew that it was going mm -hmm. to be, you know, because I was already listening to your stuff anyways. I'm like, this is going to this is going to be great. I mean, yeah, really good. But I, I mean, I was I was actually supposed to um, see you perform in person with all the other with all the other artists. Um, yes, yes. You have another opportunity to. Um to do that uh so my uh my management um my manager and also the management that i am under um root god management and um they are they're presenting a showcase at the island in malden if mm -hmm. nobody heard of the island in malden you know the spot <laughs> Um, so there's gonna be a performance there on Thursday, eight okay. from eight to one. Um, if I'm performing with uh, many other artists as well, um, who they're also performing. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm definitely gonna make it there. Um, <laughs> I might even be performing myself. Okay. Possibility, possibility. <laughs> Young people reached out to me. One of you, you know, so if that might happen. Um, That's good. Um, it's probably a quick performance and leave, but I I really want to be there to see the whole the whole um, performance. And like yes. like you said, once you make up your mind that you um, want to make it a career instead of a hobby, I mean the sacrifices that come along with all this, which you know of. Um, Definitely, we all we all do. Um, uh, so, do you have any other any other shows coming up? Um, we're working on it. We're working on the other shows. Um, basically, we're just trying to see like um venues and whatnot. Um, and also other locations that um I, I can get my my music across. Absolutely. So it's not only Boston, Massachusetts, like Rhode the Island, world. that it, yes, oh, you know it, New Hampshire, exactly. You know, yeah and that is important to people um thinking outside the box traveling in other cities there's more places than just boston trust yes me. and exactly. uh, so that's that's great that you're traveling all these places and it's hard for me to keep up i'm like okay <laughs> i i can't see this meet meet um can't see this one this performance but i'm gonna try to make it to this one but i'm yep. so glad that you you're getting to do what you love doing um and doing it well um it feels great it just my i always say that my like you know we have artists painters and like the they have like a brush and a canvas my pen my pen and my notebook those are my pen is my brush and my notebook is my canvas so if I, if literally, if I, if my daughter says something, she says a word, I can automatically be like, okay, let's, let's make this into a song. <laughs> like, that's just me. If I hear something, see something, experience something, I'm like, ooh, how can I make this into a song? 
like how can I make this into a hit so that's that's just how my mind works and processes now there was another song that you and we to get into that um it was um in Creole yes and it was um I love that (laughs) song and I was like you know what I don't even know what she's saying (laughs) but I love it but I love it you know what I mean because your vocals and everything and again the music everything um tell me about tell me about that song and I gotta ask you a question on about that about you know yes so the song is called Ukone in English that's translated like you know Oh, um, so mainly I'm talking about experience of, about me getting cheated on oh. and, and I'm just letting the guy know, like, you know, you hurt me, but you act like you act like you didn't, you act like you didn't see that I was hurt. You know? Um, and it was just like, you hum- like just me expressing it, like you humiliated me in front of people. You made me feel bad. You made me feel worthless. Like you acted like you didn't care. So that that's what the song is mainly about. It's about a heartbreak and like me getting cheated on. And this is from a real life experience. So I'm just I'm I was writing it on that. Wow. Yeah. So this um true story, y'all. <laughs> Basically yes. a true story. Um, yes. <laughs> uh there was one there was one more you sent me because I, I really want to talk about these songs. And you know, of course, the album. I don't want to go far away from it. It was another <laughs> one you. It was another one you sent me to that I listened to. I think I covered the three of them, but there's one more left. Um, I sent you a lot, so <laughs> I know, I know. I'm trying to, <laughs> and and trust me, I appreciate it because I was I was listening to it and just trying to remember all the all the songs. But um, I think we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Um, no problem. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you sent you sent me a few. You sent me a few. Um, so you speak uh, three different languages. That's now, correct. Okay, cool, cool. So can you say something in all three <laughs> languages? If you want, if you can, if of course you can. Of I can, you can, but and tell I me what up. they mean, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, geez, like I can, I can say like a quote that's really powerful and that can, like you know, make people's days. So in English, I love you. In Creole, mon amour. In French, je t'aime. So, <laughs> cool. I appreciate that. Um, if let me see, if you um, first of all, would you work with um, other artists? I, I know you mentioned. Of course, I would work with other artists. Definitely. It'll be it'll be nice. It'll it'll be nice like seeing the dynamics. Um, any any genre wouldn't matter, right? Any. Um. <laughs> well, let I mean, me say. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yes, a, yeah, I want to hear you answer this one. 
it depends because like I can do rap and hip hop of course mm-hmm. um but it just depends on like okay what are you singing about you know because like mm. you, you have to uh, also understand um when you're featuring with somebody you're also getting looked at uh, yes absolutely so it's like okay let's just say okay Lay decided to do a song about uh guns drugs and stripping mm. right and then everybody's looking at me like but she but this is not her character this is not what her this is not what her persona is about mm-hmm. there's so, not word persona yes yeah. and it, so it, 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 it will confuse people it's like yes yeah so it's like there's there's an image thing and there's like a morality thing as well so it just it literally just depends on who the art is not it's like the personality of the artist what they're about what message they're you know they're promoting out there with their music so that's what i look for pretty much mm. okay well, well that that's yeah that's very important um, yeah with do you where does Lay see herself in five years from now? Um, I think this is like a, a far stretch, but I see myself walking on the red carpet. And <laughs> mm, nothing wrong with listen. You can speak these things into existence. You yes. Because you manifesting know, it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because um, it, Mm-hmm. If you look at what's going on with you right now, it's these <laughs> things that happen that I'm sure you dreamed about doing. Oh, definitely. Um, but in five years, I do plan for my music to go far, actually booking shows, booking shows like all over, um, working with um with a lot more local artists but also familiar faces as well um and just you know just you know spreading the love <laughs> you know it was like just from like having my music just touch many souls and touch many people's lives like that that's my goal that's my dream oh, oh yeah speaking of yes um <laughs> what now, um, because you're, you're so great at doing what you do, um, now, let's talk Broadway. Would you ever um, think about pursuing, you know, not putting your music, it's still music, not putting your uh-huh. music away, but putting it aside to pursue something else like... Like, like theater? Like theater, like Broadway, because I can see you doing this. I can see you oh. doing Broadway. Um, <laughs> yeah, being on a, a Tyler Perry uh, play, and not even necessarily him. Um, because actually, my brother mm-hmm. does that too. So if he was, oh, if wow. he was looking for a singer, <laughs> I would oh. be able to tell him that, hey, I got a singer for you. You know, of course, your people like have that. to talk to these people and, you know, um, because I'm seeing that, too. I'm seeing that in you, too, you know. Um, and then you mes- mentioned Whitney Houston and all the heavyweights. They, they you yes. know, they, they've done everything. And you, I see you, you doing this. 
Um, well, another icebreaker. I did theater in wow. middle school and high school. I like every play that my school would, you know, pre- like um, present. I would always audition and get a role. So I was always like doing theater stuff. I w- and also I was in the I was in chorus in my school. <laughs> I was in my school's chorus. I was also in my um, my church's choir, and they always chose me as the soloist. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, why am I always getting chosen to do the solo? Because you can sing. <laughs> you can sing. That might be some of them that could, could, could carry a note, or Mike can do the back, you know, background. <laughs> and I'm not taking nothing away because everybody has a mission. Everybody yes. has a, um, a calling, I should say. Um, yes. So many will be called, few will be chosen, and it, they're like, "Well, Lake is saying um, <laughs> we're gonna put her, you know, in the front and let everybody else <laughs> play their position and do what they do." That's <laughs> how it was. <laughs> see, I'm the, I, you see, I, you, I, I, you can tell I'm not making it up. <laughs> I wasn't there, but I know how I know how this goes. Oh you know? yeah. They, they they seen it in you. They seen it in you early. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they seen it in you early, and it's you know, it's always it's it's always good to um, start early. You started very early. Jeez, four years old. Oh my goodness, you already <laughs> this was, you were born to do this. Um, What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned back into the new Del C show, and of course, I'm your host, Del C. Yes, over the last couple of years, I've done interviews, but what I'm trying to focus on is the ones that I talked to in 2023, whether at the beginning or close to the end. I have a few more interviews coming up, but I'm just going to decide to just do those, and um, I'll do those starting the new year. Um, but shout out to all, again, to all the guests that I had on my show. Um, I'm going to get into some more music and see if I can find some more interviews. I, The ones, listen, the ones that I don't don't get to um, play, I might have to play for a later date. Because, you know, going back into the archives, you know, sometimes it's tough. You know, you want to get the, you, you want to get all of them. But so shout out to everyone of you that allow me to interview them. So, y'all bear with me as I try to look for all <laughs> the uh, the uh, interviews. But for now, I'm gonna play some. I'm gonna play some music by some of the artists that were on the show. Some of the independent artists, and yeah, that's how I'm gonna do that. Y'all keep it locked. I'll be back, and then I'll of course end the show soon. All right. And um, again, I hope everybody is going to have a great um, New Year's Eve. Celebrate with your family, loved ones, friends, whatever people that really care for you. That's who you need to be celebrating with and and be safe. Be safe. OK, that's it. Um, uh, all right. I'll be back after this, y'all. Yeah, that's seven.
Zeus. Shout out Hall TV too. Loud house. I came up out the abyss. Niggas can't tell me shit. I just went hard for a few months. I just took off, it blew up. Taters ain't saying your name. I'm sorry you ain't doing too much. First a nigga chopped and screwed up. I had rock bottom and blew up. I came up out the abyss. Niggas can't tell me shit. I just went hard for a few months. I just took off, it blew up. Taters ain't saying your name. I'm sorry you ain't doing too much. First a nigga chopped and screwed up. I hit rock bottom and blew up. I came up out the abyss. Niggas can't tell me shit. I just went hard for a few months. I just took off and blew up. And Patty's ain't saying your name. I'm sorry, but you ain't doing too much. First, a nigga chopped and screwed up. I hit rock bottom and blew up. I'm rolling the eighth. Breaking down weed on my lap. Said it's just me in the pack. Producing the sound that you niggas can't rap. We hit up DJ Math with a pin in the pad and jumped in the lab. No, this not a hobby. I put in work, can't nobody stop me. On the first sketch prototype. And y'all niggas carving copies. I told a dick ain't free, wanna fuck on me, I'm a Mac little mommy. I hit from the back, then I'm sliding. Back to the trap, then I'm mighty. I just hit Brody, I sent them to Addy, he finna pull up on me. I got the drop on the suckers, don't wanna hear nothing, we pullin' up on them. They wanna act tough till I pull up, am I right if I wrong them? They say they hate me, but I say they love me, cause music what I put my all in. They say they hate me, but I say they love me, cause music what I put my all in. I came up out the abyss, niggas can't tell me shit. I just went hard for a few months. I just took off and blew up. The panties ain't saying your name. I'm sorry, but you ain't doing too much. First, a nigga chopped and screwed up. I hit rock bottom and blew up. At seven, my name. No, I do not play. I bring the heat when I spit these flames. I'm a trendsetter that's major like panties. That two to the chest, one to the brain. I'm so gone. I'm taking off, not looking back. These haters is cap, I'm speaking facts. I sit in my seat, reclining these beats. I'm relaxed. Told little mama, let go. I just wanna be alone. Said I need you to detach. She said no, she got more fight. Now I'm running back for Rematch. I'm feeling that my haters is mad, they can't catch up. I'm not feeling bad. I'm feeling that my haters is mad, they can't catch up. I'm not feeling bad. I came up out the abyss. Niggas can't tell me shit. I just went hard for a few months. I just took off and blew up. And Patty's ain't saying your name. I'm sorry, but you ain't doing too much. First, a nigga chopped and screwed up. I hit rock bottom and blew up. Sexy.
But as for me, there's no worries 
What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Tonight on the phone with me, I have a special guest. She is an entrepreneur. She has her own business, Thorn Rose. And she has a part. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I'm just excited. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. Priscilla, owner of Thorn Rose. Yes, that's my business, um, my fashion and beauty business. And yeah, I'll let you do a little more of an intro. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Delcy. You're amazing. I'm just excited to be on your You're show. You're amazing too. But no, I, I'm, I'm excited to have you on here. And um, what I was saying is she's a, um, she's an owner of Thorn Rose. She ha- has a podcast um, called Speak Your Mind, which is spelled, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. She'll tell you how that's spelled so you can spell it correctly. Um, and did we want to talk about the tax? Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that while we're, you know, in the conversation. Yes, she's a tax definitely. she's a tax analyst so I I'm just throwing those few things in there and she's she's working on other she's working on other things but um I'll let her talk because we got I got a few I got a few things that I'm gonna bring up during this interview so yes so what is your first what is your first question what would you like to know mr Delcy What's the first thing on your mind when it comes to me? First thing on my mind is, you know, we always got to start at the beginning, right? So uh-huh. the listeners are probably going to want to know how did you start this business that you that you started and what does this consist of? Because it's different. You have, well, I don't want to throw all the questions at you at once. So, so well, this pretty much just started based off of from a very young age, I was just always into like fashion, like, you know, growing up, I was very much into music and fashion. So for instance, I'll say there was artists like Aaliyah. That was like one of my favorite artists many years ago, rest in peace to the beautiful Aaliyah. So like I had, I was like kind of in my tomboy phase when I was growing up and like you know, my sisters and I we used to listen to like Criss Cross, Shabba Rang, Wow, uh, Big Daddy Kane, Salt and Pepper. Like there was just so many greats that we would listen to growing up. So like when it came to the hairstyles, the different hair colors in our hairs, and like you know, poofing out the bang and making it look like Salt and Pepper, and like wearing the baggy jeans like Criss Cross, wearing them backwards. You know, wearing the crop top with the baggy jeans like Aaliyah. Like we just. You know, we got, we were very inspired and like, we just TLC, like so many different people that 
you know, inspired us in terms of music and, and fashion that I didn't realize like how inspired I was. So I just kind of like, you know, lived my life and made the most out of it with, um, you know, with the struggles and everything and what I went through growing up and stuff like that. Music was always like an outlet. Fashion and music was always an outlet. So I grew up, um, just to kind of sum it up or whatever, my mom was, um, you know, pretty much not a working mom. She, um, you know, she lived off of government assistance all her life pretty much. And, you know, every time that first of the month came around, you know, for whether it was every two weeks or whatever, once, like twice a month or whatever, we always looked forward to that. My dad paid child support, so we always looked forward to, like, you know, his money coming in so that we could always, like, buy clothes and, like, you know, look good or whatever. And then that one time a year that government assistance provided, like, that, you know, the money for, like, the school clothing to go to school and stuff, we always kind of depended on that. And even though it wasn't much... We wanted to look fly. We wanted to, you know, be able to kind of like not necessarily fit in, but we wanted to like have good stuff. So, you know, things were even back then. I mean, it's much cheaper than what it is now. But even back then, in those times, it was still considered expensive. So, like, we wanted the Air Maxes. We wanted like just good clothing. So, we always had like, you know, just a thing for fashion and music at a very young age. And then as I got older. I'll say maybe like in 2011, just to kind of like fast forward to that time, I had already, you know, kind of lived my life, went through so many things, got married, um, I want to say had a child already, and yeah, I was married with a child and everything, and then I'll say maybe like during my separation and divorce with my ex-husband, um, I, I kind of got consumed in that relationship because that was my first solid relationship that I had with, you know, just raising a daughter and everything that I kind of forgot about myself and what it was that, you know, made me happy and made me like optimistic and everything else. And then once I tapped back into that, I'm like, wait, the foundation of it all is fashion and music. So, you know, I just kind of got back into everything and got my came up with the idea of like thorn bros um at the time uh i believe rihanna had released her first fragrance and it was called i think like la belle la belle flor or something a rebel la flor mm. or something like that it was a fragrance that it was like she had it like in a french name or something and i don't know how i got thorn bros out of that but somehow thorn rose just clicked with me and i was like oh i like her name for her fragrance and i was like maybe i can use this name for my fashion so that's kind of how thorn, thorn rose came about and then when that idea kind of came to me i'm like what exactly would be thorn rose like what would i do and i'm like oh right now just to brand it and kind of like put it out there or whatever i could do you know whether it's ripped tank tops you know t-shirts caps things like that but eventually I want to put out a full-blown clothing line. So, like, some of my favorite pieces are, like, you know, women's blazers, even menswear, like, looking blazers, like, oversized blazers. Mm. I love bodysuits. I love trousers, like, pants. You know, I love the fitted skirts. I love the skirt idea of, like, you know, being able to go to work and wear 
you know, a, a certain length of a skirt and for it to look like it's very corporate and like for you to wear at work. But then if you want it to go out on a Friday night and stuff, you know, you could have that blazer on over a bodysuit with a skirt. But then if you had to go out to dinner or meet with the girls or go out to a club or whatever it is, you would still be dressed to go out. So like I love that's kind of like the concept of thorned robes. I love the idea of classic black and white. But also cool. with like a touch of bright colors and like floral prints. I like a lot of printed clothes and stuff like that. And for it to be like in the smallest of details, um, like an edge, whether it's like the trim of something to be like a little bit of leather, a little stud or something, you know, to kind of give it that little edge. So I, I kind of came up with the idea of thorned rose, a feminine flair with a moderate edge. So that was kind of like my slogan and everything. I became incorporated back in 2011. I kind of rushed everything. I thought I knew what I was doing and the business side of it. And I really didn't. I didn't get the name trademark. There's a lot of legalities that go, goes into like, you know, branding yourself and everything. So I just wish I would have done things a little bit differently. But, you know, going forward, obviously, there's a lot of things that are coming up and a lot of things that I'm going to obviously do differently this time around and stuff like that. But that had that kind of diminished after a dissolved I should say um the brand after maybe a couple years like and I just kind of got discouraged and was like you know what I didn't go about it the right way I didn't actually get the merchandise up and selling you know which was a very big disappointment because I went through everything and like literally just before I was putting it up on e-commerce to like put it on the website to like sell it it just kind of like things just fell through the cracks. I didn't have, you know, money to continue to invest in myself and a lot of things went left. So I just became a working woman like anyone else, continued to work, continued to pay my bills. But Thorn Rose was always at the heart of everything. And like, I never lost sight of like my vision and what I wanted to do. So like started working for a company, a big high-end company that everyone knows. Uh, a luxury company called Neiman Marcus and I was working there for many years I worked in jewelry I worked in fashion all different departments skincare and everything so I worked as a personal shopper and a stylist um, I worked with news reporters um, even some artists that you know you may know or whatever I won't you know name drop right now but I worked with a lot of people and I did really well with the company and I was there for like five and a half years so when it was time for Pretty much when the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, things shifted or whatever, it kind of like just woke me up a little bit like, okay, am I going to continue? I did say I was going to stay with this company only for like five years. Um, now it's five and a half years. Am I going to continue on with this company or am I going to, you know, do my own thing? So at the time, a lot of us got fully furloughed off of work and then eventually I was asked to come back. And I just declined the opportunity to go back. And I that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to go full force into the brand and rebrand myself. So that's when I put up my website, which is www.thornrose.online. And you can purchase any of my uh, beauty skincare products there. I have some merch up there. Some of my um, uh, no-cap dad hats, which are pretty cool um there's a few pieces that i have up there but i'm very low on merchandise right now i'm gonna obviously get back into that too and restocking and all of that but 
as of like a full blown clothing line that's kind of like you know the future of thorned rose the fashion side of things so i do have my website you can purchase the skincare line on there there's amazing all natural products on there uh, it's just pretty cool you get to see like a backstory and like you know where it started and you know a little bit about me um there's also like a message box where you could like you know give your feedback on any of the products and things like that um, but yeah, so I rebranded during the pandemic and stuff, and I've just been kind of going full force since then. So then everything else just kind of came naturally for me, um, because I, I've always wanted to make sure that it was like, a, it was an authentic lifestyle brand. Whatever felt naturally to me is what I wanted to sell. Even when I worked in high-end luxury, uh, high-end luxury department store, I never wanted to just throw high-end or expensive items to just anybody i always wanted to make sure that the items were customized for that client made sense for that client and i would even look for deals or whatever and it had to be you know that it it went with the client's eye color hair color their body frame you know like their height like it was just you know the colors and textures of the fabric like does this make sense is this gonna fall right on this figure like there was so much that went into it that I wouldn't just, you know, sell just anything to anyone. So whatever felt naturally to me is what I would sell. And that's kind of like the, the model that I go by still to this day. So anything that makes sense for me that I feel good about using um, in terms of skincare products is what I would sell to someone else. You know, it's all natural. It's healthy. It's only going to enhance your beauty. And then when it comes to like fashion, it's very customized and detailed to that person, to their personality and what they look, you know, their height, their, their figure. Oh, all that, of those. that's perfect. I, yeah. I take all those things into consideration. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much like the fashion thorn rose beauty side of it or whatever fashion and beauty when it comes to thorn rose. Now, I, re I remember when we had the talk, this, mm -hmm. this talk about the, the cream and uh, it helps people that have eczema. Now I have eczema, so this is for men and for women too, right? Just like yes. the clothes, clothe, the clothing line too. Yes, so that product specifically is one of my most popular products, which it's one of the most popular products out of the beauty line, like the skincare line. It's um, the turmeric and lemon uh, cleansing scrub so it works as a dual action and when I say dual action you can use it as a daily cleanser morning and night or you can use it as a weekly exfoliator because it's a scrub as well so it's like a sugar scrub so it has turmeric it has lemon it has ginger it has honey it has a lot of essential oils in it and the reason why I say dual action is because, it, like I said, it, it works as a cleanser that you can use daily, morning and night, but it also works as once a week as an exfoliator. So, like, if you already have a cleanser that you use and you don't want to switch that cleanser, then you could get this product and just use it as once a week as an exfoliator to exfoliate your skin and get rid of, like, the dead skin and stuff. And it's absolutely amazing. Like right away, it, it pretty much brightens up your skin. 
if you have any hyperpigmentation, like, you know, uh, different colors throughout, like, your face, like spotting or anything like that or anything from blemishes or whatever, it's going to clear all that up. It's all natural. It's, like, not harmful at all because there's no, like, toxic chemicals or anything in any of my products. They're all natural. They're made to order, so they take a little bit, you know, it probably takes, like, two weeks for, like, production and everything and to get it out to you. So that product also I say dual action because it not only works well on your face if you have your whole skincare line and you're good with your face you know like with your skincare products and you don't need anything for your face you can also use this product on your body so it's not something that you can only use one or the other you know only for your face no this is actually a product that works well all over your body as well as your face so whether it's uh, eczema, whether it's, um, you know, dry skin, whether it's psoriasis, like patches or whatever, like I've had psoriasis patches on the back of my neck for the longest time. And ever since I've been using uh, my products, I've gotten rid of that. Um, I've only, I used to have very problematic skin where I had, you know, a lot of acne around the chin area and like my lower cheeks and stuff like that. And a lot of that has cleared up. I just wanted to find something like natural and something good that would get rid of, you know, the problems that I had. And once I used this product and I realized, okay, this is all natural. It's not harmful or anything. And it's like getting rid of everything. I'm like, why? It only makes sense to tell the next person about it. So that's why I feel good about selling these products. Um, these products, honestly, if no one ever bought them, I will continue to use these products. Because that's how much I stand by them. That's it. I'm it, locked in and for it life. works. And it works. And so. it works. It works. I'm locked in for life. So the turmeric and lemon um, cleansing scrub, like that works for your face and your body and works as a cleanser and an exfoliator. That's the most popular item that sells out very fast. After I use that, so I only use two products. I use that as a daily cleanser, like I said, and then nighttime as well. And then whenever I feel like I need to exfoliate my skin. So when you want to exfoliate, you only use a little bit of water. So that that way it's granulated and it you can feel the actual scrub working, you know, on your dead skin. Like working on your face, you can feel it. So whenever you want it to be a cleanser, you use a little more water and it foams it up to make it more foamy. More like a cleanser. So you can see the texture of the product changing depending on how much water you add to the product. And you only need to use like a dime size amount. If you want to use a little more than a dime size, because, you know, we all have different shaped faces. Obviously, some of us have oval shapes. Some of us have, you know, a more rounder face, a little more face, you know, than others. Then obviously, I recommend using a little more. But this product, it goes like a little bit goes a long way. You don't need to use that much. To, to get the effects and you feel the effects and everything from the product and see the results and everything literally after the first time use and then the other products that I have in the beauty line and the skincare line is um, the extra strength hair max oil which is for thickening and lengthening of the hair so if you have you know whether it's from putting a woman from putting her hair back in a bun or a ponytail or something and you tend to do that a lot and you see or even as as we age our hair tends to like thin out 
and the edges get thinner and everything, you start to see the little balding or whatever. It's perfect for your edges. It's perfect for a weekly treatment, hot oil treatment. You can even warm it up a little bit, put it in your scalp, part your hair, put it in your scalp, and literally put like a bonnet or something over it or whatever. You could sit under the dryer or you could just sit with it for many hours, sit with it overnight and then wash it out. It works well as a weekly treatment, but it also works as if you blow dried your hair and after you blow dried your hair, you want a little bit of shine in your hair. You use a few drops, rub your hands together, get the ends of your hair and then all throughout the rest of your hair just to give it a little sheen. So this product, it smells amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And you will see results in terms of length and thickening. And it also works for men as well. If you have a patchy beard, have that beard that you want to grow the whole thing out but for some reason you have one or two little ball spots that won't grow in this is the product that you want to use on those patchy areas to grow your full beard in i think i want to check that out too (laughs) i think i want to check that out not that i had that that problem now but i had that when i was younger some people do and, and not even even if you don't have the patchiness of it but it's just the way it smells and the fact that it's all natural essential oils. Oh, I like that. Just to keep it like moisturized, you know, so your Mm -hmm. hair doesn't look like, you know, dry or like brittle or anything like that. It's literally just a good thing to like use a little bit of it to keep that moisturized, nice, you know, like it looks like you're treating your beard versus just letting facial hair sit on your face, you know, because some people really will grow their beard and the hair is just sitting there and it's like why aren't you treating that you can tell you're not treating it you know and it looks so much better when it has like a little sheen to it and you're like you know you're treating it good the hair's growing in healthy and everything else and then the other so the other product that's extra strength hair max oil that works for women and men as well and you could even put this on kids that's how natural the ingredients are that you could use it on a child's hair a child when you're parting the hair putting it in little small ponytails or whatever it is and you want your hair you know your kids hair to grow when they're in the toddler stage or whatever it is you literally could put this in the parts of their hair on the scalp just to keep a healthy scalp so the hair grows very healthy it's the best stuff like not because it's my product it's the best stuff. If you try it, you'll, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you try it. In terms of the second product that I use for my face, after I use that turmeric and lemon cleansing scrub, I use the luminous facial oil. That's another product that all the ingredients, all natural essential oils, I don't use any moisturizer on my face. I only use the facial oil on my face because it gives me that nice natural glow. You only have to use so much of it, very little. For all these products, you really just have to use a little bit and you have to be careful because these are like full-blown oils. Like there's no, like there's no preservatives. There's no chemicals. There's nothing fake in these products. Everything all natural. So you want to be very careful when you're using them and only use so much of it, you know, like very, be very careful because it will last you a very long time. Wow. If you're very, you know, careful with them. So yeah, the luminous uh, facial oil is for the face. The turmeric and lemon cleanse and scrub is also for the face and body. 
works as a cleanser and an exfoliator. The Hairmax oil is the extra strength Hairmax oil that works for men's beard, for children's hair, for women's thickening and lengthening on the hair. I've even used the Hairmax oil on my eyebrows because there's been certain moments where for whatever reason my eyebrows weren't the healthiest and I might see like a little patch that those little hairs aren't growing back quick enough. So I'll take some of my hair max oil and I'll start treating my eyebrows. Like every time I wash my face, I'll use my scrub, my cleanser in that area, make sure my eyebrows are good. And then I'll put the oil after. And I've seen those little patches of missing hair grow back. Um, the luminous, the luminous, um, sorry, the mango and papaya um, glow figure. It's called glow figure. You know how we say go figure? Yep. Go figure. So instead, I I, I <laughs> glow it figure. Okay. Glow figure. Wow. It's like a glow on your figure. So that body oil is absolutely amazing, and it's lightly scented with mango and papaya. So that's the only thing that that one product has like a very small percentage of fragrance in it. But other than that, everything else is all natural. So these products are all natural. You can go on my website www thornrose.online and you can read the ingredients that are in each one of these products and see how natural they are um and you'll you'll know the you'll know how good they are when you try it one time like literally you'll get results right away so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really i love my products i i only oh i can tell about, i can tell i only feel good talking about my products because i've been using them for some time and you know, my, my skin has gotten so much better and stuff and my hair is healthy. Like I have healthy hair and all that. So mm -hmm. there was a time where my skin and my hair was like hurting. So, yeah, I think, I think that people really do need to check this out and it really needs to get out there more. Um, shoot. If we can, I mean, if they, we could just get you to like do commercials, like, TV commercials and advertise this. I'm <laughs> well, serious yeah, because, you know, it's like I'm not just yeah. selling this. I'm I'm the owner and I'm telling you because I use yeah. it on my own self that it works. I right. mean, no, I, definitely, definitely. You're saying you're speaking something to existence because I've been thinking about it. Like I want to start this new because I just recently cut my hair, so I want to start this like hair growth journey. Just okay. To how good the um, hair max, the extra strength hair max oil works. So I, I want to do like that weekly treatment because I started slacking on it and just using it here and there or like using it as a little bit of shine after I would style my hair and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I need to get back to like my weekly like treatments so that that way people could see the difference of like, you know, from when I cut it to like six months down the line, how long my hair will grow. So I've been talking to my hairstylist and we've been planning something to do something. And I think the next time around, you know, when I do promote the line itself, I'm going to have like a legit, um, a legit video that's going to be very commercial, commercialized mm -hmm. and it's going to be very on point and everything for everyone. So I've already been, you know, kind of having ideas and talking to like a director and stuff and he wants to like put my products out there and stuff so i think oh that's great that's good I think that's it's, really all gonna, good. it's all gonna come at some point you know it's just it's just a lot of brainstorming and 
getting things together right now you know seeing what makes sense in terms of dates and what would be the right thing to do you know the right direction i do want to like elevate the brand for sure because everything i've done in the past it's been like on my all my videos all my pictures any of my work if you go on any of my instagram handles my facebook or whatever i show all of it has been with an old model of an iphone if anybody's familiar with the se that came out after the 7 iphone 7 then it was the se i have a se phone still to this day and i haven't upgraded my phone so the camera on this is one little tiny little lens like the tiniest little circle lens i don't have multiple lenses or anything and i take all my videos and pictures with this phone everything that i create has been with this phone everything i've created on my website when you go to www.thornedrose.online it's all been with my phone so mm. everything comes from me i don't have a team i don't have nobody showing me direction i don't have anyone saying yes you should do this you should do that so when you go look at my work and you see everything that i'm doing just with this phone you can only imagine when i team up with people and like obviously you know create something bigger and better it's gonna it's gonna be on a better on a bigger scale oh it's definitely gonna happen i see it happen i do there's so many, so many things that you can do with this. There's so many people you can um, present this to. So, um, yeah, we. It's we've... a big market. It's a big market. A lot of people are paying more attention nowadays to like, you know, things like the the chemicals and ingredients that are in like a lot of our like, you know, our brands that are like in CVS and like you know over the counter like quick like stuff that you buy like soaps and lotions and all those things like people are really paying attention now and not wanting to like just put anything on their body or in their bodies you know so people are paying more attention and trying to be more healthier and making healthier options and that's what's great about this line is that everything is all natural so it's like you really can't go wrong the prices are right um and if you see something, you know, a little more than like a product for like a little more than $20, that product is going to last you a long time. The products last a long time. You just have to be very, you know, careful on how you use it. Because like I said, a little bit goes a long way. These are pure, all natural oils. On that note, we will be right back after this. What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Today, I got a special guest with me on this Sunday. This guy is a very hardworking guy, very busy man, rapper, club promoter, graphic designer, man, the list goes on. He's going to be talking about his new, his new music, his new artists. Welcome everybody. Let's welcome Seven Zeus. How you doing, What's brother? Man, it's your boy S Seven Zeus, Prince of New England, holding it down for all of New England as a whole. Hip hop, you feel me? You from New England? Stand up, mass stand up. We in the building. Um, I'm doing good, man. Got a lot of got a lot of great things going on this year. You feel me? Um, had a lot of maturing process to go through. So now we back. We stronger than ever. Got new management. We're going to talk about that. Got a new book on the way. We're going to get into that. 
got a few artists that I'm working with. Um, clothing line, we can get into that. Um, and just things like that. So I just want to shout out a couple names, people that's been helping me from the background. And, um, you know, talk about what I got going on future what's to come people what people can look out for how you doing Del? i'm good i'm good i'm glad to have you on here man it's been a, it's been a minute it's been a minute yes sir. um so you you perform uh, um friday right yeah at sammy's put, patio sammy's patio um, um that was a show put together um through my management rgm root god management and true era entertainment and then another guy that we um associated with for that project show me what you got um ace the truth and it was it was a good event man shout out to ace the truth and heavy man i know them i met um ace the truth um at another event in in rhode island that me and guy legacy went to and um i've known heavy for a while that's that's the guy guy was dead yeah man i got i gotta get him for that man because I would have definitely went to that, man. Um, it's hard sometimes to make it out to the sh- further shows out further, but when it's coming here, like I definitely can go to. I've been to Sammy's patio for a long time. I performed there a long time ago. I went to support other artists there, so yeah. Um, I I performed at Sammy's patio probably four years ago. So this is my first time coming back for the last four years. Last time I was there, I was performing with like K Mafia, LOE, and them. Um, Synergy in the A Mob. It was a big event. Wow. And then, um, I think BMG was there, Bugsy Streets and them. Shout out to them. Um, yes, definitely. I went there the other night. So that was the first time I've been there in like four years. But then I actually ended up going back, I think, last night or the night before for Kyle Washington event. And um, what's your boy's name? Guy Legacy? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. We just talked about him on the phone. Oh, he- Heavy? Starts with an L. Starts with an L. Um. Lenny. Lenny, Lenny, okay. Lenny, okay. Lenny Linguini. Okay, so yeah, I know him. I'm familiar yeah, with that brother. And um, you know, I want to shout out Lay. Lay's an artist. She's Art- my label mate, you feel me? Under RDM Root God Management. I actually got my manager right here, so he's gonna you can talk to him too about some things that uh, he got going on. Yeah, let yeah, let, let me let me know what's going what's going on with the um y- y'all connected, right? Y'all got um merged together, whatever. Yeah, we going we going we actually working on um a community project. It's gonna be a work a workshop. It's gonna be um poetry, agriculture, wow. art, dance, and hip hop therapy. Yeah, let's start. I'll talk to the brother now. Okay. We'll talk about that. We gonna talk about your your which I didn't know you was working on a book. We'll talk about that too in your music. But yeah, let's talk to this brother. How you doing, bro? I'm good. How you doing? Hey, everybody. How are the audience doing? How is everybody doing? My name is Tyrone Ford, but uh, everyone knows me as Rukard. Um, um, I manage bookings for S7 as well as Lay, who you had on the show before. Oh, definitely. I know. I, okay, brother. I know who you are now. Yep. 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 That's me. Um, you know, I believe in the people when the people have given up on the people. And I'm, um, you know, managing Lay. Um, they didn't have the support and the belief in her family, but I, you know, knew she was ready to make her debut at the jungle. And S Seven has grown from where he had a rough upbringing. You know, so I'm, I can't, I can't help people if they had a, a traumatic past, but I can give them a productive future. That's what we're doing. 
and um, do everything else with you know, God, everything is possible. You feel me? And also, a um, couple, couple of the things we got coming up is yes, he's working on a book. Um, he has always constantly working on new music as well. Um, and side so note, Lay is doing her thing as well. She just she's about to drop a new track, I believe Friday. It's called I Don't Want Your Flowers. If you look up on her social media, if anyone is following her on social media, um, whether it's on IG, um, I believe it's Dr. Lay. I can't remember the 1915. Either way, um, you can find it on Facebook, Dell personally, if you want to reshare that. She has a little snippet of I Don't Want Your Flowers. You know okay, I mean? I'll um, definitely it's shout it. It's a vibe. Yes. Uh, um, I think it's Lay Adelard. Um, on, on Facebook, Leah Bellard. I believe um, so. Yep, um, just let the uh, folks know that. And um, as far as what I got going on in the mix, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we have a couple of events coming up um, that S7 is, uh, right now he's curating some talent to have a uh, possible, well, it's not possible, it's gonna, when he sticks his mind to it, uh, an idea becomes an execution, you know what I mean? So he just figures out where the players are, he puts the team together, as well as the resources that I have and everything, you know what I mean? And we're slowly also building up um, the energy back over at Able as well, at an event space that he has. Um, what's the name of it? The East West Tavern. So okay. any, uh, any Able people or people in the Able area, I believe it's Thursdays. Um, no, we're waiting for another date. We're waiting for another date. So I'm I'm not in connection with that, but I'm in connection with him with that. So anything needs to be moved along, but also definitely I won't put that on their radar. You know, just pay attention on his social medias. If you're not following Trendsetter, you know, um, you should definitely be following that because there's definitely sense of trends now and um, the the plant-based stuff. Because I don't know if you know this now. Yeah, I do teach sustainable agriculture, and I'm just trying to contribute and support my artists and whatever they want to do. You know what I mean? So, if you want to, you want that to be a part of it. I can do that. I'm the one security. I can do that. You need, you need it to be promoted. We can do that. But so, he can do that himself too. But being a part of a team, and just because you can do something, and someone else can do it maybe a little bit more efficiently, mm-hmm. that's called teamwork. Definitely, I mean? definitely. We need to you see know, more of right. that. Your brothers are doing a lot. A lot. Me, Heavy, um, um, me, Heavy, Seven, we're doing everything now, you know what I'm saying? We like the three amigos, and um, we're going to bring this New England shit to the next level, and we just need the right people to be paying attention because there's going to be a lot of hate when you're doing something great. Of course. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk too much more because I want to make sure this interview is about my artist, but also I want to also say... uh, I believe 7.25 and 7.30. I'm waiting for my guy to get back to me. But we'll be going to the Cambridge Community Center to have um, to have a mixer, networking. Okay. A, a mixer, networking event. Possibly Lay will be singing there for a two-hour block off and on as the live entertainment. So definitely it'll be a vibe. Come out, network, uh, possible potluck, maybe. But some, something that brings the communities together, not just Cambridge, Boston, whoever. So we would Everybody, like this right. to, yeah, New England, metro area. We would like to make sure that everyone is knowing who's who. Tri-state area. So that's what we're trying to do with, with, with my talented artists. 
rapper, entrepreneur, model if you wanted to, you feel me? Uh, he's a good dude. He's doing what he needs to do. You know, it's the people around him that give him a, a different image. But what he's doing now is he's making the appropriate adjustments as an artist, as an entrepreneur, as an overall person and a child of God. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And he's trying, to, he's trying to reconnect the communities through the Panther movement as well. He's trying to keep things. It's kind of like the indigenous people. They're here. Just cause, you know, but they're still practicing their traditions. You feel me? Right. So, right. You know, and Lay's doing her thing on. Uh, yes, she does. Shout her out. Shout out to Lay. And, um, Definitely. Shout She's... out to Heavy, my business partner. I'm also the vice president of True Era Entertainment as well. Hey, shout out to Heavy. Definitely. Know that brother. We actually have. Um, we have some other events coming up. I don't have the dates in front of me. I wasn't expecting to talk. <laughs> I'm going to give the phone back to uh, S7. But if you want to follow uh, me on IG, if there's any artists out there that don't know what the next step is, anybody that wants to start to learn, um, you know, definitely holler at IGN. You know, when you, when you start rocking with us, it's not contractual. It's integral. Then after six months... If people want to continue to work, we can sign a non-compete or something like that. But I want people to know my hard work is free. Just as long as their hard, hard work is consistent. You know, that's my motto. Because doing something for some for nothing, it shows a lot. It speaks volumes to action over words. I can tell you, I can get you somewhere and get you shows. Or I can show you that. And, you know, that's my artist. They get exposure. They get the proper promotion. They get the respect, and then they get to meet other artists that are just as positive as them. And that's what it's about, too, because that's how you make good music and keep your artists happy. They're talented, and they deserve to have respect, like if they were going to be big already. And that's how I treat my artists, you know? So, you know? That's For a perfect movie. example, I had seven come over, and I, and I we had a meal, you know what I mean? So, I, and you got, so I got some food at the crib, came through, I fed them, you know what I mean? And that's how we do. We're a family. We're not just... It's not a business. It's like, I don't know how to explain other than that. If you ain't taking care, you ain't feeding your artist or accommodating them, then you shouldn't really be managing anybody. That's all I got to say. You know, right. right. I agree with you. Hey, thank you for your time. I'm telling you. Maybe I'll book an interview. (laughs) Yeah, you should, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. What's good? What's good? We got out the way. So what you want to talk? You want to talk community panthers? You want to talk projects, albums, books? You want to talk let's, uh, promotion clubs? Yeah, let's let's start. All right, we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with the music first, okay. and then we're gonna talk about the book because I that's an, all, all of that. All of this is important, you know, because they need to know what's going on with S Seven Zeus and what's going on with with all of y'all, man, with the true entertainment everything everything y'all trips everything y'all got going on all right so yeah we'll start off with the music um you dropped a couple of singles right is the full project out you got wild card dropout in my box also what i'm pushing right now behind behind the scenes for my artist is rock bottom that's just a slapper that's just a banger yo Absolutely, I heard I heard that track. Absolutely, man, I I agree. I I, I definitely um, but <laughs> you got my sign approval on that too. Let's talk about it. So let's talk about let's talk about views and time frames. You know what I mean? Because everybody, you 
know, I wanna, I just, I've been working hard, right? And I want to everybody to know that, you know, I got like three different channels. So if you go to YouTube and you put S7.Z-E-U-S, S7.Zeus, then you'll see three different channels pop up. But the page that you want to pay attention to that we're talking about right now is the Every Man For Himself movement page. If you know me, S7Zeus, aka Natural Pharaoh, you know I'm Big EMF, Every Man For Himself. That's the movement on the low, on the under. That's where you're going to catch all my artists, artist development, and people that I, that's coming from under my umbrella. Now, the overall movement that you see on social media, Trendsetters, Enterprise, Bring The Heat, Empire, LLC, that is my LLC company. That's for marketing, branding, cut promotions, flyers, graphics, and things of that such. You feel me? So don't get it twisted but every man for himself movement on youtube is the page in the channel that you want to subscribe to and the <laughs> that you want to pay attention to so over the last few years you know i've been i've been new to this youtube thing because when i first came into the game it was all cds and then it went to digital era right so yeah. i was just like selling my own cds and making my own mixtapes burning them up and going and make my own money like that so I, i've been struggling on on social media and these platforms to like really get a good digital presence and platform and get people continue to listen and that's probably mainly because i've been going to the wrong studios or producing my own shit and then it got to the point where i was like you know what i'm just gonna start going to the people who went to school for this or the people who really put in their 10,000 10, hours to master their craft and, and really got the gift for this so then when i started to apply my money in the right areas i started to get a better quality of music and i started to you know um hear things a different way and see things a different way because people started to not only listen but to read like continue to replay my music and things like that share it and feel proud about the work that i was putting out so if you're an artist you know what i mean just because you're hot don't feel like the people around you just gonna promote you just because you're hot on a lyrical level right you have to get, you have to get them something that they feel proud about showing people you know what i mean because you don't just represent yourself, you represent them too if you want them to promote you or share or show someone your music or DJ your music, they gotta feel good about it, right? No, you're right. So that's, Absolutely so that's a right. key right there. Get your quality right. So another thing I started to do was really like lock down on my promotion graphics and, and put in a good putting good covers to my music and that's what got people that got the clickbait going you know so when people see a cover and it pop and it look dope and it look interesting and it got a nice name and however i'm um tagging my names how I, when i compute it onto um youtube i pay attention to the to the to the iqs of it so you want to you want to pay attention to the c quote the ceo in i mean seo Excuse me. So you design, so you design, cause you 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 do the graphic design. So you design your own covers for the for these um, projects, for your right. projects. For each one, for each project, wow. for each single, for each flyer, for each show, for each poster, anything that I'm doing on the marketing and promotion level, I'm taking care of that all myself. Wow. And the, who are some of the? I know. Uh, I do know who Gunzy is. Gunzy's, Gunzy's, Gunzy's. Um, he worked with a lot of people. Now, who are some of the other producers on 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 your um singles on your on your music? So on the singles on the music, those were <clears throat> like producers that I was working with from YouTube. That's on YouTube. Now I have an album that I'm putting together. Oh yes, yeah. 
And that's all produced by Gunzi. And cool. all the beats that we're choosing on the album sound like live band is playing for me behind me. No, no techno computerized sounds or nothing. Everything live piano, live uh, guitar, live everything. But it's made off of like Motif, Tritons, MPC 3000, like beat making machines. But Gunzi's making the beat live. So it, it's, it's a live effect. You know what I'm saying? So it's more of an acoustic live album, but it still has the same energy of all the music that's happening today. Definitely. From, I mean, from I've already. To California, Memphis sound, New Jersey golf, to Brooklyn drill, to they got everything. Like I'm through, I'm, I'm, I'm all over. So I feel like I studied hip hop enough and I took enough classes to pass enough classes to where I can put this album out and I feel good about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, from what I heard, man, I'm telling you, I will, I will say the rock bottom. I, 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 well, I love, I like all of the ones that I heard that you sent me. You know so what rock I mean? Rock bottom is produced by DJ Mathematics. Wow. Okay. Produced that beat and he produced the record for me. I went to his studio in Hall, Massachusetts. Um, Timothy Lawrence brought me there. Hall TV too. Shout out to Timothy Lawrence. Hall TV too. He's doing his thing on the scene. Um, and he brought me to Hall Mass, and I got an opportunity to meet DJ Mathematics live in the flesh. We went through some beats. I heard that one, and I knew it was a go. I started writing immediately on the spot. 15 minutes later, I wow. studio recording. Wow. And if you notice, Rock Bottom is all one take. It's not too many ad-libs or nothing like that. We chose to have it like really just plain so that people could really just pop to the music and, and to what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely, man. This this is a this is a banger. You got a few bangers. The bop, wild card, dropout. You know, yeah, you, you got you got. I mean, I can't wait for the album to come out. And I know I got one song on my album playing right now. Um, shout out DJ Black from DJ, from Fleet DJs. Okay, down here in North Carolina, he picked up one of my um, records for my album called High Note. Um, I'll send that one to you so you can spin that too. Okay, um, cool. Note, and that's playing um, on his um, radio station, which is called One Time Radio. No, Quick Time. Quick Time Radio? Okay. QuickTimeRadio.com. So just go to QuickTimeRadio.com and then you can press play. And he's playing me. He's playing Twice Style. He's playing Bobby the Heart. He's playing a lot of local Boston artists and trying to put a song. And he's in North Carolina with Fleet BJs ran by DJ Frills. They have a coalition of DJs all in the country and they just try to wow. put on for artists that's coming up in their city. Cool. So y'all trying you like y'all trying to do this worldwide. Y'all trying to do this worldwide. Okay. Um let's talk about is one of your one of your artists, right? Scarlet Red. Um she got a Scarlet Red is working on her first EP right now. Okay, so I discovered Scarlet Red downtown Boston in the comments. I'll be going through there sometimes to, you know, hear fresh artists, authentic artists right off the street. You feel me? Wow. Like struggle from the grind of the mud. So they be having a little um wows up there. Sometimes you might hear them break into a little rap cipher every now and then. But when I'm up there, they all know I'm a musical person. So the conversation starts to turn into, you know, people showing me what they've been working on and things like that. Yeah. I happen to be having a conversation with one of my peoples and Scarlet Red was going off in the back and she was rapping and 
I didn't know her and I wasn't even paying attention to her, but I was in the middle of my conversation. I had to stop and was like, hold on, and turn around and pay attention to what she was doing. And I asked, I said, yo, you ever been to the studio before? Where you at with your music career? And she said, I've never been in the studio, never done a wow. show. Nothing, boom, boom. I said, come on, let's go. So from there, I took her to a show at the Simi's patio. And in the back, um, a freestyle session just happened to break out. So wow. she jumped in it. She jumped in it. And she started doing her thing. And she held her own for about five or six MCs. And they just oh, all shit. had to give her, her respect. Wow. I took her to, I just do a show May 18th in Haverhill at the East West Tavern. Yeah. And she didn't even know I brought her. And I <laughs> said, yo, you got something ready to go? She said, yeah. And she got up there. She threw a beat on to a song that she'd been writing. And she rapped the song from the top to bottom with no flaws. Wow. In front of the live crowd for the first time. And that's when I just knew it. Like, time to go. Yeah, I actually seen that performance too, man. And the fact that and i've seen that i'm like that's her first performance like not everybody gets like not everybody you know does well their first time performance so for her to get up there and do that yeah she's ready she's ready exactly yeah that's that's yeah so so yes um never been to the studio before never even recorded it before nothing yeah just been practicing you found you found the right one, man. You found the right one. She ready, man. Um, so her, yeah. So her her first project is gonna be swim or sink. Okay. Swim or sink. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's where she at right now in life. It's more than a statement for her. You know, sometimes music could be real life. Music is like a process and it, it builds self-confidence and it builds character. So right now where Scarlet Red is at in life, it's like swim or sink. Right. No, you're right. Yeah, absolutely so we're going to talk about your um your book you know what what um what is this book going to be about it's going to be about your life and you know the music and everything what's it going what what is this book actually going to be about so my book is you know how they say life didn't never come with no script yeah <laughs> yeah I know that saying now it has a script so i feel like i lived a pretty authentic real life and i've been through different phases in life like meaning um through domestic violence in my house as a youth and then gangs and then drugs and then you know just navigating out of that into the community and then entrepreneurship and then philanthropism so i i just giving the world or generations to come my experience on how I navigated out of being an uncivilized human being to being a civilized human being in a nutshell. And wow. this is how you do it. This is how you avoid the lies. This is the lie that's going to come. This is the lies that you should expect. This is how it's going to be told to you. This is how you need to navigate. This, this is when I was changing, when I stopped, uh, you know, trapping, I started hanging around these people and I started going to these places. And that's what kept me from going backwards and going forward. It's just on all how to fall forward, fall forward, fall forward, fall forward. You're going to make mistakes, make mistakes forward. You know, put your best foot forward in life and just avoid as much stuff as you can. But, you, but you're going to guarantee catch 
you know what I mean? You're going to catch some stuff. You can't avoid everything, but this is going to help people who read this book navigate, you know what I'm saying, out of out of the hood mentality, out of the mental prison, and to freeing themselves mentally. Cool. So when is when is the book going to be released? Next year. Next year, okay. Summertime, I'm 25% through. It's called You Have to Fall to Bounce Back. Um... You know, and it's a process. I'm going through the process. I'm living the process myself. So as I'm living and I'm navigating out of it naturally, I'm jotting down, jotting down things in my book. And not cool. everything that comes out right now is like, um, like let's say I write a chapter right now. That might not be just chapter two. That might be chapter nine. You know what I'm saying? So everything is just coming out spontaneously, and thing I'm organizing it as it comes out. And then I have to get the book of praise, but I already done the illustration and the artwork for it and things like that. I done the back, the cover and the back cover for it, and I'm already twenty five percent writing writing my book. Wow, man, um, it is a lot because through all the club promotions and studio sessions and going out to events, to I just became the PR um, for downtown Boston, so. My um the committee of people that I work for, they throw fifteen hundred shows throughout the city of Boston, downtown, and they cut the checks. So my job is to go find artists and go to events and scout talent and then sit down with artists and package their electronic press kit, the EPK, which consists of a bio, um, pictures, a headshot, video links, music links, um, things they've done in the music game, you know, it's their musical resume. And then I present that to my bosses and then they handpick who they want for to perform around the city and they pay them for that and they pay me as well for that. Oh, so that's it. So that's, that's a good deal right there. I don't really hear too much about that. You know, a lot of artists complain that they're not, that they don't get paid, but lately I've been hearing differently, you know, so... Um, how do you balance all of this, you know, with doing the promotion thing, the music, looking, you know, looking up other talent, doing, you know, you you got a lot going on. So, really, um, you know, the balance is you have to enjoy, you have to have a good quality life. I'm fortunate to have a good woman. Um, she's a traveling nurse, she's a doctor, she's fully down with me in my musical journey she understands and she likes to play the background she don't want to be all up in the mix and everything <laughs> like that and um you know her and i just kick it a lot we talk a lot we go out to eat a lot we go to the movies a lot we go shopping a lot we <laughs> build in um, where she, we always talking and she's always like just trying to help me um, do what i'm doing better Right. So and then that's that's a lot of it right there because I feel like if I didn't have that then I would be Absolutely not really applying myself the way that I should. But I'm fortunate to have a woman that makes me want to get better and be better and show her that like a better version of me. So I'm like on some entrepreneurial stuff hard right now. Like in the next year I'm trying to try show like you know, I'm going from rags to bitches. So wow. I come out the mud, you know what I mean? And I ain't, and I understand what I got with me, so I'm ready to go to the top. Wow. So are you um looking, as you get to the top, are you looking to do movies and soundtracks? Absolutely. To, you know what I'm saying? 
what I'm saying? Drops for DJs, more podcast interviews, more radio interviews. I got um Trendsetters clothing line is already Oh we oh yes, we getting there. I got, I, definitely I let's talk about that. I've got my first shipment, like nineteen shirts, different colors, different sizes, all of that. Um a few um coats and jackets. Um, to go with it on the side. I'm working on hats and sweatpants and stuff right now. But I got, I'm working on, you know, just stocking up for the summer and fall um, for the Trendsetters Coven line. But it's here, it's live in effect. I'll be putting up, since I'm talking about it now, I'll be putting up the um, videos and promotion for it tonight on my Facebook and on my Instagram so people can see what it's looking like. Listen, y'all, we'll be right back. off but you get in and we're gonna start this off and into the new del c show and of course i'm your host del c tonight i got a special guest caddy smooth and i'm just waiting on him right now to get in and we're gonna start this off That's what I'm talking about. We, we on now. We finally here. Yes, sir. Ah. Fresh, fresh from the studio. Fresh yeah. from the studio. I got Caddy Smooth on here. What's finally, going on? y'all. What's going on, What's going brother? On? Tell him, man. I mean, I'm late, but no, no, no. Better late than never, man. I'm just glad better, to have you on better. here, man. I appreciate um, you, man. I appreciate you, man, for taking this time. So, um, when did you? Oh yeah, we're gonna get straight to it. So, when did you start rapping, man? Um, well, when... yeah. So, like I, like I always freestyled in like school and what, whatnot. The, you know, the ciphers and everything. Right. I didn't really get serious. That that was like that was like playtime. So I didn't get serious to about probably like eight years after high school and then I just said yo man, I could do this stuff yo the first program I started on was Cool Edit remember that? Yeah. Cool Edit? oh yeah uh, uh, yeah yeah right that's where like I like I like I started to taste it and everything like that I was young but then like a couple years past that yo I caught the whole Pro Tools set and everything like that and yo took me about 10 years but like I feel like my craft is polished you know now there's always room to improve you feel me but like I feel like yeah, my craft is polished yo you can put me in any room sometimes yeah I see your uh, yeah man I see your 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 stage presence your 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 um man yeah. when you perform man, man the energy oh yeah definitely yeah, yeah. The energy you bring, man. This dude was in the studio. I mean, nah, it was the studio. Was in. He was taking off his shirt and everything, man. <laughs> on the interview we had, man, he was wild. <laughs> I just got a little something to talk about. I said, nah, man, you yeah. you bringing it. 
He was bringing That's it, was man. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you know what it is, man. Yeah, my shirt just comes off. But, like, that night I was drunk. I was drunk. Like, <laughs> I was one of you the last ones. Yo, I was one of the last ones yo, to go. So I had a lot of time. So you know, I got really, really bent. And then by the time I got up there, the passengers took over. You know what I mean? Wow. And that was a, that was a, that was a painful moment, but y'all had to release that. See what I'm saying? Y'all had to vent real quick, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran it back, and I was like, yeah, I was definitely, yo, I was, I was definitely nice, man. <laughs> real talk, you know what I mean? But yeah, man, I got some heat, heat, and everything. It's like I transformed my stage and everything. Man, I'm humble. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, I'm a good person. I'm humble, but on stage, dog. I'm, Cocky, man. I'm cocky, you know what I mean? Because that's my element. That's just something I'm passionate about. I mean, I love that shit. Like, yo, you can't tell me I can't rap. It's just not true. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? But that's like one of my slogans, though. I say, um, I don't rap because it's cool. We different. That's like one of my slogans. And I mean that. Like, I don't rap because it's cool or like there's a million people rapping like yo I rap to like vent like that's my therapy like that's that's how I cope and everything and you know I don't really talk much about my shit and all that but that's my way to talk about it I put it in my music and shit like that so that's it man you know absolutely yeah I heard that weak ass diss track, nigga Took you about six months What you niggas go, five ways on a video? <laughs> Broke ass niggas Caddy Stop living above your means, settle down, you know you poor Niggas talking people ain't got money for war I come from the gutter I can give two fuck what you thought That life takes a toll on your soul Make sure you can afford the cost The answer's probably no We know you can't afford much And sisters inbox Begging for eight bucks You broke up You ain't running no money up Always asking for a cup Frontin' like you make enough You on your fake game You got bitches on your team I'm surgical with the grip Make the strip but murder scene But I grew a lot so I'm just tryna chill Only time you fucking drill You drunk and off the bill I don't need none of that I'm a menace when I'm sober Demons in my head They standing up on Soldiers, fourth quarter, buzzer beat a shot, game over oh, I'm a motherfucking soldier Just soldier cause my money up, I made the paperwork You the one telling lies, nigga, post the paperwork But you won't, cause the hood won't accept it Cause you don't get respected for nothing domestic Straight pussy, acting tough through computers Three stooges, all I see is three losers Commit three sins, I need to be baptized You ain't even Muslim, Shalami, wise Come together, they been telling us lies Black lives matter, but some niggas still gotta die They sleeping on me, nigga, I'm the wrong one to try I know you know it in your heart, I'm the realest alive, pussy Yeah, I heard a lot talking, nigga You heard me, you need to get your money up Throw money in your books, nigga <laughs> Jay, you need to shut up, pussy The cranberry weave and shit, nigga Fake ass dress, you know your mom be doing it for you, pussy Jamal, this is grown men right here, nigga Gentle ass giant, big for nothing ass nigga. How you not entertained? How you not entertained? <laughs> Don't call me caddy on this one. I'm feeling like fucking I got it, nigga. Yeah.
everybody you're tuned into the new del c show and of course i'm your host del c tonight on the phone with me i got a special guest he's a hip-hop artist songwriter he goes by the name of Oso called cowabunga cowabunga did i say your name right brother yes sir yes sir Oso cowabunga. Uh, we definitely gonna get into that into <laughs> the name very soon but okay, okay. um when did you start you know when did the music and everything begin like when did you first start doing music honestly i've been doing music for, for years um it, it like middle school and i was writing a lot in high school and i just was just writing and doing music but i really wasn't taking it serious so like i'll say about like two years ago i really was like i right, gonna take it serious and really start pushing it doing stuff cool cool do you uh so yeah okay so you so you didn't do any you didn't do any performances back then in in school or anything like that um you know it's crazy so uh high school i did i did a couple of talent shows um i was like on the ball team so i had wrote us like a little anthem so that we used to come out to um so like stuff like that i used to do but it was just more of like more of like a, a parody or or like a remix to stuff it wasn't just like like me actually making the song myself it was just more like me remixing stuff cool so who so who was some of your influence like who was you who did you listen to back in the days that influenced you to 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 want to do the music um I listen to a lot of people because um, me being an artist, I'm also a student of the game. So I like to learn and I like to, to hit in different styles. Um, man, Pac, Big J, uh, Big L. Um, but honestly, my all-time favorite is Lil Wayne. Like, um, when he had his era, and I've been listening to Lil Wayne since he was hot boy. Wow, that's going back. Degrees. Yeah, like yeah. 500 degrees, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like when he was just on the track and wasn't even really rapping, he was just, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like, Wayne for me is kind of like my biggest influence in like how I put things together just because of how he came, like how he was able to create those type of metaphors, bar similes, and, and put together those type of music. Um, Wayne was... I'll say Wayne's the biggest, but I listen to everybody. Like everybody. Wow. Every ah, okay, so from from West Coast artists, South, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. East, I'm, I'm just all. Just all wow. Um so okay, so what is your what is your writing process like? Like, you know, what what if you know, how do you how do you write your music? So for me, I gotta go through beats. Um, once I go through the beat, I hear the beat, if I like a beat, um, I gotta make a chorus. Uh, for me, it's always about making a chorus. I might know what I wanna talk about, but it has to, I always start with a chorus. I write my chorus, once I write my chorus, from there I can then write my verse, cause I, I base it off the chorus story. Uh, the chorus is kinda tied into what I wanna say. Cool, cool. All right. Um... Let me see, like, you're a songwriter, obviously, for your, for yourself. Do do you write for 
do you write for other artists? Um, I actually do, yeah. Yeah, I actually do. And um, I, I help a lot of artists create their songs as well. Wow. But, yeah. R&B, hip hop, yeah, all, all tight. Yeah, I wish I could sing. I can't sing. But <laughs> I, you know, um, I could definitely write some R&B and I wrote some nice R&B songs, so. Wow. So I you know what? I want I definitely want to talk about the name. How did you come about with your name? Cuz I know a lot of people going to want to know this. All right, so the name the name came in high school, right? Um it was me and my boys and at the time I was just like like just like gay money, gay block, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that where it's just like everybody has it. Um so one time I was writing a verse and in the verse I said something about like I was also quick to do some shit and I'm like I like how also sounded you know what I'm saying like and this is before I actually like looked up the word and like looked into the word and stuff like that I just I found out like it's there in Spanish wow um, you know but yeah after that I was like yo I like the I like also like, I like the way that sounds like I, I hit my boy and I'm like yo I'm gonna change my name to Oso Oso and he was like also sounds nice but it needs something else like it just can't just be also like it needs something else and then he was like you know what like every time i'm with you or i see you you're always like on your own wave wow. i'm like yeah you know you know cowabunga around my own wave and he's like that it is cowabunga right so it's crazy because like when people hear the name they think immediately like Ninja Turtles and yeah that's Ninja what came to mind you know, that's crazy right and you think of that too like yeah you hear you hear the surface dudes say that oh that's cool what do you um what do you what do you think of the first of all where you're originally from boston right yeah dorchester that's what's up um what do you think of the boston scene um as a whole what do you think of it because it looked like i mean it's starting to really really take off like really it always has but it just seemed like it's it's, i'm telling you right now boston got talent they got talent and like for me like what's really what's really getting me followers and really getting me support is my stage presence my stage performance and oh yes we're going to talk about that so for me <laughs> i just feel like a lot of boston artists have what it takes they just need that element of just performing and i feel like when they're able to do that, we'll get more support. I wish we could have more support just from the general public, but I understand where that comes from and, and them not supporting because I do showcases all the time. And I like I'm not I'm very humble and I'm very like like just real about things. I'm usually one of the best performers of the night in any showcase that I'm in. Like mm. you know, so it's like I feel like there's times where I'm at a showcase where it's just like, I see why people don't come out. But at the same time, it's like, that can be changed with just practice. So like, I encourage a lot of Boston artists to really take time to 
work on performing. Wow, on say that, breathing. say that, brother, say that. Yeah, work on performing, work on breathing, work on, work on knowing how to work a crowd, mm. knowing how to hit points and, and reach people because we have, and and a lot of I'm hearing a lot of great music that I feel like can be on the radio or that can be pushed to different states. It's just when I see them perform, it's like. Nah, I can't take you on the show, man. I can't. Oh, <laughs> wow. You know? And yeah, yeah. Me being real because I'm an artist and I wanted to first because I feel like Boston as a whole, we make artists. Like any artist from a different city that is buzzing and is on the rise, they they come through Boston and they... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we, we can make artists. It's just that we have artists here that we can make. Yo, you... You... Exactly. You have this, um, I want to touch on that more, but you have this song you do, because this this is what this is how I actually first met you. You had this song called Big Stepper, Stepping, Big Stepping, right? Um, but it's it's something um is another name, right? There's another I was trying to read that name. Yeah. Sasquatch. It's called Sasquatch. Sasquatch. So you got this step that you do, and I just noticed when I looked at one of your videos that um I don't know what's that. That was your girl or somebody in the crowd that got up there and started doing it. Because you made us want to do it. <laughs> shout out to God Legacy. He was there and we, yeah, we seen. God, yeah. Yo, shout, out, yo, shout out to God. We seen you do that step. We seen you do that step. We jumped right in with you, man. I'm like, yo, you are you are definitely a performer. You're a good artist and a, and a good performer. So that is important. People don't understand. I, I think they understand. They, beginning to understand but like you said they they need to rehearse Pe see a lot uh, you know what i mean a lot of hip-hop artists don't think they need to rehearse you still need to be a performer as well as an mc you still got to be able to perform oh because nowadays they, they they make a song and they shoot a video and they think that's just it because you know videos do blow you up right but it's like when it's time for you to perform i don't want to go there and see you say your ad-libs and, and dance around like if that's the case I could have played your song in the, in, the, in the whip right you know I came to see you say even if the song is behind you I came to see you say that right you know because there's times where the, the you could be more articulate than the actual verse and it can hit harder wow you know, for, that's why every time I perform I make sure that I get everything I got because I don't know who's in the crowd there could be people that I see me for the first time and I want to leave that great impression like okay there's actually people in Boston that are actually nice and can do something because there are people that are nice in Boston but it's like when you see them performing and it's another thing too where it's just like they're not performing and then they'll make a song make a video they'll have their whole city or their whole neighborhood buzzing it and then they'll pay five five hundred six hundred dollars to open up for an artist coming down and then it's like they don't give that that show wow you know and it's just like yeah you went up there and you performed but it was like it really wasn't good wow <laughs> you know and i'm just being i'm just being real you... because i i because i i love my city and i really feel like right now we have enough talent to put ourselves on the map like a New York. That way we can start having music like industry start setting up here 
because I feel like we we are one of those cities where we can make artists. We can be one of those definitely, definitely. I feel like if we can come together and create artists from our city, that will bring resources for entertainment wise in our city because they come here to shoot movies. You know, Absolutely, artists, artists come here all the time to, to, to do stuff. So it's like, yeah, they're shooting music. They shoot music we videos. It. Yeah, we have definitely. It, but it's like we don't have the resources. We don't have studio like major studio bases. But it's like I feel like they're it's it's it's, it's, it's a sense where like they're on the cusp of like. We want to put something in Boston, but we need a reason. You know, mm-hmm. are they producing? Are they producing enough artists for us to sit there and say, like, all right, we want to set up a a, a major studio here, a major record label here? Like New York's producing artists, that's why they got a whole bunch. Right. Atlanta, Atlanta's producing artists, so yeah, they're gonna throw a whole bunch of recording labels and, and studios because they're producing artists. L.A., Texas, Florida. You know, it just takes it just takes for the city to to build within for other major corporations to see and then want to invest. But I feel like we have it right now, and it, we can get it. Absolutely, because you got you got people that's where the venues where there wasn't enough venues and it's still really not. But now you see that they're they're making ways and and they're peaceful. And the, and, the, and, the, and the shows have been peaceful No, I haven't heard I shouldn't even probably say this loud But I pray that it stays that way Because that's good I, I, You know, I unfortunately I can't make it to every show um, But I the shows that I've been at I I have enjoyed them But, but I can see some of the things That you're talking about um, Me as an artist too I took, I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm an artist too But I took a break I'm thinking about trying to come back, but that's a whole nother story. It ain't about me, <laughs> but, um, well, not today. It's not about me. It's all about you, brother. It's all about you. So, um, I know you got a new mixtape out called, um, who I've become. Yeah. Tell me about, tell me about those, um, that this project, this mixtape project. So, um, that project I feel like is is probably one of the best projects coming out of the city. Wow. Um, I, honestly, like I feel like if you just take the time to like really like listen to every song, you can literally listen to every song. Not a song that you can skip. Um, I feel like every song was well put together. Um, I feel like there's a song for everybody, and that's what I try to like go for. Like, where anytime I make a tape, I want it to flow. I want it to make sense and I want there to be a song for everybody like no matter what like and I want like for me when people ask me like what kind of music I make I make I make vibe music that's what I tell them I make vibe music mm, I like that I make yeah I make vibe music. you know um, my, my goal is to either if I'm not giving you a, a message I'm, I'm gonna make you feel good you know so that's that's what I try to go for when I go through music where it's just like I might give you a positive message in one track, or I might just make you want to dance or, or take a shot or roll up or, or something where it's just like, you know what, I feel like doing this and I feel good about it. But um, this project, yeah, um, that project, I feel like it's really, like, I, I take the time to listen to other people's stuff. That way I can kind of compare. And I, I really try not to be biased. Right. Because, you know, <laughs> like, 
And I just feel like personally, if somebody was to make that same project, same songs, everything, I would be like, yo, this is a really great project. Wow. I mean that this this comes with that with the attitude, right? Because it's hip hop being so competitive, and as artists, we're always gonna feel like. But I, I heard I, I didn't get a chance to hear everything, but from what I heard, this is a good this is a good mixtape. I would even say it was a uh, EP or an album. You know what I mean? Because though how it's you know what I mean? It's 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 good 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 material, good music. You could play this on the you could play your music on the radio, you know? So and then you know, going back to that to to that to that song I seen you. Well, I, li- I heard listen to you perform a few songs, but that you know, um, but yeah, this is a great this is a good mixtape. I would recommend anybody to listen listen to it. I'm gonna finish listening to it when I um when I get a chance. Um probably listen to it tonight. Probably listen, you know. Um have you now with, with that being said with the you know have you ever had any rap battles with anybody or you just never got into that part of of hip hop or whatever you never uh, I could do rap battles um I just really don't do it just because I don't like people like to put a stigma and like to keep put people on the lane and it's like I don't really want to be considered a battle rapper now I just feel like that's just a little bit too much more of my time right (laughs) I feel like making the song is a little bit more like easier and simpler for me and I like like making catchy choruses and stuff like that like but like to sit there and literally have to spend time to like do research on this person and then find ways to kind of you know what I'm saying like right have to die. It, it's it's a lot. It's possible, but it's just like that would be a little bit more for me. Where it's just like I don't really. It, it'll take the the fun out of it in a sense, right? For me, at least. For me, at least. Like, I, yeah. Some people might find it fun just to then have to you know, say harass somebody, but for <laughs> me, I like to I like to really, really like 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 I said from Little Wayne. I really like to make good punchlines, metaphors. So. I'm gonna really try to find a way. I'm spending time to find ways to say things that hasn't been said and hasn't been heard. And when you hear it, you're like, whoa. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it'll just take more time for me to really sit there and spend time. And I, I don't write physically. Like, so it's like I might just have to write for that. Wait a minute. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind back. Rewind back, sir. You just said. So you don't you don't write your your your, your lyrics down? No, I don't. Oh shoot. Now is a few people, and one of them is one of the people you just talked about, Little Wayne, <laughs> who doesn't do that. Now, now it takes skills to do that. You we know Jay-Z, maybe Styles P. It's a few of them that can just that, you know, I heard Jada Kiss making like a joke about him just waking out of his sleep doing it. So you have that ability to do that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's I'm a gonna, that's I'm a big deal. Like, I'm not like a one taker, but like for me it's like I write faster in my head right. than I do on paper. So like if I do write, I might write like four bars, but the, the whole verse will be done. Wow. And for me it's like I just feel like it's it's more it's more difficult to write because it's like it's going from your your brain 
to your paper and then back to your brain. And then you're going to have to say it without the paper eventually. Right. You know? So for me, it's like when you're writing, you're repeating every time. So like no matter what, like you like set that over. And you're, you're starting off, you're starting off. So you're all, you're remembering it anyway. But, you know what I'm saying? So it's wow. like for me, I don't really need to write it down because I'm remembering it anyway. And it's like, these are stuff that I want to say. Like, anytime I, like for me, it's like, anytime I hear a beat that I know a song, I can automatically start rapping because it's like. That is a talent. That is a gift. Not everybody. I mean, have there ever been a time where you might have forgot a, a, a verse or a line or something? I'll, maybe when I was younger. Wow. Not now. Wow. And That's so dope. Was probably just out of like, just being nervous wow but now no no that is i'm i'm telling you that is that is not easy like i mean even if you go punch punch okay good punch 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 that's still like you know that's a lot so like for me what i'll do is like i'll write like i'll sit in my car like sit in my room and i'll write my whole verse and then i'll record it off my phone that way I can listen back to it and, and hear it and see where I want to add things or remove things. So like, I always make sure that I record the song before I even hit the studio, because I don't really like to waste time in the studio. Like, wow. the studio, I already have the song made on my phone, and I know what it sounds like, I know what what ad-libs I want to put, I, want, I know exactly, because I did it on my phone. Wow. So it's like, and even when I go to producers, like, I want it to sound like this, time. but just a little bit better. Wow. Time, time is, time is money. So you just say, okay, you think of, you write, do you write something down and say, this is what I'm going to rap about? Or you just say, okay, I hear the beat. The most, the most I ever write down in my notes is just like punchlines or metaphors. Like if I'm randomly, if I randomly just get something, I'll write it down. So like for me, it's like when I write a song or like if I got a chorus for a song, it's time for me to write my verse. I'll probably go back in my notes to see like, I which one I, which one do I feel like can can go to this song? I'll pick like four of them, and then I'll write around them. This is, <laughs> yo, you this is. So I'll, write, yeah. I'll write something that leads into it, add it, and then write off of it, and then I'll probably use like two, one or two punchlines for one verse, then you know the other two for the next one, and then that'll be the song. Wow. Jeez, um, what the, well, man, it takes skills to do. So, congratulations to you on that, man. That is that is not easy. That is not. Um, I know you write for other artists, but like, would you be open to work with other artists, not just in Boston, but like all over, if they came to? Yeah. I'm, I'm always like for me I'm always down to work and uh, a lot of people hate that about me because it's like dude like this dude like they're like yo he's these chips he's whack but for me it's like I I'm not the type to sit there and send you an open verse if I'm gonna do a song with you we need to link up we're gonna find a beat we're gonna create something and if I feel like cause like I'm not gonna work with somebody that I like I feel is whack. Right. You know what I'm saying? I might just feel like maybe that's not his beat or maybe I, I feel like there's, there's maybe a way I can help him and critique him that way 
Wow. We can make the Bring the best it. out of somebody. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, I'll put somebody. Like, I, I'll let her get in the studio and I'll tell somebody, like, nah, scratch that verse. <laughs> or I'll tell them, like, yo, nah, go harder. Like, say say harder. Like, I, I, I hate when people go in the booth and read off their, their verses. Like, I hate I, that. That's one of my pet peeves because it sounds like you're reading. Mm, I'm like, Dude. Yeah, I'm I know like, what you yeah, mean. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like yo, I'm like, yo <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote this. Like, Give me that same feeling. You gotta you say it like you mean it. Right, right. When it came into your head and you felt it, mm. give me that same energy, that same feeling. Don't read it because you, you wrote this. Wow. You know what I'm saying? When you heard the beat, you, you felt it. It came from your head first. And it, it came from your soul. Something that you felt. That you just had to write, you had to say. So stop mm. reading it and give me that same feeling that you had. Like, how you hear it in your head, give me that on the mic. Hmm. So you you're literally bringing out the best in somebody people like that. That yeah, it's I mean you never want to sound like you're reading. And that's why that's why like you said going back to that is rehearsing. So you don't. So then you when you get in there, you'll say you everything will come. I believe everything will come. Or even if you're gonna read it like you said, you got to put that feeling in so people yeah. can feel what you're saying. Yeah. Um. That's what it really is. Like you don't want to sound like you're reading. There's some people that literally sounds like they're reading. And shout out to all the engineers and 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 producers because they really, really make a difference. Like there's times Yeah, they where, do. <laughs> there's times where I walked into sessions and dudes in there screaming at the mic like, ah! I'm like there's no way this is gonna sound good. Oh shit! Then when the producer does his thing, it's like, "Yo, how did you do this?" They, like, they... this sound like he's screaming. <laughs> like, like what? Like that sounds nothing like what I heard. Wow. <laughs> I feel like everybody. I feel like everybody has a job to do, right? The engineer sprinkles that magic on it, like you said, and then it's up to you, the artist, to do your part. So, you know. It, I see you're a perfectionist. You just want—I mean, this—this this, it explains why your music comes out the way it does, you know, because that all of these things that you're saying are very important, you know. And I know we all start off probably like that, like learning our voice, finding our voice, and then trying to, you know, put the feeling in it. Um, when is when is your next show coming up? On your next show coming up? Um, man, I don't even know. <laughs> I know I got a show this month. Um, I just don't remember the date. And it shows me popping up. And I just want to give a shout out to my business partner and my brother. Yeah, I thought he was going to be on here. I was, I was ready to talk. Yeah. He's actually, he's actually out of town. Okay. So I just want to shout him out. Shout out Talk of the Town. I also want to shout out my business partner, Faha Uzi, Undeniable Sounds. That's where I record at. That is my engineer. He, he makes sure I sound good. He, make, he shoot videos. He do all that. So, like, if you're an artist in Boston, you need somebody that can not only record, produce, engineer, and also can shoot your video, I'm telling you. Wow, he does it all, huh? He does, he does it all. He does wow. it all. And, and, and if you're an artist and you need practice on performing, 
stage performance, getting your feet wet, working the crowd, tap in with Talk of the wow. Town because they do showcases. Honestly, for me, I feel like they do the most showcases. You know, like you have other people doing showcases, but just like when they bring out, like he, he does multiple showcases and not only showcases, but vendor pop-ups. So if you're, if you cook, if you design, if you do anything, if you have merch, he does vendor, like he, like we're doing so much and like I'm just happy to be a part of something like this you know what I'm saying because it's like I feel like that's opening doors and I feel like a lot of artists and a lot of people need to tap in especially when it absolutely comes to this. yeah like you know like you, don't, you like for an artist out there if you have a song you feel like it's a hit you did your video you don't want your first performance to be opening up for an artist and you paint you know you want to like you want to <laughs> you want to get those 15 rooms mm. You know what I'm saying 15 people in the room because for some people it's more harder performing 15 people because correct because it's like, like you can see the eyes oh we go we'll be right back after this y'all we're gonna finish this conversation What's up, what's up, everybody? Get tuned back into the new Del C show. Listen, this is going to be. I hope you have your popcorn. I hope you have whatever, man. These these are gonna be some very long interviews. I didn't realize how many people I interviewed. So um I'm just gonna thank a lot of people. And I'm not gonna be able to play obviously everybody's music. And and I wanted to do this for 2023 going into 2000 and you know 24 but i i rather do the interviews that i did this year instead of going into but um unfortunately there probably will be a part two to this of the interviews that i did and the artists i did and you know talking to certain models and you know i'm hoping and um, just entrepreneurs, you know, business entrepreneurs. So I'm going to give a shout out to everybody on the post, as much people as I can. And um, there's other artists or whatever to come. But for now, I'm thinking, um, obviously, the ones that have actually did the show with me or whatever. So I like to thank y'all personally. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. You know, uh, I'm going to end the show now. I'm wishing everybody a happy, a happy new year. Um, stay safe, as I said. And um, I'll see y'all next year, basically. Um, that's it. Shout out to all the, the, the guests that came on the show. Shout out to all the listeners. Keep listening to the show. Um, to everybody. To everybody. Um, like I said, hopefully going into the next year, it'll be more peaceful. And everybody will solve that, you know, the, the resolution. You know, have, have a New Year's resolution and actually will stick to it. Mine's is going to be definitely to hit you know at some point hit the gym some point spend more time with my family 
and, you know, try to work other things out with other people and, you know, and just be successful. Do what, what, what I do, what, you know, what I love to do. And that, and that all, you know, that obviously goes out to y'all too, is that do what makes you happy. Do what makes you happy, whatever it is in life, because we only live once. We only live once. And I'm going to close the show out with something you know I say all the time at the end of the show. Okay? Stay blessed. Stay positive. Remember remember to always let your loved ones know you love them. Because tomorrow's not promised to no man, woman, or child. On that note, I want to say peace out, y'all. Again, stay safe out there, y'all. Enjoy your New Year's. Spend time with your family and friends. All the people that love you and, and going into 2024, the thing is to do what you love doing, love each other. And if things can be worked out, whether you're in a relationship or friendship, then you go work that out. You know, I got a lot of things that I got to work on as well. And y'all pray for me and I pray for you. I'm out y'all one.
Okay, he mad, ha. Oh, yeah, he mad, yeah. You think you fucking with me? I think you dead, nah. See, I just checked in the game. You still a mascot. Big stepper in this bitch, call me Sassage. On one. All shit, I'm lit. Too much, got me gone off the shits. Workout, that mean the kicks mess the fit. Big stepper, stepping all in this bitch. Said I'm on one. All shit, I'm lit. Too much, got me gone off the shits. Workout, I mean the kicks mess the fit. Big stepper, stepping all in this bitch. He's the real big stepper. With the real lemon peppers, you feel me?